Painkiller Already, episode 459 with our guest Kyle. Taylor? This episode of PK is brought to you by CasperGetQuip.com and Blue Chew. So Kyle, anything new in your world? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've had a I've had a real interesting time. I spent the last 56 days. Uh, Talladega Nights, legend of FPS Kyle, just having a real good time. Um, meeting new interesting people, learning all sorts of new and interesting techniques and skills and tactics. Nice. Um, Lifelong friends, I hope. Uh, I mean, I'm going to see if I'm allowed to contact some of these people. We'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> made made a couple of real good friends in there. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk to them because we're both felons, but, but I'm going to find out. Uh, worked out a ton, did a lot of running, did a lot of dieting. I was 35 pounds, had a real good time. It was, nice. uh, it was a goddamn nightmare. Is what it, was, Taylor. <laughs> it was a goddamn motherfucking nightmare. All right. I woke up. I don't up, even want to ask questions. I want to let you just go. I, I couldn't sleep the night before. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm up like till three in the morning. I got to wake up at like five to like get going and get there in to time go to prison <laughs> to go to prison. Oh, crack it down. Time to get to prison. You're having and to wake so, up early to go to prison, insult to injury. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-hour drive from my fucking house. They, they couldn't have, they didn't send me to the one in Atlanta. They sent me to fucking Talladega, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Bum fuck nowhere, by the way. All right? Don't go. Don't go. The people aren't interesting, and the locale is disgusting. And it's 108 <laughs> degrees while I was there, by the way. So I, I, uh, I get a ride. Um, Kitty's neighbor actually drove me. Very nice woman. Um, uh, and she came and picked me up as well. And all she wanted was gas. Like she has a relative or an associate, I'll just say, who's also in prison right now. And so she understood, she's like, Oh no, you're not taking an Uber or whatever, or hiring a car. I'm, I'm going to take you. This is Kitty. We're talking about Kitty's friend. Yeah. Kitty's neighbor. Yeah. And so, uh, get to prison, like right before the cutoff, like I got to be there by noon. So I get there at 1130, you know, I'm going to enjoy as much freedom as I can before I go in, stop at Zaxby's. Uh, get myself some chicken fingers, some French fries. Can barely eat it. Can barely Last get it meal. down. I'm I'm drinking like uh, Maalox the whole drive because my stomach's so upset and I'm I'm so stressed out with heartburn, like not <laughs> wanting to go the fuck in there. And uh, so I go in and <clears throat> the guard's like, "Yeah, they'll be here in a minute to get you." And they I go through these X-rays and this guard leads me up to this R&D room. I don't even know what that stands for. Maybe. It's not research and development. Search, it's not research. <laughs> it's, I promise it's not that. It's um, it's reach arounds and dick sucking. <laughs> <or something laughs> in and so they uh, they they photo me and thumbprint me. God knows how many fingerprints the government has me at this point. I've done at it at least, least 10. ten times. At least ten. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and so uh, they strip me down, and there's no there's no cavity search. I go through a, uh, which I thought there might be. You know, I was hoping. And uh, yeah. <laughs> You're I was like, hey, I thought we were going to get a little uh, closer <laughs> here on this special phase. I want the cute one. I brought my wet platinum and everything. I'm prepared. Uh, so they put me on an x-ray and it x-rays me. And I'm like, ah, I need to lose some weight. I can see in the x-ray I'm getting chunky. And so go back there. They strip mm-hmm. me down, put me in these super lame prison clothes. Like, like I can't even figure out which side of the underwear is the front. Hmm. There's no dick even, slot? There's no dick slot. They're brown, like they remind me of the burlap sack that you would see people wear in cartoons. Oh, and, that's uh, cool. no. On TV, the newbies have a different brown versus orange. Did that happen there? Um, it's funny you mentioned that. I, 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 I liken the experience of when you first get there and when you've been there for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, and then I'm sure for you know, years, as like 
a, a Skyrim character, like an RPG character in Fallout or something, and how at first you're like wearing like ragtag bullshit and you've got a spear, and then by the end you're like all armored up and you got a machine gun and everything, you're yeah. like fully kitted and fully geared. Very ragtag at first, very, you know. You could tell that I just fucking got there. So were there orange? Was the orange, uh, jumpsuit orange or striped? Green. There's no oh, jumpsuit thanks. at all. No jumpsuit at all. The uh, the uniform is green pants, brown shirt for the summertime, um, mm. and then there's a green button up that goes over that in the wintertime. But it's it's so fucking hot they let you wear a t-shirt, and uh, so they lead me from th that's at the medium security where I was there. And so somebody picks me up and takes me over to the camp, which is just a stone's throw away. So we mm. get to the camp and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm shown where my, where my barracks, my dormitory is and everything. They give me a bed. I'm using air quotes cause it ain't a bed. It's like a fucking cot. Those, no, I would love a cot. What, what was it? <laughs> it was one of those kindergarten pads. That's about three inches thick. <laughs> like it's nap time, motherfucker. But it's on and, a, on a platform of some sort. On a bunk bed that's like a net of springs. So that it's like, when you, you throw that up on the bunk bed. But everybody's got their own mattress. So they, 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 I take, go to the laundry. They fit me up with some, uh, some green clothes and some brown shirts. And then they give me some big fucking army boots and some shit-ass socks and a couple more pairs of underwear. Get all that shit in a bag. And I go to my, my cube they're called cubes, not cells. We're in a big open dormitory. It's pretty progressive. And each one is separated by a, like a block wall that's like five and a half feet tall, kind of like here on me or something like cinder that. I can look over. Painted. Yeah, cinder block wall. And there's about 80 of us in each dorm. And in my cube, there's already two guys in there. And I'm now I'm the third. Uh, and it's, uh, it's David, this little Mexican dude, and Block, this black dude. And I'm like, yo, what's your name, man? My name's Block. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in there, we've got um, a little locker, you know, and it, there's the three lockers side by side. And you open these double doors up and you got three shelves on each side and you can put your shit in there, your shampoo, your soaps, your clothes, all your nonsense, all your food, whatever. Well, everything was fine. You know, I was like, this isn't so bad. First of all, air conditioning is roaring in there. It must be. 65 degrees on the hottest of days, you know, they had this massive industrial air conditioning and running down the The center of the ceiling is a gargantuan maybe three foot in diameter AC pipe with the big heavy-duty industrial vents pointed out to the edges toward the cots So it's just blowing cold air. Our I tax would dollars keeping felons cool. That's the only thing they spend money on there <laughs> <clears throat> And uh, and so I'm like, all right, it's gonna be okay now for the first like five days, I had no commissary money. We couldn't get it transferred in. My bank was blocking the transaction. So I couldn't buy any shampoo. I had to use like borrowed soap and I was still wearing the bullshit like level one RPG character clothes, which is super lame. And uh, I didn't know where anything was. I didn't know what to do about anything. I couldn't even get um, a cup to put my water in. I had to, I had to like, someone gave me a bottle of water and I would just keep refilling it at the water station. So, and then everything's fine. I'm, I'm getting to meet some people and getting to know some people. <clears throat> and then like, and there's a TV room, which I would love to go to and watch television, but you can't without a radio. You have to have a radio and, a, and headphones, which are about a hundred dollars. And of course you need your commissary money to get, to get that. So I got to wait till like the next week to get my, my radio and everything. So I basically just chill in my cell 
or my cube or whatever until I get my commissary money. I can I can get equipped at least as a level two character. And finally, mm -hmm. that happens. And now I got my radio. I got my I got I, now I'm wearing sweatpants. You know, you don't have to in, indoors. I would just wear sweatpants and a t-shirt and and flip flops. This radio powers private headphones. I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just a little hand radio, and you would <clears> tune it to the uh, a station that corresponded with one of four televisions. <clears throat> On the left, you got ESPN. Don't change it from ESPN. That's where it stays, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Just to the right of that, you got the black TV. Don't touch it, Whitey. <laughs> In the middle, you got the Spanish TV. Don't touch it, Hueto. <laughs> and on the right, you got the Whitey TV. Now, you don't need to know this. You could walk in and tell. Because yeah. obviously on the left, is there's Sports Center. Just to the right of that, there's BET or VH1. Just to the right of that, Telemundo. And just to the right of that, it's the fucking History Channel. And, oh, I was going to say HGTV. That'd be such a funny... <laughs> they're watching Get out the of fucking... here. I've got a lot of garden ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it doesn't take long before um, I start... You know, some people know how long I'm in there for. And it. I didn't realize it right at first, but I was told about a week or so in that, like, they think you're a snitch. They think that you are either part of one of those 60 day in reality shows because you don't look like a criminal and nobody gets 60 day sentences here. Like we've never seen that before. Or you've gotten transferred here because you, you're a rat from another place. And that's why you've only got 60 days. So they immediately there's immediately people who don't like me and Shit. don't want anything to do with me and are like talking about doing something to me. How'd but you find not, this info out initially? I was I was told by the friends that I made about ten days in. They now, were like, "Yeah, no. you're very good at fitting into new environments, right? Doesn't matter. Boston people, redneck people, even Canadians, I imagine. Sure, but these are felons. Did that superpower work in prison? I got along with the people I wanted to get along with, but there's eighty of us in there, so <clears throat> immediately I felt like I needed a representative from each race. So um, I found a white guy who was. Um, there weren't any big, tough white guys. There were only old white guys. There weren't any really young and big, tough white guys. So I found an old white dude named Pops, and I made Pops my friend. Uh, Pops gave me a pair of sneakers the second day I was there, uh, and uh, so I wouldn't have to buy any, like, like, some, like some Under Armour -like sneakers. And then I decided I needed a black friend. So I noticed that this big black dude with dreads, big dude, had his radio was like busted up, and he had it all taped up with tape. And I was like, hey, man, what happened to your radio? And he's like, ah fell and it broke these things are shit i was like look i'm leaving in two months you can have my radio and he's like for real i was like yeah you can have the headphones too and this is a hundred dollars and to these people if they don't not all of them have loving family members sending 150 dollars mm -hmm. a week like i mm -hmm. do or you know a bank account that can, kitty can just take some money out of and send it in this guy he was like for real now he's my friend now he loves me now he's coming to me all the time with information and goodies <laughs> he, he'll bring me a pair of flip-flops. They're 25 bucks. Here you go, man. I got you something. He'll bring, he, he's like, I saw you like those diet Pepsis. Here's a six pack. He's always bringing me shit. Then one day, well, let me, let me com complete my trio of, uh, of, yeah. of protectors. <laughs> um, then I, I'm, 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 ass I'm assembling the fellowship of, uh, <laughs> the federal prison system yeah. here, <laughs> the Tolkien style, uh, band of merry men. And then I was like, well, I definitely need a Spanish dude. And this guy snow, is sitting there watching TV one day. So I'm sitting like two chairs from him and I start, I strike up a conversation with him. Snow was a big fucking dude. Um, 
And, uh, and I told him what I was there for. And he thought that was bullshit. And he starts telling me what he's there for. Well, he's a, he's a member of a Mexican crime family, uh, out of Texas. He's in for trafficking, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and fleeing the police. And that's just what they caught him for. He confessed to, to two different capital crimes to me while I was there that he had not been charged or, or for, um, on the track, he runs three miles a day, and then he does 10 chin-ups every quarter mile with 40 pounds tied to his waist. And he changes his grip every 10, every 10 uh, chin-ups. So it's a different grip for each, for each set. It's He's either these rules. or these or these or the wide ones. They're always different. And he explains this to me in great detail all the time. Like what, <laughs> he's, he's very meticulous about his, his routine. Are you telling me this fucker repeats stories? Every day. <laughs> he's been in for 10 years and he's got five more to go, something like that, um, on, on his charges. Uh, and, uh, and, and he's got a really strong, like, cholo accent. Yo, home. Yeah, I've been in here a long time, homes. You know, I'm just like, ah, oh, cool, man. That sucks. You know, you're going to get out soon. You're going to see your family. Well, he's after like two days of knowing him, he's like, hey, man, you want to go work out with me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. He's like, I'll, I'll come by yourself seven o'clock in the morning. All right, you be ready. Like, yeah, I'll be ready. So every day I go with him. We run our three miles. I'm not doing chin ups. I run my three miles and uh, and and you know have a good day. And and mm -hmm. uh, it turned out that he was watching my back the whole time I was in there. And anybody that wanted to fuck with me, he was squashing it before I even knew anything about it. Because like the scariest thing that happened was about ten days in, the black guy comes by my cell, and I'm sitting in bed reading. We, do Lord, we know this black guy? Your friend. The dreaded black guy I'm giving the radio to. Yeah. He comes by and he goes, yo, man, I thought I'd let you know. There's somebody in here that's wanting to get with you. And I went, I sit up in bed. You know, I'm lying down, like <laughs> reading like this. And I sit up and go, <clears throat> mark place here. <laughs> Someone's looking to get with me? I already yeah. have a workout partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. They looking to get with you. I was like, well, you let them know that I'm not looking to get with anybody and I won't go down without a fight. I was like, that's not happening. He's like, I'll pass the word on, man, but you watch your ass. And I'm thinking like, I wonder if he's going to add literally at the end, but he's not a smart guy. So he just walks away. <laughs> and now I'm terrified because he's not bullshitting. He's very serious. He whispers this to me and he, he he's, he's one of my closer associates in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, fuck. Now I'm terrified of the shower. Now I'm terrified to go in there. So now I have to time my showers for when snow showers. Now, now me and snow, the big Mexican guy, like we work out together already. So it's, it, it works out fine that yeah. we both go back to ourselves, get our towels, get our stuff and we go to the shower. And, uh, and so the shower, you walk into this room and there's five different shower heads and they're each separated by a partition wall with a shower curtain behind you. It's very private. And it's nicer than my high school showers. It's really nice. The, those shower heads have excellent pressure and never-ending hot water. Uh, it's excellent. And uh, by this time, I've got good soap. It's the same brand I use. Uh, good shampoo. Um, I've got a good towel. i got everything. So you, you walk up to the, the door of this thing. It's a, it's a shower curtain, too. And you pull it back a little. And you avert your eyes in case somebody's standing there naked because you don't want to get caught or accused of, of cock-looking yeah. or something Meat like gazing. that. Yeah. Meat-gazing. <laughs> <laughs> a dick peek and you, you you say you say as as aggressively and as and as uh, much of a manly tone as you can shower 
and and whoever was last to go into the shower, you don't go shower. <laughs> so whoever was the last to go into the shower, they call back and they answer with whichever showers are available. So if somebody's in one and three, they go two, four and five. And then you holler back going in five. And then you do it while averting your eyes once again. Because it's just a shower curtain separating you. And then I would always go in five because that was a handicapped shower. And it was very nice. It had the big big shower head. Yeah. And the and the like chest high uh, shower thing too. So I would take incredibly fast showers. I get clean. Then I get the fuck out. And when you're ready to leave, you say, leave in five. And everybody says, all right. And then you get the fuck out, averting your eyes again. But the <laughs> whole time, I'm going to say from, from, the, from, from the time that dude told me that until like two weeks ago, I was terrified to go to the bathroom the whole time. Like, like, like there was a day when I didn't catch snow in time and I was like, I'll shower tomorrow. <laughs> What's the actual bathroom situation like? Uh, there are three, no, there are four toilets in stalls, just like in a department store or anywhere else. There's a mm -hmm. urinal and there's like six sinks. So it's, it's fine. Um, you know, the toilet paper was awful. I, I immediately bought toilet paper. Like I got some fucking Charmin right away. It is a must-have item to anyone who's about to uh, go to prison. Get your Charmin toilet paper. So, yeah, the snow guy, it turned out, was like watching my back the whole time. And anytime anybody would say anything about me or anytime I did something I shouldn't do, he would pull me to the side and be like, hey, like one time I pissed and I didn't wash my hands. He's, hey, somebody said you didn't wash your hands. And I'm like, somebody told you I didn't wash my hands when I pissed. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Got to wash up, man. People, people take that shit seriously, you know, because you're going to touch the microwave or you're going to touch the TV. And I'm like, I didn't even touch my dick. I was, I was like, I just, I just whipped it out. He's like, don't matter. They don't know. For all they know, you're washing your hands and pissing there. You got to wash your hands. And I'm like, I'll lather them bitches up like I'm about to go into the operating room yeah. from now on <laughs> if it'll, it'll keep anything bad from happening or anybody from yelling at me. So now I'm scrubbing the fuck out of my hands every day in there like I've got OCD. <laughs> They're getting red like... I'm looking around like... All dry, you know how red man. they are? I only use hot water. Just hot. Just hot. Like, my skin's cracking. I'm so clean. Yeah. They're coming out like crab legs. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is just... Then I get into a shouting match with a guy one morning and the, at the TV room because there's a it's just me and a black guy. I get up at four in the morning at this point of my, my stay and it's just me and this black guy and uh, and the TVs are on the local local news like all of them are. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what's going on in Montgomery, Alabama. I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. going to change the white TV to Everybody Loves Raymond. I want to watch the sitcom. He goes, yo. We watch the news in the morning. And I was like, well, watch it on one of those TVs, man. There's three fucking TVs here. We watch the news. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's about to crack. I found out later he's been in there for 14 years and he's got two more. <laughs> two more. This maniac. This maniac named Chico. He's coming out takes, soon. He takes them uh, unless he has a fucking conniption fit over the over the morning news while I'm away. Then then yeah, he'll get out soon. So Chico wanted all four of the TVs turned to the the local the various local news ABC, CBS, NBC. He wanted all of the local news stations on simultaneously, so he'd know everything that was going on in downtown Birmingham that morning. He needs three different fucking weather reports, three different weather girls. It, and I'm just like, all right, I'm like, all right, here you go. Click 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 click. Happy now? He goes, great. I was like, all right, fine. Won't come back. 
I just won't come back in the mornings and watch because I don't want to watch the morning news. It, for some reason, it just seemed real depressing to like watch what was actually going on just outside the fence and down the road. Like like CNN yeah. is one thing, but I just didn't give a shit what was going on. And, and boring uh, as fuck. And boring as fuck. Um, it it was a weird fucking time. They were, um, but th those guys thinking that I was a snitch didn't wear off until about six weeks ago, like or uh, two weeks ago. It was when I started like making more friends when people started realizing like, oh, I guess he he's actually just in here. Hmm. I guess I guess the hmm. I guess judges really do give people <laughs> two months. So there wasn't enough friends. <laughs> they just got to yeah. know you over time and you started to fit in. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they they trusted me with the locations of the hidden knives. Um, I was trusted with that information. Um, so if you want to slice up like an onion, which is contraband, by the way, we're not supposed to have onions. Or if you want to make your own relish, because there isn't relish out of a pickle. Um, you know, you, I've seen people nibble <clears throat> those items down and into chunks, mm -hmm. the guys who, the, but, but I was trusted with the sacred location of two of the three knives in the dormitory. Um, I won't say where they were, but they're hidden in public areas. <laughs> I won't say where they were. They're hidden. What yeah. was that last word? In, in like a public area, like, like, oh. like not in anybody's cell and not in anybody's locker. They're put somewhere where nobody would get in trouble. They're hidden in a third party location right exactly exactly and and you know they've just it's a really rudimentary blade that you can chop up an onion or a tomato with without mushing it all up mm -hmm. um the 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 stuff that people ate in there i couldn't get over it first of all let me start with this there's a currency in prison they're called max m-a-c-s max and i didn't know what a mac was for the longest time and i didn't want to ask i, I felt like a dummy and then I realized it about four or five weeks in. Macs are packages of mackerel fillets. Oh, I Ew. I was ungodly confident it was mac and cheese. You know, the craft in the blue yeah. box. I was like, I can't believe Kyle didn't figure this out. I guess if no. these guys are working out all the time, they need their protein, their lean meats, and so they want their Macs. It what it is, it's a seventy it's a seventy cent item in the commissary. So it's close to a dollar. And it's also one of the cheapest things in the commissary, and it's meat. And they all ate it. It's what they all ate. It was disgusting. I only tried it once. Like like Snow would cook for me, and and I and I ate some of it, and I was just like, this is not for me. This is fucking gross. <laughs> so like they gamble with Max. They 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 loan each other Max to for like favors and any number of things like they bet on football games you know I'll be, i got 15 max that the bills are going to cover the spread uh they'll play poker with max you know i'll buy in for 20 max and he'll have he'll have some like chips that they make out of tearing playing cards in half in half each of those is a chip each of those is a mac mm -hmm. and i couldn't understand why these motherfuckers were eating max because there was tuna in there and what i <laughs> ate the whole time was chili I found right away. Thumbs yeah, down, I, Kyle. This isn't Jackie's chili. This is prison <laughs> chili. This is good chili. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a company called Brushy Creek. I wrote it down because I want more of it. That's how good it was. All right. I stopped going to the cafeteria the third day I was there. Not because the food was bad. It was good. It was like high school food. Huh. It was just like high school food. They had That's hamburgers. Right they had hamburgers and hot dogs on Memorial Day. You know, they had hamburgers once a week, fried chicken once a week. They'd have baked ziti. It was pretty good. You know, Swedish meatballs one day. Breakfast was gravy and biscuits, uh, grits, oatmeal, stuff like that. Scrambled eggs some days. Pancakes once a week. It was fine, but I didn't feel like it was good for me. So like three days in, whenever I start working out with snow, I'm like, I'm going to go on a diet. So I, 
I averaged out to about 375 calories a day for the, the two months I was there. I did the math because a bag of chili is 300 calories uh, and I'd eat one bag a day. But most days I would skip at least one day. I would eat today, not eat tomorrow, eat the next day. Um, so I would eat like every other day, but one, one week I went four days without eating. Uh, and Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cause they're not doing a lot. I, I'd run my three miles during, during in the morning and then you're just like sitting there like reading or watching TV or sleeping. That's all, that's all you're doing all day. On the, um, so you said you were getting up at 4am. Were you napping? What's the napping situation like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the schedule is this at 5:20 in the morning, the lights come on. Boom. Bright as fuck fluorescent right in my eyes. Cause I'm on the top bunk looking straight up and that wakes you right up. You're, you're up now. And at 7:30, your bed is supposed to be made. Now you can still lie in that bed, but it has to be made beneath you. So, and if if you get caught still in the covers, the guard caught me one day and he went ding ding ding. You need to make the bed and get over them covers, buddy. I'm like, ah, no problem, man. I just overslept. All right, good day. And just kept moving along. You know, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I would, that was the only time it ever happened, because it was really the only time I've ever done it. It was a fluke that he caught me. So I had a sheet. And I would cover up with the sheet to take a nap. And I had a pillow that I made by taking a sweatshirt and stuffing it full of like regular shirts. So I had a, like a, a decent pillow. And I would nap a lot. I would try to sleep the day away as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Like, like the middle part of the day when there was like I'd already eaten or I'd already read for like four hours. And I was just, you know, I needed to just chill out and nothing on TV or, or midway through my stay. They took the televisions away during certain daily hours so that people would work their jobs. You know, I would just sleep through that. And it was... uh, You're trying to create the stasis they have in sci-fi where you can wake up two months later. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm trying to do. And I said that openly. I was like, if I can go in a coma and wake up when I get up, because this is is like thrown away life. Like, like there's no, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's nothing to gain here. But I did read. I read an incredible amount. Um, First, I read Lord of the Rings. Uh, I, I got Lord of the Rings out of the library. And I read it in five days. Um, it's about a thousand pages or something like that. So I didn't make crazy good time. But Tolkien is kind of a tough read. Yeah. And so I got through that, loved it. I still like the movies better. And I, th- I think they did a good job combining multiple small characters into one main character. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that really benefits the story. And then I just started get, getting crazy with the books, just more and more and more. I read The Fifth Wave, which is this alien invasion series of books. There's three of them. They made a movie about it. It's probably a book for teenage girls. But I still liked it. It was it was it was fun. The main character is like a sixteen year old girl. Aliens have basically killed like ninety nine percent of the human population, and she's kind of on the run. And she's like a freedom fighter trying to fight against the aliens. And uh, I loved that. I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, read all three of those books. They're four or five hundred pages each. Um, and then Chiz sent me Anthony Cumia's book. I read through that in a day. He sent me Howard Stern's latest book. Read through that in a day. And then he's and then I got a whole shipment of books. Um, Kitty sent me all seven of the Harry Potter books. I read through seven, all two, all seven of those in about two weeks. Um, and the later ones are like a thousand pages. So I just mm-hmm. blazed through those things. Then, um, she sent me 112263, the best book I've ever read in my entire fucking life. It's Stephen King. It. It's Stephen King. There's a Hulu television show about it, uh, based on it with James Franco playing the main character, uh, which I'm going to start watching tonight. The premise is this. I won't spoil it. There is a portal 
that this man can walk through that takes him back to 1958 on a specific day at a specific time at the same location he's sitting at. It's it, He's only traveling through time, not space. Once he's through, he can do whatever he wants. He could live there if he wants, or he could just go like shoot a guy and walk right back through the portal and see how that affected the future. If he goes back through the portal, completely resets everything. Same thing. He goes right back, same day, same time as the first time, and he could kill a different person and keep experimenting. Well, he decides he's going to prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated on 11 1963 The only problem is he's in 1958. So he's got to live in the past for five years. Mm-hmm. And he's got to make sure that Lee Harvey Oswald actually killed him because he doesn't want to kill an innocent man, especially after spending three years there. Because if he does, he goes back and JFK's dead anyway. He's, like, he's wasted years of his life. And he's got to go do it again and find the real killer. So is he, he aging as this happens? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He starts out and he's 35, but he's going to be 40 by the time he gets back. And so he decides that he's got to make sure that Oswald did it. So he has all these meticulous notebooks that his friend gave him uh, who owns the place where the portal exists. And he basically stalks Lee Harvey Oswald and goes really like cloak and dagger like private detective on him put planning listing devices in his apartment he would rent the apartment underneath lee harvey oswald so he could run a wire in and listen to his conversations with this other guy and, and see like what he's up to he's stalking him everywhere seeing what he's doing he watches him get the rifle he watches him hide the rifle like it, it's great and you re- and, and you know he lives a life during that five years it's not just laser focus on oswald because oswald doesn't even come back into the country from russia and, uh, until like I don't know what, maybe 60, 61, something like that. So he travels, the the portal's in Maine. That's where all Stephen King's books are based for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. So he's got to travel you know, down to Dallas, Texas, and he goes on an adventure the whole way. He meets a woman and he falls in love and he makes friends and relationships. He gets a job that's very fulfilling and, and he changes people's lives for the better. And then uh, and in the end, he's, he's finally got to do something about Lee Harvey Oswald. It's excellent. Love that. Awesome. And I was like, all right, well, I need more Stephen King. So then I read It. It's 1,250 fucking pages. Uh, that took a while. I didn't know that, 11, that there was an 11-year-old girl who got banged by six 11-year-old boys in that book. But sure enough, they had themselves a nice little gang bang right there toward the end. They call uh, it the most needless sex scene in all of literature. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. Do they say that or am I being gullible? No, no, that's what like I, I've heard people be like, yeah, it, it was pretty good, but... What the fuck? <laughs> Why was that in the and It's funny enough, like on a business trip, I started reading it while you were in, in prison. Oh. Got a couple hundred pages in, haven't touched it in a while, but yeah, I, maybe I'll get to the, the rape scene eventually. It's very far. Can you give me the page it, number of the rape scene? That saved yeah. me a lot of time. I, I would, there's about 1,250, 1,300 pages, and I would guess it's around page 1,000. 100 okay. or something so start there it's gotcha. right at the end yeah start right there at the end <laughs> yeah it's, it's pages. <laughs> i mean they explain it but it's like still you could have just not caused that issue like mm-hmm. the, the, basically the children have this connection with one another and they almost like superpowers each of them has their own little superpower but it's like a real minor league superpower like this one guy he's always got a knack for knowing which way to go if they're in a bunch of tunnels he's got a feeling it's to the left you know and he's right well, that starts fading away because they, they've kind of completed their mission and they've, you know, the, the magic is fading. And, and the girl's like, 
I know what we got to do, boys. Only one thing for it. And they're like, why are you getting naked? She's like pulling her shorts down. You got to stick your thing in me. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, each of them in succession bangs her. And, and in not great detail, but a little bit too much detail, we learn how big each of their dicks are and which one of them, which of them have orgasms at 11 years old and, and what she's <laughs> feeling. And she's feeling some wet stuff on her yes. leg and she doesn't know if it's blood <laughs> or cum. And it's like, God damn, she's 11. She's 11. I don't need to hear about Beverly. Stephen King is a fucking creep. I, if I was in that scene, I'd be like, can I get like a four-year rain check? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm 11 yeah. and this doesn't look good for me. Man. It, it, so so really liked it though. I like, you know, aside from that childhood gangbang thing, I, I wasn't too much into that. restore their superpower? I really want to know. Uh, yeah. You got to yeah. read it. Immediately, man. immediately Richie, <laughs> that character Richie goes, I know what we did. Back there, we're supposed to turn right. Really? <laughs> yeah, he literally does. Like, like they're, as they're dressing, he's like, ah, "I got it." We go back through there and make a right. <laughs> Wait, I can. I I'm sensing. Uh, uh, Humor me. Try try your mouth for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so you read a fuck ton. Like just tore through. How many pages would you estimate you 8, read? 000. Like. 8,000? Yeah, about 8,000. I've got a box of my books in there, uh, and it's it's like a legal box, about 12 feet, twelve inches by 12 inches, maybe 14 by 14, and it's stacked full, overflowing. I read The Gunslinger. I read uh, Mr. Mercedes. Uh, Mr. Mercedes. Then I read Finders Keepers, and I'm going to read End of Watch next. That's a three-book series Stephen King wrote that's based in reality, not too much science fiction bullshit, about a retired police detective after um, this criminal terrorist. Loved mm. that shit. Um, read a ton of books. I, I'll just I'll just stop there yeah. and say I read a ton of fucking books, and they really helped pass the time. Um, oh, I bet. Was uh, anybody like, else in the in the prison taking your approach to this, or no. were they all there for so much longer? It was like I can't exactly. possibly read this away. Yeah, and and if I were in there for any period of time more than I was, if you're doing real time, if you're doing, I don't even know if you call a year real time because a lot of these guys are are nine years into twelve or eight years into 15 and stuff like that. That's real time. Um, one guy had been in prison for 20, going on 25 years and he's old as shit. He had three more to go. Um, if you're doing that, you want to get a job there at the prison. You want to get into the auto mechanic shop and, and you want to, you want a routine that is constantly filled with things to do. See, my routine had lots of holes in it where I've got like four hours to kill and nothing to do but read. And you're eventually going to get tired of that. These guys have jobs. You know, he's like, ah, I wake up, I work out, I shower, I go to the auto mechanic shop, I wash some cars, I change some oil, I come back, I shower again, I eat, I then I go to the leather shop and I make purses for my wife. I'm going to send her these bootleg Gucci purses that I make here at prison and <laughs> mail them off to my wife. He's like, you want one, bro? And I'm like, nah, I think we might be committing a felony. Just just doing what you're doing there, but, but keep it up. Keep it up, buddy. They look real. They look legit. Counterfeiting <laughs> Gucci purses in prison. That guy is awesome. They look so real. How does smoking work? You didn't mention smoking. Oh, buddy. I Look, I was going to light up on the show, but, but I, I ordered clove cigarettes, which only have like 10% tobacco. They're mostly like this herb, like they're like clove in there. What's and they, normal? They, 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and uh, so they're not bad for you. I don't want to smoke a real cigarette and get addicted again. But like I was going to light up so I could show you how you light a cigarette in prison. Um, you take two AA batteries, right? Just like this side by side. Obviously, mm -hmm. they're inverted positive, negative, and they're taped together with masking tape. And then out of a scrub pad, not a, not a, uh, not steel wool, but a scrub pad that has like the, the mesh of wires in it. 
you get one of those wires out and you and you connect the two ends and the center of it turns red hot and you can light a cigarette with that and there's two classes of people there are the people who have real cigarettes marlboros cools and there are the people who are rolling their own they have a bag of tobacco and some rolling papers now getting caught they're not going to give you more time but they're probably going to send you to the shoe for Two weeks. That's that 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 was my experience. The shoe is solitary confinement for guys who don't watch prison videos like me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I believe it stands for sol. It is solitary confinement. I, I think it stands for solitary housing unit, and it sucks. You're not allowed to flush your own toilet in there. You have to. Hey, it's brown. Flush it down. <laughs> and he has to come and from the outside and flush your. It looks toilet. yellow. I'm gonna let it mellow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you're in the, if you're in there, you're just locked down 20, 23 hours a day. I think you get out for a shower once a day and that's it. That's Shit. it. You're just locked down. Uh, and I didn't want that. A guy had gotten that, excuse me, right before I got there, the guy who had been in my bed, I was like, where'd this guy go? Cause he left a lot of his shit in his locker. Like I'll take this toothpaste. I didn't have any, I'll take this brand new toothbrush. All right. Now I got one. What happened to him? He's like, well, the warden came through. We were warned, of course, as we always are. And she was inspecting. And when she walked past his cube, he was stuffing rolled cigarettes into his sock. And she she went, doop, 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 doop. what's that? He went, what's what? <laughs> <laughs> and they snatched his ass up and they threw him in the shoe for two weeks. I, didn't, I, I met him about two weeks later. And he told the same story that everybody else had told. Like, fuck, I don't want to get caught. And, and it's, it's, you're not going to smoke. You're not going to smoke in there. I Did would. You not I would risk it at all. No, I would never smoke in there. There's no way. Like no matter how stressed out I got, um, but everything is available. By the way, like forget cigarettes, because every time there's a count, that's the most important thing as far as the guards are concerned. By the way, guards don't care about your safety. They don't care about what drugs, tobacco, alcohol, contraband you you have. They as long as nobody's bleeding, and you're all there. That's all the fuck they care about. And they come through every three hours and they count you three to four hours, roughly on, but you know exactly when, mm -hmm. um, it, it just varies whether it's three or four hours spread out. That ties into one of my questions, the guard relationship. So you made friends with snow. Uh, you didn't make friends with guards. They weren't there to protect you. Is that a bad idea? So that's a terrible idea. And I had to stop that. The guards wanted to be friends and I had to tell them to get the fuck away from me. Uh, the guards recognized me like two or three of them did. And those two or three told their buddies who I was. And then they became like fast fans and they all wanted like autographs and to like talk to me and ask me about all kinds of stuff that I'd done. And, uh, and they kept coming by my cube talking to me. And, uh, and Snow was like, hey, man, I see you talking to those guards a lot. What's up? And I'm like, oh, they're coming by because I, I, I'm, I do this thing on the internet with guns and stuff and they've seen it before and they like it. So they, 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 they're, they're kind of like fans. And he's like, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. But everybody ain't going to believe that. He's like, that looks bad. He's like, that looks like you snitch it, you know, because you, they seem to like you a lot and you just got here, you know, mm -hmm. that don't make no sense. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So I have to tell this guard, I'm like, hey, man. I appreciate you coming by. It's nice to talk to somebody who isn't a fucking criminal, but you got to stop. And you tell the others not to stop too, because these guys are looking at us right now. Turn around. And like, sure enough, there's a dude over there like fucking watching. <laughs> Just mean mugging you. Try, listening in, listening in, trying to see what, see, see what I'm saying. See if I'm telling about snitching. See if I'm fucking snitching. 
And so and I'm like, they think I'm a snitch already. Like day one they have. And and y'all are friendly with me. And I just got here and like, like, I would love to go to your house and chill and and have a good old time and drink a beer, but I can't be seen with you like this. Um, because they it's looking bad. So then the, the guards cut that out and they stopped it. They respected what I said and they understood it. So I definitely had to shut that down right away. That that was yeah. not that was not going well. So um, but your situation special. Could a regular person use that tactic of like, I don't know, just getting a little guard protection? It no, seems like that's what guards do. Just, they don't guard people. No, fuck no. No, they guard you from me. They guard oh. the civilian from the felon. They're there to keep you there. That is their only concern. That is the all, all they care about. They'll come through. The only thing they would ever yell about, they would they would scream it. Don't you fuck up my count? Because they're coming through to count everybody, and you know they're coming because they just announced it, and you know what time they were coming anyway. So if you're in the fucking shower, and when they come around to count, and they count everybody, and it comes up one short because your ass was in the in the shower, and they got to come back around, they might take you to the shoe for that. Really? Yeah, I saw a guy get threatened severely because he was in the shower. He'd been there a year. He, this gay guy that was next to me um, in the cube next to me, he was in the shower when count time came around. And he was like, I just didn't know. And I'm like, motherfucker, I've been here for a month and I know. How do you not know? And he's like, I lost track of time. And I'm like, well, don't. Everybody <laughs> seems very upset with you. He's like, nah. The next day, they fucking straightened him out right away. They cussed his Who's ass they? out and screamed. Guards? Some dudes. No. Oh, so uh -huh. inmates. Yeah. Because they'll lock us all down. They'll lock us down and like, like, like they'll take things, they'll take our microwave away oh. or they'll take our television privileges away or they'll take our rec time away or they'll, they'll do something like that. They'll fuck everybody up over one guy. And, uh, it's like the military far, in that way, it seems. Yeah. That, and so that we'll punish the, the offender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's all it's about. They wouldn't ever, they would never say that, but that's what it's about. Uh, there was a guy right before I got in there who had snitched on somebody over cell phone. Uh, they had a cell, cell phones are, one of the worst things you can have in there, like as far as getting in trouble, um, for whatever reason, in my opinion, they should just let us have cell phones and let, and, and cause I, I don't get it. I don't know why we can't have them, but we can't, there's a lot of cell phones in there. I would, I would go into the bathroom and I could hear the guy in the stall talking to his girlfriend. Yeah, babe. Yeah. I'm just chilling up in here doing what I do. How's little Ray Ray. <laughs> and I'm just I'm like, all right, let's finish this piss. Get out of here. Don't want to be in here. Don't need to hear about Ray Ray. I don't, just... <laughs> I don't need to hear about Ray Ray. I don't... As far as I know, there is no Ray Ray. That's right. <laughs> is there Ray Ray? I don't know. So and so if you so he snitched on this guy over his cell phone. Well, th the next day, three dudes beat the dog shit out of him in the cube until there's blood on the floor. And then, the, and then at the end of the day, they decide that's not enough of a beating. So they chase him out to the end of the rec yard and beat the shit out of him again over snitching on them over this cell phone because they knew it was him. I think most of the time you don't know who told on you. But in this instance, they were like, that's the motherfucker right there. And plus, he wasn't popular enough or protected enough or with a group of people enough that you could you could single this guy out and whip his ass kind of like I was. And well, as, as it's like happening across the, the rec field or whatever. Are there not guards like just watching that? Nowhere happen? near. Nowhere near. You can murder somebody out there. Nobody know. God damn. Cube mates. So you mentioned Block at the top of the show, and yeah. I thought he was going to turn into an ally, but we haven't heard him since. Nah, he was gone pretty quick. He, he moved to a different cell. 
Um, cause there's three of us in there and two is the standard. So he went somewhere where, where he'd be doubled up. Then I, then Greg came in Greg's a 50 year old black guy who's the most annoying motherfucker on the planet. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> real nice guy. Not only does the man talks to himself, he eats all day long and he puts the most disgusting stuff. He's black guy. He puts the most disgusting hair treatment in his hair that I've ever known to man, <laughs> known to man. It's a mixture of kerosene and you know, those big fat permanent markers that could get you high if you sniffed yeah. them. <laughs> okay. It's that he's rubbing a gel that smells like that in his hair. It's so strong that I'll be covered up like a blanket over my head, sleeping in the middle of the day. And I'll go, wake me out of my sleep. <laughs> Smelling salts. <laughs> I don't even have to look. I know that Greg is under uh, on the other side of that blanket, putting his daily four times a day. He put it in. I counted plenty of time. Four <laughs> times a day. Yeah. <laughs> four times a day. He puts his hair treatment in. And he talks to himself about everything. All right. About to start this Monday. Monday morning. Yes, sir. Start another day, silly. I'm, you call your cellmate sellies. Okay. Hey, so he's talking to me, but not really talking to me. I found out quickly that he doesn't expect a response from me. Just maybe a nod or an acknowledgement or a smile. Yeah, silly. My silly about to get on up out of here. About to get on up out. Get to the house. He's dictating your life, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, then it, Oh. My family feeling a little constipated. I can tell. <laughs> I saw you eating them prunes. They're prunes. Eat a few of them. You gonna poop, 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 poop it out? It's like I got Bill Cosby sitting right next to me, twenty four hours a fucking day. I just... can't. I can't follow your roommate situation. So you moved in. You were the third. Snow yeah. leaves. Greg moves no, no, no. in. Block. No, no, no. Block. Uh, block leaves. leaves. Snow was never yeah. his roommate. I made a mistake. And block leaves. Greg moves in. You're back to three. Back to three. Okay, well, I am keeping up. Then here. David leaves, and then it's just me and Greg. Lucky David you. had had enough of Greg. <laughs> so <did> I asked, <laughs> I asked David. I was like, "Hey, man, why'd you move?" He's like, "Man, I couldn't take much more here." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "How do you stand it?" I was like, "I didn't know I had an option. <laughs> Can I just leave?" Cell changes. Could you leave? Yeah. Or when it was down to two, you can't leave anymore. I think I could have left, but that would have been pretty obvious why I was leaving, right? I don't want to be rude to Greg and. Greg, Greg, Greg's gonna like, walk over to your new son and be like, "My former Sally about to catch an ass whooping." <laughs> <laughs> Getting the lock. Realize he grievously underestimated Greg. <laughs> the oh, now Sally's nosebleed. Area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sally gonna wish he hadn't fucked Greg. <laughs> <laughs> How's my hair smell now? <laughs> <laughs> Annoying as fuck is in prison too, and the same rules apply. Where it's like, God, this guy, bless his heart, but he fucking sucks. Yeah, he sucked so much. Nobody liked him. Everybody, um, what did my Snow called him kerosene because he thought he smelled like kerosene. Uh, but Snow can't pronounce kerosene, so it sounded more like cherosene. Snow, just, uh, when when Snow said shank, like a shank you'd stab somebody with, he said chank. Yeah, they come at me with a chank. He come in with Jank in the kitchen. I was going to box him. I said, I, I don't need no blade, Holmes. I got these bowls to cut you up. Like, All right, man. Sounds good. Snow's <laughs> also off. going for a run. <laughs> this is during the run. This oh. is during the run, he would tell me crime stories. He would tell me all his criminal history, even that that the federal government didn't know about. He told me, all. first of all, man's 48 years old. He has a son two years Young older buck. than me. Two years <laughs> older than me. I'll save you the math. He was 13 and a half. Thank you. <laughs> it was incalculable over here. Had his first son when he was 13. 
and he married that girl. But he kept he kept some bitches on the side. You got to. And he's just telling me all of his exploits, both criminal, personal, family life, talking about the time they drove by, shot him, and he, he stopped, we stopped, and he shows me the bullet wounds. Talking about this time they stabbed him in medium security, and he shows me this stab wound that looks like Frankenstein fucking stitched it up. God damn. All this crazy shit. Talking about all the fights he's gotten into. I would, he almost got into three fights while I was there, but people would back down when he came after him. Like, like they would apologize and like, like, like put he their hands up. He was just that up. big from his pull-up regimen? I mean, he was just down to fight. And if you get in a fight in there, you're in trouble. And he, what did he say? You got to represent. That's what he'd say. He, he was, I, I was like, man, you're about to get out. You got to keep your head down. He's like, mm, got to represent. And I was like, who are you representing? <laughs> <laughs> the family. And I'm like, oh, oh you said he was part oh, of a Mexican crime family. He's a Mexican, he's part of a Mexican crime family. They tried to charge him for an extra blanket in the commissary or not the commissary, the laundry. He said, yo, you trying to tax the family? Do I need to let my people know? And he was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you better ask around. I'll be back for my blanket. <laughs> <laughs> he came back. I saw him an hour later with a blanket. <laughs> and he's like, you, you want a blanket? I'll get you one too. I'm like, I don't want to be involved with the family. <laughs> I just one blank. I don't need a blanket at all. You can have mine if that's what it takes, but don't involve me with your blanket. Crime oh, family nonsense, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, three mile running, right? Yeah. If, if uh, Snow had offered to take me on three mile runs, I'd be like, where are we going to start? Are we going to start at the... Did you run three miles right out of the gate and do it next to Snow? Well, there's breaks when he does his chin-ups. So that's what you needed to get three miles next to him? Yeah. Because you yeah. had rests. We would, take a, we would take a break, and he would... However long it took him to do ch 10 chin-ups. And it took him a while because he has to... He took a net... Um, and put the two medicine balls in it, 20 pounds each, and then he's got like a an S-hook type mm -hmm. thing. I can't do it with my hands. And one of the hooks goes on a belt that he had had custom made where it, it was Velcroed together and then stitched so it wouldn't come off. And so he'd hook that onto his waist, and he'd do his 10 pull-ups, and then we'd go around, and every two laps, every half mile, we would stop and drink water. That's how we kept count. Um, mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, we drank last lap, so now this is four laps. Or, yeah, we drank last lap, now it's eight laps, so we keep... It's a quarter mile track. So yeah, we, uh, yeah, I could do three miles the first day. I was beat. I was fucking wasted. I would be, um, yeah. I, I almost fainted. Um, maybe the, I wasn't eating at the same time. So like I was running and not eating. And uh, when I got in the shower, my hands went numb and my feet went numb and I could barely get dressed. Um, and so I almost fainted in the, I had to turn that water all the way to cold and like blast myself with cold water to like not pass out in the shower. I did not want to be unconscious, naked. In the shower. <laughs> no. No, it seems like a poor Even Snow Dandy like, Dufresne oh, realized up, he should have eaten breakfast. <laughs> and it's at that moment Andy Dufresne realized his ass wasn't nearly as tight as he imagined. <laughs> <laughs> they um, slid in easily, helped by the lubricant of the chili he hadn't finished that <laughs> Unfortunately, it was very spicy. Yes. <laughs> were there any fights while you were there? Like I know no. you weren't in any. You did so no. Even though there was a constant concern about fights, mm -hmm. it wasn't a constant occurrence. No, it was not a constant occurrence. It was uh, there was um, there was talk of rape though. Um, I talked to people who had been uh, sexually assaulted and people who had witnessed sexual assault. Um, the gay guy next to me, they had been coming after him a lot because um, he was like twenty. He was twenty years old and like fit, and he was in. He was doing like two years for cocaine distribution. He had an ounce of coke. He was selling uh, basically. Uh -huh. Real nice guy. 
he was one of the few people who was intelligent enough to have a normal conversation like I'm having with you guys. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, what kind of TV shows do you like, man? He goes, Trailer Park Boys, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Parks and Rec. And I'm like, my nigga. All right. <laughs> it's a winner. Don't say that. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. He's like, give it down. Give it down. Just me, just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, uh, there were definitely like talk of that had happened and that did happen. And uh, both consensual and non-consensual, but it was like you know, don't. Uh, so he had been frequently raped. This guy you're talking to, did he managed to stop that from happening. Going, yeah, forward? he eventually told on the person, and uh, he was pretty ostracized. It, Snow even said it to me. He's like that faggot. He he told he snitched on somebody who was trying to get after him, and I'm I'm thinking like, well, what's he gonna do? <laughs> That, did you, you play to into it? Now? Like, yeah, what a what a bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but a that's bitch. the thing. Like, I'm with you. What are you going to do? This is like when parents tell their 13-year-old to just pop that 16-year-old in the nose. Bullies are actually very weak people. No, they're not. Yeah. You stupid fuck. That's why it's they the bully. They're the wrestling team. They're <laughs> yeah. bullying you because they can't. They're bullying you because they're not at even risk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they can easily take you. Dude, I can't, like, the, the scariest thing you've said so far is when Snow came in and was like, Man, there's guys who want to get with you or whatever. Oh, that was the it black was. guy. Yeah, the black and guy was, said that. Oh, the black guy said that to you. Like, if someone said that to me in prison, <clears throat> thank God I'm not nearly as pretty as you are. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, what? What do I do? Like, what's the what's the move? Do I just go about my mild? It stressed mild me run? out. Just... It stressed me out so much. It stressed me out so much. I didn't know what to do. I knew I couldn't tell because you yeah. can't tell. It's it would be the equivalent of like if you're in like the fifth grade or something and Billy's fucking broke your pencil and you went and told Miss Walker and she goes, all right, I want the class to hear this. You've been picking on little Tommy here. Billy broke his, your pencil. Billy, you go, you go outside and sit in the hall. I don't want anyone to be picking on little Tommy here anymore. Tommy, you take that supple little ass and sit it back in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's like, all right, bitch. All right, bitch. That's what you do. Okay, okay. So you can't tell. You can't, mm -hmm. and that's why I, when I would talk to Kitty or Chiz or anybody, I would be like, "Yeah, no sweat," because the guards are listening. And if if I'm just talking to oh. you, saying, "Yeah, man, oh. they're threatening me in here," the guards are gonna have to be because it's recorded and monitored. They're gonna have to do something, and it's gonna get back that I said something, even though I didn't go like tug on a, a teacher's shirt tail and cry like a bitch, you know. I did sort of say something that got back to the guard that got back to them. That and, makes sense. And I didn't want that because I knew that would only make things worse. Like, like the worst thing that was going to happen was I was just going to have to get in a fight. We were just going to have to fucking fight it out before I was going to fuck me or anything. And we were gonna, I was going to end up in the shoe probably alongside them. And I was like, that's not that bad. As long as I put me in the shoe with them, we're straight. I'll steal mm -hmm. my books. That's not how my solitary works, that. Kyle. Maybe you're oh, not it's two man. It's two, it's, it, they say, call what? it solitary, but it's, it's two-man cell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was joking. Okay. That's a surprise yeah. to me. All right. It was to me too. It, it's it's kind of an oxymoron, solitary housing unit. Yeah, both of you, get in there. <laughs> so they could put a rapist in the shoe and then someone smokes a cig and they're like, you're going in there with rapey Ray. And you're like, I'm so sorry for smoking. Like, I'm sorry. I promise I'll never do it again. Please don't put me in there with this. Yeah. Was it a mistake to talk to the wrong people? No, I'm a little surprised that you were able to have white friends, black friends, and Mexican friends. This, this is different than I saw on YouTube. And, and you mentioned that you even liked uh, a guy who was a snitch and you talked to him and you said he was a smart guy and he enjoyed his yeah. company. I would have thought you'd be like, I can only talk with 
old white guys or something. Well, I wouldn't associate with uh, the snitch outside. Uh, like I would only associate with him in the way I would be sitting in my top bunk and I can see him over the wall into mm -hmm. his cube. And that's the only time I talk to him. Um, I, he would always ask me to come outside and play Frisbee with him or something like that. I'd be like, no, I can't do that. No, I don't, I don't want to be seen with you outside. They're either going to think I'm gay. You told him or they're gonna. Yeah. I didn't tell him they're going to think I'm gay. I just said, no, I don't want to play Frisbee. You know, I, I was polite about it or whatever. I didn't want to make a big deal. But uh, as far as being able to like get along with all the races, there is a lot of racism in there for sure. Uh, Snow was incredibly racist. Like when I said that my cellmate smelled bad, Snow was like, yeah, the blacks, they stink, right? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, it doesn't have anything to do with his race other than the fact that, you know, he's using a, a hair treatment that's specifically for black people, but he chose the stinky one. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's plenty of them that smell fine, I'm sure, because not everybody smells like this guy. You but actually would offer up like a little response to him? No, like I'd be so no. afraid. I'd be like, yeah, dude, super stinky. My, what <laughs> else do you believe that I also? <laughs> no, it, it was the opposite. I have a suspicion believe, he's a bad so. swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> they can't swim for shit either. Yeah. Low credit scores, having motherfuckers. <laughs> yes. No, it was the opposite because we're not alone on the track. There's the black people are the majority. Mm. I'm gonna if I had to break down the racial breakdown, I would say 15% white, 10% Mexican, and the rest is black, right? 75% black or something like that. So as yeah. we're going around the track, we're surrounded by black guys, and he's literally saying, Yeah, the blacks, they got no honor, they'll fuck their own sister. And I'm like, he goes, right? And I go, mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and, and he's he's older, and I think his hearing wasn't that great because he I had to really speak up, you know, and like look at him. The funny thing about this guy, not only was was English not a hundred percent, neither was his Spanish. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> he never committed to get even one language down hundred percent. He had a hard time with Telemundo, and his conversations with me weren't what you'd call fluent. So <laughs> but he'd say these incredibly racist things out loud. Clear, definitely within earshot of other of black men, like he, he'd be like, "Yeah, the blacks, they stink," and I'd just be like, "Hmm, I don't know." Was he saying the blacks, or was he saying some other more? He, no, he wouldn't. He, words. he only used the N word one time when he said that you. He's like, "You can't call them the N word, though," and uh, and I was like, "Yeah, of course you can't." Well, I didn't <laughs> say that, but I was like. Yeah, they don't seem to like. Where that. was he at the top of this year for me? It's it's hilarious because to him that was like a like he showed up in prison and like something happened. He's like, well, I guess that's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> so what was uh? So the the food wasn't that bad. That I was gonna ask about that. My that's chili surprising. was so good. Let me tell you what I would make yeah. on when I would eat because I got good at it. Um, I would I would make cheese rice which comes in a pack. You just add hot water and, and this, this package of rice. I would add a ton of sriracha, five tablespoons of, of jalapenos, an enormous. I, I remembered that spicy foods release dopamine and I figured this would make me feel better. So I'm making the <laughs> spiciest shit I can. I, so okay. ton, like ton of sriracha, five tablespoons of jalapenos. I went through three family sized jars of jalapenos while I was there and four bottles of sriracha while I was there. God damn. And, and I would put um, a jar of salsa, four ounces of salsa, and then I would put my 11-ounce baggie of chili in there, and I would cook it until it boiled, until like the beans softened up a little bit and everything incorporated. And I loved that shit. And I, was, I would still add more sriracha, like to make it as hot as I could take it, until I had tears running down my face, and I had to blow my nose like two or three times a meal. 
And I love that shit. Like I genuinely wrote down the name of the company so that I can order some and like eat it here at some point. It, it was you really this fucking in good. Your, your cube? Yeah. Or I, would, I, would, I would just eat in bed. Yeah. I would, I would go in the microwave room, cook it up and go back to my bed. And I would just kind of sit up cross, cross like Indian style. And I would have the bed, the, the book folded out to my page and I would, you know, put the bowl in my lap and I'd just read as I ate. Uh, and, and that was my day. That was sort of my daily experience was wake up, run, take a shower, nap, 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 read, 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 eat, nap, 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 lights out. <laughs> now I'm going to stare at the ceiling for a few hours. All right. Mission accomplished. And the lights are on. It was, uh, I had a calendar, so I was marking the days off, um, which seems a little silly with only two months, I guess, but still it was helpful for me yeah, to like, visualize. no, I like it too. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, man, every time I, every time 9 PM would come on and the lights were about to go off, I kill one of those days. It felt good. Yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> I was living for that. Were you able to sleep at nine? Like if, if I napped during the day, like mm-hmm. in, in your situation, my sleep schedule might've been not very good. Uh, I could not go to sleep. Um, I was up most of the night, every single night. I, I had a book light, you know, the thing that clamps onto the back of your book. So I'd read a lot at night and I had my radio and there were only two radio stations though. There was new country, like modern country. It's disgusting. Mm. And there was classic rock. So I'd listen to classic rock. I'd read my book until probably 3 a.m., maybe 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I could get to sleep. I get about two hours of sleep at night and then I'd sleep the rest during the day. And I liked that because it meant more sleep during the day, during those loud, obnoxious hours that I didn't want to be a part of anyway. At and that's night, the sleep schedule you're already accustomed to. <laughs> pretty much. Not too yeah. far from it. Well, no. I, I, like the, the daytime is like, there's a little danger there. There's opportunities to make mistakes. Maybe you don't worry about that, but I, I do. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I didn't like about the daytime was, all right, so the heat index there was 105 to 108 degrees for a large part of the time I was there. And I only wanted to take one shower. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. filthy because if you're dirty, they'll talk shit too. That might, that's just as bad as not washing your hands. If you, if you stink, you're, you're ostracized as well. So I'm like, got to take my one shower a day, but I don't want to go out and get sweaty again and have to take another one. So I'm not going to go outside. So I'm just in here. It's either watching television, reading my book or sleeping. And it's really loud during the day in there, but I, I got to where I could sleep through it. Last night was weird sleeping in silence because mm-hmm. even at nighttime in there, it is a symphony orchestra of farts and coughs. <laughs> I don't. The, there needs to be a Harvard study on the digestive system of Talladega prisoners because there is something. They, those farts sounded wet and hot and angry. Oh god! It was just, and it was every two seconds. And you're in like a concrete 80, room, so it's or resonating. There's yeah. seventy or eighty of us in there, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere they're popping off like shooting stars all night and this one guy would have a coughing fit every night <laughs> that we would all make fun of <laughs> and everybody would laugh as people made fun of it he would just start coughing and i'm not gonna like duplicate the cough because it would just be obnoxious on a microphone but it's just like oh there'd be a lot of those mixed in mm-hmm. and a lot like you know when you're coughing so bad you gag mm-hmm. there'd be a lot of gagging and and, and so you'd hear some black guy yell spit it out <laughs> <laughs> Or like he gonna die. He gonna die. And every and every time, put him out of his misery, Big Tim. And every time that you know somebody would say something, like eight of us would crack up and start laughing at this guy. And and, and meanwhile, I'm thinking like that gentleman's very ill. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, on that note, so sometimes I put myself in this position. 
I need a CPAP machine. If I don't have the CPAP machine, I snore on an Olympic level. People would make fun of me, I guess, with or without it. Oh, don't worry, Woody. They, they let you have your CPAP in there. Would they? Oh, yeah. The, plenty Wait. of guys have them. I'm Get not out. making this up. Yeah, my neighbor has one. Um, uh, Tolliver, Mr. Tolliver. And I wouldn't be from... the only one. That's how no, I pictured oh, Mr. it. Mr. Tolliver, uh, the... in the wrong neighborhood when he was committing a crime. <laughs> Mr. Tolliver <laughs> is a 45-year-old black man, so not quite accurate on that. That's my 45-year-old black man accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys owe me. So there were a couple of it, and no one cared. No one like like what, what, no, they're what, quiet. They're mm, this even is a, quieter they're, than that. Yeah, they're they're yeah. I, except one of them malfunctioned one night and started like making all kind of crazy noises. It, it made the high pitched squeal really all, all night. Oh, and that nobody was, did a thing. Awful. Nobody no, did a thing. I just felt myself like like guys, look. I know it's weird, but it like you want me to wear this. Otherwise, I keep no, this cares. whole floor awake. There were guys in there that that uh, Trump passed a lot. By the way, the people in uh, I think I th- we'll, we'll close out like the talk of the prison stuff okay. maybe in like eight or eight minutes or so because I got plenty of more, plenty more. We'll we'll carry on next week. I don't want to do a whole show of this, but there were guys in there who needed to get out. It was bullshit that they were in there. Everybody's a big Trump fan in there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Black people, white people, everybody loves Trump because Trump is all about getting the federal prison system streamlined. It's like, oh, are you over 60 years old and you've done 75% of your prison sentence? Well, get the fuck out. I think you've learned your lesson and you're barely mm-hmm. a threat to us anymore. And so he passed this law that says just that. It, I, I, may have, I may be off by 5% or five years up and down on the age and percentage, but it's roughly that. It's like... It might be 66%. If you've done like two-thirds or – I think it is. I think it's two-thirds of your sentence as well as being over 60 or maybe over 65. They're supposed to let you go. He passed that like a, a year ago. did a couple of good things. Kushner led that. Carry on. The guy right across from me, 66 years old. He's done 75%. He's done, not, he's done like 10 of 12 years or something like that. He's sitting over there. He cannot walk. He has to use a walker. He has he, – he, snow brings him his meals. Snow's a genuinely nice guy. I'll say this one more thing about Snow. Snow doesn't eat in the cafeteria. He goes to the cafeteria and he gets a meal for the old man. And he gives that meal to him. He only gets one meal. And he gives that meal to this old man who can't make it to mm-hmm. the cafeteria. And nobody else is going to bring him any food. And then he cooks for himself. And he would offer me food every day. And he's a good cook. He would make breakfast burritos. He would, he would steal eggs out of the kitchen and onions out of the kitchen, and it would be like a tortilla with refried beans, spam, scrambled eggs, and onions. It was good. It Sounds was fucking, good. it was it actually, I mean, it was, I mean, I don't love spam, but like in prison, it's like, hell yeah, give me some more of that. He would, he made me a nacho bowl the last uh, weekend I was there. We'd been talking about it for a month and a half. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna make you a nacho bowl on the last week because he knew I was on a diet. And he just get this big bowl of like Doritos and chips with tortilla, with, um, refried beans and chili and uh and and also like steak he, he made carne asada in prison in a microwave it, it was absurd you, nice guy is snow the one you offered your radio to is that how no nah, that's a black guy uh i honestly don't know the black that was the dreadlock name. guy yeah dreadlock guy when i finally gave him that radio um day before yesterday i told him you know i'll give it to you on the the night i'm about to leave uh, i gave him the radio he couldn't believe i had actually fulfilled my promise he was like 
May God bless you and all your future endeavors. Gentlemen. <laughs> For $100 radio. He, he, he's like holding my hand, like, like I'm shaking his hand. May God bless you and all your future endeavors, young man. Folks in well, here, really they nice. say I'm one like thing. <laughs> they say one thing and they do another, and you are honest man, and I appreciate that because that's a rare thing in the world, and that's damn rare in this lockup right here. Thank you, young man. And I was like, I guess I'm an honest guy, man. I, I've intended on giving you this radio the whole time. It was my idea. Like I wasn't, I don't want this radio. But I'm just like, yeah, man, you enjoy. <laughs> Did you have other things to give out? Like maybe. Yeah, I gave, I, I gave shit out to everybody. Clothes. Yeah. Um, uh, Greg, my cellmate, he got my, my cup, my reading light, um, my, my dishware, my Tupperware, my sort, my knives and forks and my shampoo, uh, snow, he got all my condiments, my mayonnaise, my ketchup, my mustard, my my sriracha sauce, my spicy Southwest, my spicy uh, Asian sauce, like all my condiments and stuff that was actually kind of valuable. Um, and, uh, you know, little things that I just passed out to random people. All right, here's some extra earbuds. Here's here's a crossword book, you know, anybody who needed a thing. And Did you ever go to the commissary with the purpose of buying things to hand out and kind of ingratiate yourself to the, the population there where you're like, Max for... Hey, ten of you each. You get five max. Yeah, um, no, but I was gonna do that on the last day, but it wasn't my dormitory's day to shop, and they wouldn't let me shop. And I was like, I'm leaving tomorrow. Just, just let me shop. I'll go last. I'll be last in line. He's like, No. I'm like, All right, well, fuck you, you piece of shit. You know, all right, I'll just, I'll take the money out of your stupid prison system and spend it in a mall somewhere. By the way, I've got this debit card. I'm not gonna show you. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's out in the car somewhere. It's, it's, it's hideous. I've got this debit card. It's the most bootleg ghetto shit ever it's like my my mugshot on like a Citibank debit card it says like metro bank or something like that it's got 87 dollars left on it which is my commissary <laughs> balance i'm gonna use that for online purchases <laughs> i am not that's not the card you hand to the maitre d at morton's oh <laughs> uh, this will pay for half of my first state <laughs> I, I, I know we're getting off of prison stuff i've got one more thing did they have whole shebang potato chips there Nope. Asked about them. They didn't exist. They had Lay's, uh, Lay's stacks. They had pork skins. They had tortilla chips and they had Doritos. That was the potato chip menu. Okay. I'm curious about that myth where, you know, they're like, oh, don't take a fucking Snickers from someone on day one or you're going to owe them until you pay them back. Like, was there anything even akin to that? There was a lot of owing people things and everybody paid. Um, there were records kept, paper records um, of who owed who what. You know, whether they were doing football's big, they bet on football a ton, college and uh, professional. And uh, everybody paid up, you know, everybody paid up. Nope. If they didn't, if they don't pay up, you don't want to play anymore. Right. And that's the whole mm -hmm. point. So like they're going to pay up. Um, but, but yeah, we, we'll get off this next week. I want to talk about um, the, the prison entrepreneurs, uh, the drug class I was forced to take, um, the job they tried to force me to work, um, the, uh, the uh, the counselor, my 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 case manager who was dyslexic and and messed up my paperwork six times, my release paperwork, um, and uh, and we'll talk about some of the other minor inmates who who were bizarre individuals, <laughs> um, and uh, we'll talk about some of the just the other nonsense that went down, like some of the random things, like oh, like like the guy who shit on the toilet seat. Or the, wait, <laughs> go into it. that, please. <laughs> please, like, I, that motherfucker topic. does shit on the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> what ignorant motherfucker does shit on the toilet seat that every one of us motherfuckers got to sit back down on? 
Get your ass in here, clean this shit. I ain't cleaning this shit. They pay me eight cents a goddamn hour, and it ain't the clean shit. <laughs> I got Nobody some questions moved. too. We'll, I'll Nobody wait for moved. Uh, Just a good time. spraying shit all over Just a prison t- bathroom. That's risky. somebody goes. Somebody goes. Which toilet was it? What fucking difference does it make? <laughs> I like to use three. <laughs> Is that what he said? That's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I like to use three too. It's all. It was all, all the way in the back. You know, you didn't have to sit between two people. <laughs> I like to use the... three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, touche. But <laughs> I'm sure that's what he replied. Man, I'm I... shit on three then. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because. Woody and I and every guest we've talked to while you've been gone, they'll be like, we'll bring up like, yeah, thanks for coming on the two guests show because Kyle's in prison. They're like, oh, fuck. Really? Like for real this time? And we're like, yeah. Like, God damn. We're like, no, it's fine. He's having a fine time Mm -hmm. just reading Harry Potter and and napping. And it does not sound like that was the case at all. Um, No. No, it was uh, it was pretty. It it was a lot of nonsense going on. Um, Like, like. I, I told somebody this yesterday. I was like, it w- certainly wasn't Oz. Okay. Don't, I, I'm not trying to say that, mm-hmm. um, but it certainly wasn't summer camp either, which was how it had been painted by some people. Yeah. As soon as I got there, the guard who took me from medium over to the camp, she was like, don't anybody pressure you. And I was like, the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, what? It means don't let anybody pressure you to, to, to suck their dick oh. or something like that. Okay, thank you. And I- so immediately I'm like, Fuck it, this is for real, huh? She's like, she's giving me like, and it's not a dude who might joke around. It's this woman who's she, and she's my, she's a counselor there. Counselors are like, it's not like a guidance counselor. She's like running a dorm. One of the dorms is her to look over, and like the prisoners are her charge. Um, She's like a sergeant in the army, kind of between an officer and a and a grunt. Yeah, like if the guards are grunts, the counselors are sergeants, and then there's like captains who are over the whole thing and unit managers. And then uh, there's the warden, and then there's the, you know, there's there's a whole chain of command in the in the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Um, but yeah, uh, next week will be interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll get into some of the nitty gritty nonsense. You started one of my questions, so let's finish. the summer camp thing. Were you intentionally playing down your expectations for this, or were you just yeah. off target? No, I was intentionally playing it down. I do that with everything. Whenever, um, you know, I feel like if you uh, as a coping you, strategy or a social no, one? no as a um, as an internet strategy, I feel like anytime that you um, you talk about what what actually bothers you or uh, or something like that, you're exposing a weakness to a lot of people that that like to hurt you. You know, yeah. there, there's plenty. So, so you know, you're, you're 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 opening a wound for them to pick at. If you do that, if you're like, oh, I'm really worried about this. I'm really worried about that. Well, now they've got something to pick on you about or something to go after. So I've always had, you know, stuck with the mantra of, you know, you can't get blood from a stone. Right. You know, just, you know, words, word, you know, just always stuck by that. And and I, I always will. You know, there, there's no some people you're like, well, I know what gets his goat, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and, you know, I just try to avoid that. But but yeah, going in, I was. I don't know what my my expectations were. I suppose my expect, expectations were uh, across the spectrum. I was like, it could be over, it could be this bad, or it could be this good. It could be fucking fun and good times, or it could be a nightmare. So, but one way or the other, it's two months, and I'm gonna survive it, and mm-hmm. uh, and and I'll just you know do it. You know, it, every day. It was such a weird coincidence, Woody. The blocks on the wall from the front of the dorm. To the ed to the end of my cell, there were fifty six blocks, and I had fifty six days. And so, when I first got there, I counted them just because I'm laying there with nothing to do, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's how many days there are!" 
just it's this panning head turning motion of counting all the blocks and i was like that is an impossible amount of blocks <laughs> not 56 blo- 56 blo- of course not impossible not quite <laughs> but it's daunt it was daunting to look at 56 of those oh, blocks <clears throat> as time went on um it was like ah 12 blocks can i visualize 12 and it's kind of hard to get 12 in your in your p- point of view yeah that's 12 i can see the amount of blocks right there in front of me and then just every time six four two one and one it was like you're in trouble yes. <laughs> i'm you grinding you down friends <laughs> you see what i did to the rest of them i'm grinding you down tomorrow i'm gonna sleep so long <laughs> <laughs> you got out early Dude, big I, takeaways for this two months is, 28 days no, each, well, uh, i'm not days. saying it right you got early in the morning uh, you know, I was surprised. I knew that your release date was Thursday, and yes. I got a text at like eight a.m. or something. You know that you were outside. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my release date. I, I could have gotten out a little bit earlier than that. Kitty got there at like uh, eight fifteen, eight twenty, and I was good to go. Good to go by seven forty-five, I guess, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, you you get there um, at noon, and that day still counts. And then you leave there in the morning, and that day still counts. Nice. So, yeah, it's nice. Of course, it's a it's a pretty big percentage for someone do, only doing two fucking months. Mm-hmm. But in the for a guy doing ten years, he's like, oh gee, you let me out at eight a.m. Wow, thanks, boys. It would have been nice to get out in the nineties, though. Yeah, it's like both <laughs> my parents died while I was here. <laughs> it's all like. I don't know, it, like that last day might present a hazard. Right? People might think in a weird way. Like, get them outside. Not you. You're in for two months. But if someone did eight years. There's no reason to keep them waiting around till 4 p.m. It might freak. Yeah. Them. It might mess with them. Yeah. Um, it, snow. It was, snow is the the cool guy of the last eight weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, work on getting a photograph of Snow. Um, it shouldn't be hard because I've got his name and his prison number. Uh, his name is nothing like Snow. It's it's a very odd like Spanish name, and uh, and I'll try to get a photograph of him. He's bald, like shaved head completely. He's like a Spanish Mister Clean. Um, oh, I love that he is the way I pictured him the whole time. Yeah. He's a cholo. He's like one of the, it's like, remember that scene in training day where the three Mexican guys are sitting there with uh, Ethan Hawke and it kind of turns more and more awkward and then scary as he's handed them his pistol and they're playing cards and then they take him in the bathroom with a shotgun to his head. It would be like if those guys' dad walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you going to blow away that white boy? All right. Don't get wet though, brains on the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he called me uh he called me weto which is spanish for white i think is that oh, my, probably, instead probably of kyle like he only called you Wet? yeah yeah he mostly called me whitey yeah because your blanco is yeah i was gonna say that's yeah. black i think right no that's negro oh Negro's okay black blanco's white yeah he called me weto weto what the fuck does weto mean oh no that means the guy I'm going to fuck after nine weeks of getting to know him. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I lured him into a real oh. sense of false security. Actually, I got the answer on this. It's, yeah? it's Wedo, W-E-D-O, a Spanish language derogatory term for a male of Anglo-Saxon or European descent. Whitey. This is used most commonly in a derogatory way by Mexicans as opposed to Spanish-speaking peoples. Yeah. Spanish-speaking peoples to which the term does not take on a derogatory meaning. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's basically, it's like calling somebody whitey. You know, it's it's derogatory. It it also adds, similar to cracker, honky, or whitey. Yep. 
Oh, Good. I would have rolled with that too. If they're like, "Hey, honky, want to come for a run?" I'm like, oh, and and next week I'll also do, man. beep beep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next week I'll also tell you about how how Mr. Snow feels about the chomos, as he calls them. What is Those that? Are the what child is the molesters. Oh, yo, had a lot of chomos up in the medium. We knew how to take care of them. Ain't uh, got no chomos here, but Indio. I think Indio might be a chomo. That's one of my fears <laughs> that like people would google woody's gamer tag and there'd be like a million false accusations of, of like and i just Yo, like, homies <laughs> i was in the library did a little googling <laughs> yeah that'd be bad what is a chomo <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand you don't want to uh, do you understand memes no one time <laughs> this, this guy be saying children are built for it <laughs> <laughs> remember he was telling us he got rich off video games <laughs> yeah now i wonder what kind of media he really made his money on you know <laughs> porn. Yeah. yeah yeah it involved child porn he oh man it's such a ridiculous misunderstanding and i couldn't change his mind and he scared the man so much that he was terrified, but I'll get to I'll get to that tomorrow. I'll, I'll go to that tomorrow. Oh, you want to do an ad read? I want to know. Yeah. Do you want me to do them or you want to do it? Uh, th- whatever you want to do, man. The... I don't have them open because I restarted my computer. So you go right All ahead. All right, I'll I'll do it. This episode of PKA is brought to you by something that Kyle is happy wasn't available in prison. Bluechew.com. <laughs> Let's talk about sex. Good sex, guys. Remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants extra function and to enhance the performance their performance in the bedroom. Bluetooth.com is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A., and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, I've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code P-K-A to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. That's what you want. Chewables. That way, what what is it, like 30 minutes or something, and they start working? Oh, even even earlier than that, I think. Like, yeah? Uh, you know, they, they say 30 to 45 minutes, but I, I would say 45 is on the high side. Get yourself a hard-ass dick yeah, that... in half an hour, or I would say, this isn't them saying it, this is me saying it, or less. Uh, and just have yourself a ball, you know, have minutes, a nice hard dick. Like you, you could just take that at the start and have it work during. But Whereas, you shouldn't do that. You should take it prior so you have the, <laughs> the full stamina the whole time. I'm just, uh, 30 minutes is not too long uh, wait time, that's all. You need to use it some more, Woody. I, I think that Kyle and I are the ones who bought whole hog into like, like I did the same thing Kyle did where you signed I up for decided 80 a month. I was yeah, I signed up for like like the second highest level of blue chew. Wow. And I was just like, man, I and now I have like a bag where I have my blue chews and then like I'll still have a like quite a few left and then I'll go check the mail and it's like fuck, it's been a month already and I just dump those in there and so I'm I'm building a I like to think a that stockpile. Kyle has like a 
a bubblegum dispenser of blue chews, two months saved up. It's like 160 of them. Funny <laughs> you mentioned that. This is kind of a funny story. I, uh, I went online to cancel my blue chew because I was going away. And I already had like a, a substantial amount like, it, yeah. sitting there because I'm on the top level. And I pay $89 a month maybe for like 28 pills a month or something mm-hmm. crazy. And so uh, it, it asked for your reason for cancellation. And I wrote, go into prison for two months. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, Accepted. <laughs> Are you sure like, you don't want to bring some? <laughs> like, like, eh, this does not qualify. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, you're good. You're good. Dude, on the positive side, all you need right now, prior to a big gaming sesh, is like two and a half, three shots of Tito's, and you're probably on on fleek. I got you're pretty great. Got pretty blasted last night. I, uh, I got I, one of my. I made lists. Okay. This is one of the things I did in there to pass the time. The most obsessive compulsive list you can fucking imagine about shopping lists. All right. And I, I categorized them between pages. There's a page for things that need to be purchased at Walmart. Things like a new shower curtain for my guest bathroom. And and then my mind expands to all things bathroom related. Ah, a floor mat would be nice or, you know, a, a little caddy to put my shampoo, shampoos and soaps. I need a little loofah. And then just like, it's it's literally a full notebook page, three columns, like 200, 250 items. Then there's a grocery store list. I just I spent almost six hundred dollars at the grocery store this afternoon. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. high quality foods all around. Lot lot of stuff. You told I, me stuff like it was like, uh, you know, hi Kyle, how's it going? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna need a bread maker. I'm gonna need a mixer. <laughs> I'm gonna need this or that or the other thing. Did you have her order things while you were gone? Yeah. Yeah, I I got um she she got me a bread maker, um she got me a turkey fryer, she got me a ice cream machine, um a bunch of other shit. Oh, I forgot to wear the shirt she bought me. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with like the episode of The Office where they, Michael accidentally hires the ex-con. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it's um. Uh, he, he he does this character called Prison Mike. <laughs> if you had showed up with a purple do rag, I would have gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she suggested that I should have. I've got a, I, I, but I've got a T-shirt now that says it, it's got Michael and he's got the do rag on, and he's saying the worst part about prison was the Dementors. <laughs> it's a Harry Potter. You come down and they suck oh, your soul out. <laughs> you, you mean like in Harry Potter? No. No, not liking Harry Potter. <laughs> I bought a do rag off Amazon to wear. Oh, and I forgot until right now because this was two months ago. Seven dollars <laughs> down the drain. Pretty cool do rag though. You know what I thought about doing? Um, like while I was in, but like there just wasn't enough time to arrange it. Was having one of those people who do who do like makeup, like give me like some teardrop tattoos on my face, and act like I had gotten like like like, like I'd gotten prison tattoos while I was in there. You got you got the one that means you killed a guy, but you get out after two months. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of funny given all the stories I've told. But like when my mother would watch other people's kids, she did a pretty good job of using makeup to give them like black eyes and bruises and give the kids oh, back hilarious. that way. I, yeah. I always got a big charge out of that. That's pretty funny. It's <laughs> a good bit. No, yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm super glad you're out, man. Like we dude. we definitely missed you a lot on the show and I miss you cause you're one of my good friends. And so that sucked for sure. Yeah, Shout man. out to Chiz I, for double booking guests for two months. I appreciate yeah. that. 
Yeah. Um, Chiz and I had been talking about that for as long, for like months that I was like, you know, if I go away, you've got to be on the ball with getting the guests. I was like, you should start thinking about it now. And he's like, Oh, I'm way ahead of you. I've been thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, Chiz is the he, man. he's been on point for, and, and this is something I wanted to say uh, before, before we move, leave prison All and go this. into the other stuff is like the, the most recent episode with Dick and destiny, when Dick was really hammering and going off on Chiz, like the, the first like little, volley i guess you'll say kyle's got me thinking about lord of the Rings shit the first volley of arrows like is more tongue-in-cheek more more silly but still like a little too harsh and then dick kept hitting it over and over throughout the show and it just it, it wasn't cool to to chiz it was too malicious like chiz is an excellent guy he's one of my good friends he kills it on the show as far as booking guests and taking care of the business side and everything and so after the show when i kind of saw the fallout of people like really fucking hammering chiz oh, over stuff they? that yeah really just being truly mean-spirited like i i talked to chiz and like you get like in you know it's not an excuse it's more an explanation like when you're in the show you get tunnel vision where it's like people are laughing okay go with whatever that is but like I've already apologized to him multiple times of being like, dude, you're one of my good friends. I, it's my fault. hundred percent. I should have stepped up to the plate and defended you on those repeat volleys and shit. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't want anybody thinking that there's some discontent about Chiz, how he does his job. He kills it. One of my good buddies. And so I wish I could have a do over. Yeah. Like if, yeah, if that would have happened, Chiz again, contributes in ways that, that aren't, she just contributes to the show in ways that aren't always even like on the surface and like right in your face kind of things. It's a little beside. Didn't he like do help you out with the cough button? Like, yeah. Isn't that one? People yeah, appreciate like Woody, that cough button. Woody's cough button is a Chiz contribution to the show. Things yeah. like. Um, he does uh, way more than people realize. This Discord thing is a Chiz contribution. Like the reason we're not on Skype right now, all fucked up with, bat, with, with poor audio and, and poor video is because Chiz went through the 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 workaround of getting discord multiple video chat to work and he created this room that we're all in and you know he, he a lot none of us were really familiar with discord until mm -hmm. chiz went out familiarized himself with it and then you know made the show improve uh thusly yeah chiz, chiz is always behind the scenes yeah and he watches a lot of podcasts so he, he'll take things from he'll learn things all the time always doing research always looking into things to you know, make the make the show better, make it a better show. Don't for be you mean guys. to choose. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry that I didn't do a better job. Yep. Same here. Should have yeah. stepped up to plate for my friend. Snow was so pissed. Oh, oh no. That's a problem. Tell Snow I'm sorry. And you texted in my address. <laughs> I told you specifically not. To. <laughs> I'm gonna have a member of the family show. Man, you disrespect cheese on the podcast that he produces for you, man. <laughs> You're gonna apologize. You're gonna do it naked, like, it's like <laughs> yeah. That's that, if that makes it better. <laughs> you're gonna wish so, you was a chomo yeah. in the lockup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't be. Don't you're be. gonna. You're gonna wish you. Yeah. <laughs> All that to say, you know, no reason to rip on Chiz. I've apologized to him so many times. Like we, we all are friends behind the scenes. Like yeah. it's not, you know, yeah. I, yeah, Chiz. Chiz is one of my best friends in the world for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've gone anyway. on multiple vacations with Chiz. Like, like Chiz and I, like last year when I was, uh, between the time my state uh, probation went off and my federal pro pro uh, probation went on, like I went on two different like vacations with Chiz and traveled the country with Chiz for like two weeks or something like that. Just me and him. So yeah, big, fa big fan of Chiz. Yeah. Couldn't ask for a better manager. So anyway, uh, you guys want to talk about like people getting hit by cars or making fun of retarded people? Or I have an Ooh. NC State professor who's suspended for saying women are useless. Oh. 
That's <laughs> just that, that's the five star video. Hit my car, Civic devastated. <laughs> <laughs> We're going live down at Bill's Auto Repair. <laughs> Bill, we understand that that Honda Civic was 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 damaged almost beyond repair. That's right. That little mongoloid skull must have been a oh, good Jesus three Christ. inches thick. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> it looks the like airbags. <laughs> the airbags deployed. The front bumpers destroyed. He and not to mention the blood stains. The the, the upholstery is ruined, ruined no. by that. As soon as it struck him, it was a candy explosion. Says onlookers, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a low IQ pinata. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, but it, but the car folds around it like the Hulk when that big worm comes down in the Avengers. Oh. And just, <laughs> if I'm even fucking remembering oh. that, that right. Yeah, yeah. Speaking fucking... of. Of shit, was anybody letting you watch like the fine? Or I guess in Alabama, I don't know what sports they're watching. Like they're probably not Braves fans, right? Uh, you know, I don't know what channel the Braves games come on, but we either didn't have it or nobody was interested. Everybody in there were was into football though, big time. Obviously, Alabama football is king. You know, Crimson Tide. Uh, so we, they they watched the Georgia game, they watched the Alabama game. Those were big deals in there. A lot of Georgia guys in there. Um, oh, and next week I'll also talk about. The Atlanta camp and how insane it is because there's a lot of guys that came from Atlanta to Talladega and they would all tell us the same stories. Little little teaser, they'd hire homeless people to sleep in their beds so that they could go out and party. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. Hey, that, that's a win-win. For the homeless guy too. Oh, yeah, that's a big upgrade for him. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is something we should get behind. This guy's got but, a CPAP machine. Nice. You got a shower in there? Hell yeah! <laughs> I don't know if you know Kyle, but the Braves in the playoffs playing the Cards right now. That's right. They were winning I, last time. One to one. Drive home. Yeah, mm. the Cards or the the Braves won today. Cards won yesterday. I think two days ago, whatever it was. So nice, nice. I I uh, I, I haven't been following this year at all. Uh, you know, I've had other things on my mind. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, you know, good luck to both teams, right? Like, like, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think the Braves are going to win the world series. I have zero faith in them. So, you know, good, good luck to both teams. Uh, How I'll, many I'll teams are left? Four? Well, the playoffs just started. Eight. Oh, okay. How does yeah, that so there's probably eight, eight. eight left, right? Mm. There's the two national league and then the, I don't know how it works. Actually. I don't know how baseball playoffs works. I just know that hockey season started. And so now I'm not. I'm going to pay even less than zero attention. To Game that. six of the regular season hockey is more important than the World Series. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, you've got American League and National League, and you got East and West, so it should should be eight teams, I think. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't watch much baseball anymore. I'm not sure what channel they even put it on. I, I don't watch a lot of basic cable, so that's just a thing. You know, no, a lot of it's on TBS, which you wouldn't. Think. Turner Broadcasting, yeah, it's Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Turner Turner owned everything at one point. It seemed it seemed like. He created CNN, um, obviously TBS, big here in Atlanta. And uh, I've been to his restaurant here in Atlanta. It's really good. He serves bison. He owns like the world's largest herd of bison out west. And apparently he owns some plot of land that's like the size of Rhode Island or something like that. Like he owns like millions of acres or something crazy. Damn. Yeah. That's a good gig to have because bison tastes great and they don't serve it in very many places. Yeah. It tastes almost like cow, but it's leaner. Like higher protein content, I guess better for you. And the best part is it makes you feel aggressive. You eat a bison burger? <laughs> what are you fucking crazy? I mean, let me ask no. you, let me ask you, does it does it does you eat an elk steak? Does it make you more aggressive? No, Joe, you fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck. It's a, it's a steak. 
<laughs> I have a video. I'm trying to think of other shit that's happened while Kyle's been locked you catch oh, up I, on the UFC. She just sent me a Google a Google Doc of everything that has happened since I've been gone. Um, I uh, I watched the Khabib uh, uh, just the last Poirier fight, fight. Or the event. Uh, just the fight, just just the just the Khabib fight. Um, I mean, he dominated, but man, I just didn't find it to be entertaining. I do to Khabib what I did to Connor during his magical run, which is like, you know what? Everyone has flaws. This could be the underdog's time, and then I was wrong, like again and again and again. I was like, let's see how Poirier goes. You know, like I, I, the guy can fight. Guy's a bruiser. Now I don't see him getting wrestle fucked. Let's. It, I just I, he might have won a round. I'm not even sure. He it's, it looked like he hurt Khabib a little at one point, and by hurt I mean hit him and Khabib backed away. Right, Connor did that to him too, but uh, yeah, it, it's not that Khabib's never been touched. It's just, good God, if there's a 25 minute fight, he seems to win 24 minutes of them. He's so goddamn strong. I what I'm waiting for. I hope this happens. Once he clears that division completely out, he beats Tony, beats whoever else wants some. He needs to step on up a weight class, right? Like I need to see him rolling a weight class higher and see what he can do with the big boys. So for people to know, he fights at 155. 170 has some wrestle monsters. Woodley, Usman, and Colby Covington. Mm -hmm. Very difficult fights for him. What I want to see is not what you're talking about. I want to see GSP make 155. He won't do that. Oh, maybe you're not following GSP social media. I'm not. I'm not. Is Is he cutting? Oh, he looks like he can just just made 155. What the fuck? I saw a picture of GSP and I'm like, oh my god, he looks like he hit 155. And he tweeted like four day water fast broken now. And Khabib writes back 155 question mark. Cool. Or yeah. maybe he's fasting because his fucking intestines are all fucked up from that weird disease he has. I hear you. It looked like he had. He does. This is a thing that GSP does. You know, he does test cuts. Me, I'm like cutting is so hard, so painful. Not that I've done it, but yeah. I almost want to not know. Like GSP is like, yeah, you know, it's fucking July. Let's do a test cut. Let's let's hit 155 right now and see how it is. That's cool as shit. I uh, I think GSP fucks him up. GSP is so good at wrestling. So old. It, is he 38? Man, he didn't right? look old against Bisping. He looked like he looked Touché. like he didn't lose us. He hadn't lost a step. He came in there and 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 put a working on Bisping. He's thirty eight. I was right. Yeah, that ain't so bad. He's a he's like a well maintained thirty eight. You know what I mean? Like he's not he that guy's never. I bet he doesn't drink beer. You know he looks like he lives his personality and everything. I think his one vice might be women, but I, but I don't even think he would let them interfere with his training and his and his right. life and his health regimen and everything. I, he's a well well maintained thirty eight. He looks amazing. Looks, yeah, he doesn't look 38 even, you know, his face, his body, his body is, you know, top 0.1%. So it's so good. You wonder about, he's never been caught for peds. He's always been performance enhancing drugs and he's always been the guy who wanted more testing, which to me implies a kind of not doing peds, you know, like he wants, Hey, I want me and my opponent to get tested, but he's so amazing physically. You're like, how could he not be on peds? Some guys are legitimate specimens. It's, and it's, you know, they're, they're genetic freaks. You know, some, some guys have metabolisms that burn 4,000 calories a day. You know, some, some guys, some guys just for some reason pack on muscle mass without doing the work required. This weekend, 185 championship. To me, only the top fight on that card is super interesting. It's Israel. I'm going to mess it up. Adesanya. Adesanya, yeah. And um, Robert Whitaker. 
and they should have 56,000 people in the stands. It's really big I, for UFC. I, I'm, I'm big time on, on Whitaker on this one. I don't think. is I'm not impressed by Adesanya. I'm not able to be impressed by strikers. Like I, I, with grappling, I feel like I actually know what I look about. With grappling, what I'm looking at. With grappling, I feel like that I could, that I'd be a mediocre scout. You know, that I can tell the difference between good and bad. With striking, I mean, I can tell when one guy's better than the other guy, but I can't just map him and his overall talent level and how he would succeed hypothetically against the other. They say Israel's striking is outrageous, and I'm like, well, I. I mean, he's been doing well, so I guess yeah. you're right. He's not. He's still not young, Anderson Silva. I don't think he's like, older like, than Whitaker. No, I'm. I'm saying like his striking isn't at the level of thirty year old Anderson Silva, Roger or twenty eight year old Anderson. So whenever his prime was, probably twenty seven or something. I don't even know. Don't even Thirteen know. years ago, like Rogan seems to think that his striking is some of the best the UFC's seen. Rogan thought Ronda Rousey could beat up some of the men. He gets excited about. Uh, he's like a recency bias. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I got a lot of Rogan to catch up on too. I saw he did. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of his Dan Aykroyd interview. Dan oh. Aykroyd's a loon. Um, Can we talk about that? He done Bernie Sanders. Did you watch some of the Aykroyd? Yeah. Um, so I watched him do Aykroyd, and I watched him do Roseanne Barr. Oh, Elon Musk is the other one I'm thinking of. Okay. They're polar opposites, and I sometimes I watch professional communicators like Rogan just to glean some improvement and. Uh, Elon Musk thinks and thinks and thinks, but rarely talks. Dan Aykroyd talks and talks and talks, but rarely thinks. My and man. to watch him deal with both of those people, I'm like note taking. Like it, it was pretty cool how he made a show out of them. Yeah, Aykroyd is a loon. Um, you know, it just, isn't he old as fuck now? You know, he was on. He, he was 50s? 25 in 1976. So, uh, oh, 50, 60. He's about 70. He's 67 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's so, uh, insanely old. yeah, he was one of the original SNL uh, cast members. Uh, super funny guy, incredibly talented, speaks really quickly. And that was one of the things that made him really, really entertaining on the show was he could talk really fast. And he was just always quick, quick, quick. He'd do that, uh, like infomercial, infomercial bit where he's like, it slices and dices and so much more. It does this and that, yeah. this and that. It's like, it's hilarious. The, the tempo of it all. It's really good comedy. But then when you sit down and start listening to the man talk about his crystal skull vodka and then talk about the, oh, the Incan crystal skulls and I the Mexican crystal skulls and all the and how they couldn't have been made by the hand of man. And and uh, this this you I, I saw you for outside my window. It was it was long. It was silver. It was wide. It was I thought, hey, what's holding that up? And then it turned and it went. My friend, he came and looked and he saw it, too. And we were like, what was that? And Joe's like, did anybody get a picture? No, no, no pictures. Did anyone else see it? I don't know. I don't know. But I saw it. And then another time I saw this and that. He had four different experiences with with UFOs that he had personally seen, and he believed in Bigfoot and all this nonsense. And like, I got like, listen to this episode. UFO sightings a, have dropped through the bottom since cell phones got cameras. <laughs> <laughs> no well, one sees the them anymore. Figured it out, Woody. Yeah, the aliens figured out that we could now take photos, and so they decided to to stop fucking with cows and our pastures. Guess we better so turn good. on the cloaking <laughs> device, boys. That guy's got a lot of megapixels down there. Can you imagine being smart enough to find a new planet and being like, mm, let's make funny shapes in their corn. <laughs> <laughs> Those cows look hot. Yeah. <laughs> let's confuse the humanoids. Yeah. So what else? I, I bought two dogs while you're gone. Yeah, they're hideous. What were you thinking? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fucking yeah. great. Yeah. No, I, I like I like little dogs. That's my preference. Uh, I feel like you know, if a little dog fucks up, you can just smash them against the wall. And like, if you got to dispose of them, 
that's a quick hole to dig. You know what I mean? But oh, a yeah. big dog. Jeez, I could just put him in the bottom dogs. of a garbage bag. I could yeah. put him in like a, a bathroom <laughs> garbage bag. If they're small enough, you can flush them. You know, one of those industrial toilets. The, the dogfish. Yeah, dogfish. Yeah, it would take me like five cuts to flush that dog down the toilet. Yeah, or you just if you mushed him up a little, like if you just real really if you threw him in a garbage Blender, bag, maybe t- garbage maybe, disposal. You could put the dog in the garbage disposal. I suspect you can't do that with great dudes. Yeah, the, the bad thing is like you'll like just not paying attention. You'll accidentally like because they just live around your feet. They follow you everywhere. Like you'll accidentally kick one, yeah. and my step forward is to them like a freight train hitting them, <laughs> and they'll yeah. look up like. I've been so good. <laughs> I didn't shit in the house. I didn't pee. It's like Fozzie. My bad, but don't like circle me while I'm walking. You named him Fozzie Bear because he looks like that. Uh, f- we named one Teddy because that was the one I got my girlfriend for her uh, birthday, uh-huh. and she named it. And then Fozzie was the name of the breed. The name the breeder gave it, and I yeah. was like, "That's pretty funny." And so I kept Fozzie. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, they're they're well behaved enough. I've spent. Uh, I spent $120 on gates for my kitchen to try and keep them in there until I bought a $90 gate that actually keeps them out <laughs> because the, they can escape from anything. Like my girlfriend sent me, like I bought a nice ass gate to keep them in one part of my kitchen just a couple of days ago. And she got home way earlier than I was. And she Snapchatted me and was like, oh, Fozzie's a little skate artist. And he'd like climbed up like in like a methodical way. And then just climbed across my trash cans, leapt off, and it was like, you little fucking cunt. Bitch. So, maybe. Yeah, you bitch. You little, well, he's a man, but yeah, you bitch. I'll be sexist to my dog. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting a dog, too. Um, You should, man. But not a Dax kind, like a a Fozzie kind. Yeah, I would probably get a Dachshund, or um, I would get um, like a a miniature pincher, or something. My dad has a miniature pincher right now that's like his lap dog, that like when he comes over here, he brings it with him. And, uh, and, and that's a cool little dog. Like it, it, they look like they're not prone to any sort of, they're not predisposed to any particular ailments. And a lot of breeds are like, you know, Labradors mm-hmm. are notorious, um, Dalmatians, uh, golden retrievers, all those breeds have. I'm outnumbered by the small dog people, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Great Danes can hold their pee for like 14 hours. And there's also another thing about big dogs. <laughs> that's a long and, time. Another good thing about big dogs, and 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 maybe some people see this as a bad thing, a, pro, a, a con. Some would see it as a pro. They don't live very long. Mm, so yeah. Taylor, I guarantee, as long as like these dogs stay healthy and nothing bad happens, you know, an accident, they're gonna leave a, live a minimum of thirteen years, and they could easily go into the high teens. Like like it's yeah. not uncommon for those dogs to go seventeen years old. It's not crazy. My dad has like mutts over there right now that are his his Doberman Pinscher is um we did the math yesterday uh let's see i was 22 he has a doberman pincher or a miniature pincher both uh eight and it's 29 holy shit how old is that dog wait that's impossible did you make him 29 <laughs> years old did i hear your thought process no 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 no, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, dog's I, 31 yeah no, <laughs> i'm three so eight eleven thirteen thirteen for a doberman pincher which is old as fuck it is yeah. for, a, for a doberman yeah. Well, once they get to that age, it's just sad. Like my girlfriend's family has like a miniature kind of poodle that's 16 and it cannot do. And first of all, it's diabetic. And so like every 90 minutes, they have to give it a shot and give it special food. He is, you know how, when they'll be like, Oh my, my dog, he's, 
he's blind, but like he can still, he's seeing shapes and shadows and stuff. This dog is so blind. His cataracts make Morgan Freeman's eyes look like a spring chicken's. Like, <laughs> Bill Cosby's not Morgan Freeman's. And like it, it's just sad to watch. Just if it accidentally steps onto hardwood, just slips out and falls. It like I was at a family event of theirs like one week ago and everybody's being loud in the kitchen. We're having like pasta and shit and laughing and drinking and having a good time. The dog is standing five feet away, looking in the opposite direction, standing still waiting and you like if you if you if you walk past it because it intentionally places itself at a crux in the lower floor of the house where the bathroom is and where like the high traffic area is and if you walk past him and like brush him he'll be like (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's a mixture of terrified fright and jubilation yeah, realizing that he's not stuck in a stasis of blind (laughs) deaf and like he's deaf to the point that if you were like buddy Buddy, come here! Like right in his ear, not moving. Jesus, he That's has one of the zero small sound dog and zero vision. Downsides to me. Like Kyle says, hey, some yeah. people think a pro con. The the fact that they live long sounds nice, but if they spend years ten through sixteen as gross and and suffering, <laughs> then it's like ah, uh, I'd rather them just go from six to eight and fall off a cliff. Oh. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a, off the cliff. A virtual cliff, that is. Not, not, not literally hey, fall. Have you ever he's seen at the, the bottom movie? of a canyon right now. Have you ever seen the movie uh, The Fly 2? No. I think so, <laughs> I think but I don't remember one, him like you do. Oh, man. There's a scene from The Fly 2 where like he's in this... Rec- it's the son of... Uh, in the first movie, the guy turns himself into the fly, and then but, and the, but then he gets a lady pregnant, and she has a fly baby. Mm. And it, it looks like a boy, but they, they, they've got him in a research laboratory, and, and he's the star of the second movie. And they're doing experiments there, on him, but he doesn't know it. He just thinks this is life. I live in this research lab. That's what everybody's life is like. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a pet dog that he like finds that's a test subject because they're trying to still use the whole machine that created the original fly. And like he finds it later on, like years later. He thought they killed it after it had been accidentally turned into this mutant in the machine, but they've been keeping it alive all this time, suffering. And it's all just like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like crying looking at this because <laughs> it's so fuck. let me see if i can find a oh, picture that's of it. hilarious it's, it's so horrific it's hilarious. so fucking it's horrific. a comedy taylor <laughs> it is not a comedy <laughs> the like fly a, just a, a fun for all ages <laughs> <sighs> oh my god it's so fucking awful couple topics you know a side thing is Chiz was like, he keeps a nice, you know, finger on the pulse of the listeners. He was like, you know, ever since Kyle got locked up, the whole people getting hit by cars oh, by the way. has dried up entirely. And people would like it if you'd bring that back. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, Kyle really did bring 100% of our urban traffic accident. <laughs> <laughs> what is this right here? Oh, God. Th- that's what oh, the dog God. looked like. <laughs> That's what my girlfriend's family's dog looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's horrific. It's horrific. That movie has all practical effects. So like, yeah, that's way better. That's why Lord of the Rings, like the movies are so fucking good. Like it's almost all practical effects, making the Urukai look awesome, making the orcs look tight. The Nazgul looks sick. You know what the weakest part of that entire movie is? Huh? Oh, the Uh, the ghosts. uh, Yes. Army of the Dead. Absolutely. I have my own. It's the... uh... 
the scene with the water that runs through and it obviously looks like models and ridiculously over the top fake. That's bad too. And, it ruined and two towers. it for me. Yeah. Oh, when uh, when Arwen is calling the Free. no 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 that that like that, that I looks think fine. it's the third movie. I'm not positive though. It's uh-uh. the second it's, you say. Uh, oh, the two towers when the uh, the ants are attacking Isaac. Free the river. Yeah, yeah. and they wash everything away. It yeah, looked, and it's obviously models in like slow motion water miniatures. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, it's disgustingly bad. Yeah, it what, was what bad was when it came out. My topic. Yeah, yeah, you can. I'll go let ahead. you pick. Um, Michael Bisping reveals his glass eye. Have you, nah. are you up to date on this one? I, I'll, I'll hold off. I'm not up to date. I didn't know he had a glass eye. That's dude. He's he been, been fighting with for... a glass eye for quite some. Let's watch it. Okay, Is there something I... like cool on it. Uh, no, like he a just skull and cross. The man hasn't had an eyeball and been. A, he's been a professional fighter with one eye apparently for years now. Yes. So I need to fix the you guys on the layout. But um, Michael Bisping. Got hit in the eye by Vitor Belfort. Might have got punched like in the eyeball. Like a weird thing happened. Okay. So if you looked at him for years, he had like, like maybe like a fully dilated pupil. Well, then he gets this job on TV and suddenly it's fine. He says, I had a surgery. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, Michael Bisping's eye looks better. They fixed it. Turns out he has been hiding a glass eye. Keeping that a secret. He's blind from one eye. For years, he won a world championship with one eye. And the, he'd wear sunglasses and the commission. And he was just ducking and hiding it from people that mattered for a long time. And I think that's pretty badass. So I if, do too. If, you guys ready this. to click play? Ready, set, play. I wore my glasses, my dark glasses, as I said, to hide from the commission. I mean, get a load of this. Check this out. Look at this, baby boys. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's why I used to wear fucking sunglasses, baby boy. Hold on, let's put that back in. Holy shit. Oh, oh I hate that. Well, like, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the special, the special Halloween episode of Believe You Me. Ooh, <laughs> Damn. we're going to have more spooky things like that throughout His the right entire eye. episode. No, but the thing is, it did used to By bother way, me because I did version, used to see the comments people used to say all the time. And I- oh, nice. So, oh, I, I paused it at 30. I'm done with it. 2015, yeah. you lucky fuck. Yeah, that is nice. She was I, I've been procrastinating an eye doctor appointment, and it's getting to the point that my already extraordinarily powerful contacts are failing me. I went KLMJR329. She's like, what line are you? You're down here? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he'll be like, "Can you read the top?" And I'm like, "Oh, buddy, no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, are you talking about the black blur on the bottom or the, on the top?" Meanwhile, Kyle's at the bottom. Made in Taiwan. Copyright 1986. <laughs> 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 They're copywriting different size letters and shapes. <laughs> It's 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 depressing when they're doing that like flip thing for you, and instead of one or two, they get to like thirty three or thirty four, <laughs> thirty three, and then he like pulls it away from you and angles it, and it's just like Pinocchio noses <laughs> of eyes. Is that, that how it goes? It, it not that extreme, obviously, oh, but like yeah. yeah, pretty much. So I can't wait. What my my reading's going to be next week? Yeah, hopefully I keep my 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 dad's long range vision is still just like excellent. Um, and he, and he needed. He started needing ring glasses in his fifties. So. Oh, something that happened. I think the entire time that you've been in, in prison was a show on HBO came out called Righteous Gemstones with John uh, John Goodman, 
that that funny guy from Workaholics and a couple other things, Adam okay. Demamp or something. And it's like they are uh, a, a mega church family, like a mega church leader, Ooh. and it's following their whole. Th- it's got Danny McBride. Is, is John it. Goodman perhaps the the, the preacher? John, John Goodman is the patriarch of the family, and then his children are Danny McBride, Adam Devine, Devine, whoever the guy is from Workaholics, and then okay. uh, a daughter that isn't as big of a part. And Danny McBride is hilarious. John yeah. Goodman is a good character. The Workaholics guy is good. And other than that, I don't, I don't care as much for the surrounding cast, but it, I, admittedly, I'm biased because anything John Goodman's in, I'm going to, I Huge love fan. it. He's, he's so awesome. And it, it, kind of like shows treading the line where he'll, you know, and this doesn't spoil anything, it, but like he'll say, we're open up and we're opening up a new gemstones church in, you know, Stevenson, Georgia. And then like pastors from Stevenson will be like, Hey, you know, we saw you're opening a, a gemstones church. You know, the five of us came to your big congregation here to say, I think it's covered. I think we have that area. Why don't you go somewhere where there aren't churches? And he's like, well, you know, I'm not sure the people of Stevenson are being served the way they need to. We're going to open that up and and just see how things go. And like it, it's it's really really entertaining. I think you're going to like that a lot. I think they're only yeah. five right now. I'm about to do a lot of TV catching up, a lot of media and stuff. I've made a list of that too. I have an entire notebook of just TVs and movies that I wanted to watch and wanted to catch up on and rewatch a few things. And uh, 112263 is on the top of that list. However, I'm going to start on that tonight. Uh, yeah, I have King. that saved in the thing. I'm going to start that tonight. Yeah. I think you'll keep I'm reading. Tired. I read it. No, oh, no, keep, uh, re- oh. keep up your yeah, habit of so reading. I'm going to, in my car, I'm going to, I'm going to do audiobooks in the car because that's when I, you know, that's when I'm not. Instead of replacing something like taking away from my gaming time or my television time or whatever else, I'll just add it to a, a segment of my life that didn't have any real entertainment in it already. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to on, to Audible. I don't know if they're a sponsor tonight, but uh, but you know maybe Thank use you our know. well. You can probably find our code. Go back a few episodes, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm gonna get um, End of Watch, which is the third and final book in the Stephen King series about the retired policeman. Um, you know, doing like it's, it's like it's sort of like a he's like a private detective and he's solving crimes. And the in the first one, he's catching a guy who like stole a Mercedes and ran over eight people. And then he writes the retired detective, at, you know, after he retires, he's, he's like, hey, your biggest fan here. I guess you know who I am. You know, he, he's like, you never caught me, though, did you? And you never will because I don't even have an urge to do it again. Oh, it was so fun feeling the bumps and shimmies as I mm-hmm. rode over all those people. And when I found out later that one of them was a baby, whew, what a surprise. And life snuffed out so early. You know, want to know something funny? I had to put a condom on. That's right, a Jimmy hat, just so I wouldn't blow my load in the seat and leave behind any evidence. Well, see you later, you fucking loser. Just kidding. <laughs> and and he thinks that it's going to push the cop to suicide. Instead, the cop who was already planning suicide, already stroking his father's gun, stands up, goes on a diet, starts working out, starts working the case out, starts like forming a plan to like catch this mm-hmm. guy and and gets like super motivated and gets back into the swing of things and like becomes like himself again. And by the end, I won't spoil anything, but he's a much better person because of it. And then in the second book, Whole different crime that's also crazy, Can and you he's give me involved the book in that. Again? The first book is called Mister Mercedes. 
Mr. Mercedes. That sounds awesome. It sounds and like a short too, 450 pages or so. I've been getting like into Albert Fish note, yeah. Audiobooks a lot. And and like I started I consumed a lot of hours of audiobooks. I've had a couple misses lately and it's bummed me out about. I tried to get into the third body problem. You know what turned me off about it? Problem. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh the the Chinese names. Yes. Because because in a book like it, for example, the characters are Beverly, uh, Bill, um, Tony, and you know, things reading? like that. Just easy names. Were you, you reading know? or audiobook? Reading. Well, I'm, you know, in prison. And, yeah. and and so, like, I very quickly know who Beverly is. She's the only girl. But soon I remember who Bill is, you know, and and and, and who um, Trash Mouth is. Like, like, who each of them are. And so when I read their name, I have my own personal mental image of who they are and what their backstory is and what the, what their relevance is. But when I see Wu Zing King and Cheng Kao Hall, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. And, I, and I'm like, maybe, maybe after reading this for five days, by then I'll have grasped who each of these people are by their make-believe name. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't even know like what – I'm pretty sure with Chinese names, the first part is the last name and the last part is the, the, the real name. So like their right. names will be like Wu Qin Pao, but his sister might be named Wu Ching Chang. You know, or whatever, like, yeah. like, because like, Woo is both of their last names. It just comes first, and like, I know that, but that's not going to help me when I'm. I read fast, and mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, 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 I'm going fast, and if I have to, with, with that book, I was having to look at each name and really like, all right, all right, all right, Wu Zen Pao. Okay, he's the teacher. Okay, keep going, keep going. Keep going. I agree and with your th- criticism. I had the same one. Uh, but yeah. I had a, a cheat code, and I I listened to the audiobook. I didn't read it, and Helps. I learned the audiobook. Whoever did that, I don't know who did such a good job. I never learned their names, but I instantly recognized their voices. That's great. My if if I could get a version of that book where they westernized it and just gave them American uh, westernized names, um, you know, if they changed them to like. Bill and Jim and Tracy Tommy Chong, and, yeah. <laughs> even Tommy Chong would help a <laughs> yeah. lot. Tommy Chong is pretty easy; I could handle that. But they're like they're difficult Chinese names, at least to my Western eyes. If someone's named Zhu, similar. I don't need anyone else named like Zuzus, Za, yeah, or something like that. Like, no, nah, no, nah. Zhu, Za, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, I like, yeah, that's a, that's a challenge for me too. Yeah, yeah, and maybe for them when they when they're like. Uh, this one is the name of Brian, and this one is the name of Bill, <laughs> which is a witch. And right. the beer say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can guess that the silly accent part of your personality didn't make much of an appearance in prison. <laughs> no. No. No, it, no, it didn't. Snow, didn't break you out. sound like this to me. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Oh the yeah, he you got have... out the chink. <laughs> <laughs> Chomos, eh? Oh, my name is a Snow. I'm a gangster. Oh, <laughs> I wonder how Snow would respond. To like when you were when you hung out with Snow, did you yeah. ever get to be like a peer relationship, or were you oh, yeah, always absolutely. like, "Yes, sir, I love"? No, writing. no, no. It was it was all it was always peers for sure. Like like um, he would ask me about stuff, and my, you know, we we were definitely well, on the same. You didn't challenge level. him in some of these things, like you you know. He, well, with the racism and stuff, I don't challenge anybody with unless it's somebody in like my circle. Like like mm-hmm. if Taylor were genuinely being like over the top racist, and it was just he and I in private, I'd be like, "Man, you you really." Don't like gingers, huh? Because that's unusual <laughs> that someone actually literally hates them. It's it's you really said you would a... never bring that up. 
but but when snow would like like snow's got this ingrained racism from probably in part from his 10 years being quote unquote down mm -hmm. um so like i'm not going to change his mind about that mm -hmm. so there's no reason for me to challenge that i'm not going to convince this man who spent 10 years in the federal prison system that all the races are just a rainbow of happiness and love like he's gonna be like oh really because eight black guys killed my brother choli mm -hmm. like, oh not choli yeah. yeah you're not gonna get there i could yeah. go back to prison stories again. <laughs> i got my list over here <laughs> oh, yes yeah, it's spelled Jolie, but <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys and, are right uh, i'm just excited so yeah, I just did. I just didn't want to challenge. Uh, no, I didn't challenge any of that stuff. But we were definitely on the same level. Uh, you know, like P I would say peers for sure. Like it wasn't like a. I think he saw me as like. He took on almost like kind of like a a mentor sort of uh, position uh, in in a way for sure because there was so much I didn't know. I was so ignorant about so many things, and I had so I had a lot of questions, and uh, and he was definitely you know looking after me, making sure I didn't do anything I shouldn't do, and making sure that nobody like did anything to me that they shouldn't do. What a cool guy. Really nice guy. Like, like he would check on me four or five times a day. Like he'd go by my bunk and be like, "Everything okay? You good? All right, sleepy. See you later." Was you he know, the he, biggest guy there? Like as far uh, as musculature yeah, and stack rank? He was definitely top five percent. Um, there were a lot of guys who worked out, but a lot of the workouts were like pickleball, which is like tennis with rackets and uh, a little basketball. Um, not tennis like with like paddles, maybe paddles. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, or running, but he was one of the guys who was lifting heavy because, um, there weren't any weights. There weren't yeah, any you real can't equipment bench and shit, right? Like you just push ups and pull ups, I guess. Saving that for tomorrow. The, the, the homemade workout equipment. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I should have led with that. I was so interested. Damn it. Like it's yeah. just like a Gatorade bottle full of cement. Like you're not, you're not too far off. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll find out down. tomorrow. It's absurd. It's you absurd. Say tomorrow. I think you mean next week. Next week. Next week. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. time's blended together for this guy. This man can do a week sitting on his head. It's no big deal. For him, it's tomorrow. This, this oh, is, my God. This isn't even like a prison-related thing, but like what were the top few kind of thoughts throughout your tenure there where like when you were just feeling down in the dumps and you're looking at that wall and there's 49 days left, like what was the comfort thought or thoughts that you would jump to? Like food-related um, or yeah. I would think about sex and food. Um, those were the two things. It, and if it depended on which I wanted more, if I just had eaten, I think about sex. Um, but if I had gone like three days without eating, I would think about food. Um, but it was one or the other. I was thinking about food or sex, uh, like the whole fucking time. And, uh, and, um, it, it was, it was, I would say it was 50, 50 between the two. And there was, a, I would think about the meals I was going to cook, the things I wanted to eat. Commercials would come on TV for food. And it was torturous. Like Olive Garden was having this whole thing where you like buy one, <laughs> you buy one entree, you get another for five ninety nine or something like that. And like try one of our favorites, like chicken Alfredo, and and top that off with never ending salad and breadsticks. And I'm like, you, Snow, you ever had those breadsticks? He's like, yeah, them breadsticks. He's good, Holmes. <laughs> I was like, See, well, Kyle like hasn't eaten for four days. I'm like, you like that Alfredo sauce or that or that five cheese marinara? Yo, I get them both. Yeah. <laughs> I make it rain at the Olive Garden for your family. Right? Dude, dude, when I'm there, I'm fucking family, man. <laughs> Wait, that's their catchphrase, too. <laughs> uh, when does yeah, he get and, out? And, Did you say two years? Uh, he might get out, and um, it, it's up in the air because of the way that see, see, a lot of people in there are getting jacked up um, by like the prison system, where it's like. 
they can give them as much halfway t- house as they want and as much home confinement as they want. So if somebody wanted to, they could be like, hey, so now we're going to give you a year in the halfway house. That comes right off a sentence. It's like this much of your sentence is going to be spent there. And we're going to give you um, this much of like home confinement after that. So you can leave here in two months. They could do that if they really wanted. It's more likely it's going to be somewhere in between. And he'll he's hoping to get out in April. But what's probably going to happen because he was a gang member and is, quote unquote, a threat to society, as the case manager told him uh, a few weeks ago. And he was real bummed out. He was real sad when I left, too. I could tell. Oh, um, poor guy. Yeah. Was they, they, they probably going to be like next year or the year after. twenty. 21 i think like like let's uh, get him on the show um a couple of people asked if they could come on the show one guy who is a um this guy is a an iraq war veteran uh had severe brain trauma he got in a gunfight at a club um like 10 years ago shot three guys one of them in the face in self-defense they they let him go and if he had gone to court and like pursued it he could have had it expunged because he was released on those charges However, they didn't, and they stayed on his record. So then when he got caught for selling drugs, they gave him 20 fucking years because he, because his prior thing was still on his record, even though he didn't serve time for it. So they, they were like, ah, oh, this is your second strike, and your first one was a gun battle where you assaulted three people? He's like, well, I wasn't convicted of that. He's like, well, it's on your record that you were. And so they gave him 20 fucking years. He's like, I'm in here doing cartel time over a pound of weed and three ounces of cocaine. He's like, I get that I need to go to jail. But I've been in here for 16 years now. Like I got four more to go. His daughter does a political uh, podcast that talk that that, that deals a lot with um, the federal prison system and prisoner issues and that sort of thing. So he left me all her information. I guess he expected me to get in touch with her and get her on the show or something like that. But I was, when pe- uh, you, you just take that information and smile when that sort of thing happens. I, I don't even mention the podcast to acquaintances who don't ask. Like I, I was wanting to ask like. You you brought that up, or they just inquired about it, and you're like, "Yeah, I do a show with two retards who uh, <laughs> talk about stupid shit." And yeah, you know, people would ask what I because it comes up. You know, are you going to have to? You know, what are you going to do after this? You know, because a lot of these guys, they're they, you know, they lost their jobs or whatever. Now they got to get a new job, and uh, and and they're like, they're taking like classes in there so that they can do stuff on the outside. Um, and, uh, but, but yeah, it would come up one way or another, like what I did or what I was up to or, or, or whatever. And I, and I told, yeah, I would tell him, I would explain to him that I do a podcast and what a podcast is. And, but this guy was like, yeah, my daughter does a podcast. And it was, it was like, this guy actually knew what was up. This is snow. Uh, this is, um, this is the war veteran who had had all the brain injuries. Oh, and, up. Okay. Um, what was he was Muslim. He was a nice podcast guy. Shit like, yeah. Like like they're, whatever. They're or like, whatever. Oh, neat. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sounds good. I sold drugs or, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was. I was running with the family. You know, you tell them you have an exciting career and, and they're like, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving pounds, son. <laughs> Is a pound yeah. a lot? I guess. Uh, pounds. Uh, one guy, oh, um, I was, I was, whatever I was, it is. yeah, well, yeah, it definitely depends, depends on, on what it is. is. One guy I was explaining to him that, you know, I, he's like, he's like, how much did you have to get two months? I was like half an ounce, man, half an ounce. He's like, what the fuck? I was moving a hundred pounds a week. <laughs> <laughs> That guy is cool as fuck. He was his name is Stinky. Stinky? That was Stinky. Like that, like that kid in Hey Arnold. <laughs> just... There was Stinky, Snow. I'm trying to think of like like some of their names. I like that everyone in prison names. went by gamer tags. Yeah, a lot of them had gamer tags, dude. Oh man, a block. 
Um, um, yeah, my name is No Scope Double X Sixty Nine. Even the guards had gamer tags. Yo, like one of. Oh, that's Clicker. Oh, that's Clicker. All right, All right. Clicker was a was a. Ah, I won't go. He, were he the guards talk tough? Like with it, like. No, only the officers. Um, the, 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 an officer is a guard boss. At, yeah, yeah. There was this captain who came in who was um, sent in to like quote unquote clean up the camp. Uh, and that meant both literally and figuratively. So he was going to, all right, you're definitely getting out there with pressure washers and scraping paint off the walls and repainting the walls, but I'm going to sniff out those of you running contraband in here. And if, and if, uh, you know, if y'all don't clean this camp up for me, I'm going to bring somebody in who will, if you want to see a strike team, you're going to see one in two weeks and a strike team would mean like in two weeks, they just storm in there with riot gear at two in the morning and fucking line us up and start stripping everybody down like running through everybody's shit throwing it out on the floor Jesus. i saw a few, yeah i saw a few people get searched there um I, i'll t- i'll say for next week i'll say for next week because because there were guys that got caught with marijuana um but every drug was in there every drug was in there hmm. like, like this isn't pills. like a, a a leading to a question mm-hmm. or leading to a you know story kind of thing i'm just curious sure. what did they have on them like the guards they don't have guns right no, they just they have, have like batons and nope. tasers or what? just pepper spray that's it? Yeah. Yeah. You say that's it, but I think pepper spray is better than taser. Um, Maybe, I, I don't know. I, I, I just was, imagine that's I, because I, they don't want them to get control of it. I don't know what it's about. I, I am, And there were women guards, too, um, which mm. I, I felt like I would. It's a bad idea. Th- I mean, there were women. Like, there was the, the lady who ran the library was a woman. And we'd just be alone with her, hanging out, like, 10 of us at a time, just chilling with her. Um, you know, of course, I don't. I, nobody was, was she interested in her. Out no. of the open? No, in the back of or ugly or old. You said no, so she was behind someplace safe, like. Oh, I'm, I thought you meant like where others could see. No, we're in the library in the back in her office, like. Just yeah. right across. I mean, you know, we're hanging out with her. It's it's pretty casual. You say she's not attractive, or you implied it, but. I mean, you're in prison for eight years. Maybe you lower your standards a touch. Uh, is the closest that it, thing that came to that was like there was a couple of guards or, or like the, the the unit manager was actually looked like she used to be hot. It was a black lady, mm-hmm. like big tits and a big ass. And it was like 10 years ago, she was hot. Or, or 10 years ago, she was like a serious MILF. And now she's like maybe, I, I don't know how old. It's hard to tell with black people for me anyway. Um, but, but, you know, black, <laughs> black don't crack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but, but she started forming some cracks around the edges <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, but yeah, everybody, if they could look at her, they were like, she got on that pantsuit today. Which one? The blue one? Hell yeah. Got the blue one. Got the red pants. Uh, 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 that booty jumping like a couple cantaloupes in there. <laughs> but, Dude, if it weren't for the threat of being raped or beaten up, pr- these prison guys sound hilarious. <laughs> the prison videos I, t- I see, first of all, they say the standards are low. Fucking any one of them is fine. They also say, like, some of these guys are relatively smooth talkers. You'd think they're not bright because they're in prison, but hey, you know. They're cunning. Oh, that's perfect. That's yeah, perfect they're, they're very cunning and... Coupled with that cunning is unlimited time, right? So these women go home to their husbands and they don't necessarily just shower them with praise and attention and love. But these guys in prison, they get, it's easy for them. They're just there trying to fuck some woman. They, it, they'll tell her lies, tell her truths, tell her whatever they think will work on her. And that's their hobby. That's the only thing they had to do. They'll sit there and plan it in their copious amounts of spare time. 
Yeah. And you'd think like, I don't know, I can just see how over time someone gets manipulated into fucking a prison. They flirt back. Um, the secretary would flirt back. They, they he'd be like, you gonna have you gonna have to come over here and check my blood pressure. Like talking to one of the nurses. <laughs> he'd be like, check your own damn blood pressure. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but the, but she smiled. Yeah, that, that but she smiled is... when she said it. Okay. You know, uh-huh. it was it was like check your own damn blood pressure. I don't give a shit. <laughs> was the uh, was the library so the li- shitty that excuse you had me, to get your own me, book sent me. in? The library. Library. That, yes. Yeah. Was the um, library so shit that you had to have your own book shipped in? What just or happened like, there? <laughs> Did Taylor um, say it right or wrong the first time? Uh, he he said it wrong. He said library. And there is no library at Talladega Federal Prison Camp, but there is a library. And, <laughs> and the library, so I got Lord of the Rings out of there, and it was in it was in like new condition. And I found it, it was in there in virtually new condition. Uh, a few books were, um, but like all the Harry Potter books were like was just destroyed. So like I got my own sent in, and also like I knew exactly what I wanted for the most part. So like if I was making a request, you know it. I wanted what I wanted, and they didn't have it there. But there was a, a lot in there. Like this isn't like a nice public library, but the Stephen King section is like a whole shelf, and you know the Dean Koontz section is a whole shelf. And it sounds like Netflix, where if you want a particular book, you're fucked. But if you want a category of book, there's one there for you. Oh, certainly. Do you want a book that's tangentially related to what you wanted? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome then to here's Netflix. Three, here's three tangentially related. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. the The Stephen King section was nice though, and I'm I'm really into Stephen King right now. I'm gonna keep reading uh, more and more and more of that. Um, and he's got like 55 books or so. Oh so. yeah, a good one for you to look into is Gerald's Game. Uh, I, I've seen the I've seen the show. The last one I was reading was Under the Dome, um, which they I've made. I never read it. They made a TV show out of it. I was about 200 pages in. It's very thick. Um, it, it's it's fascinating. A town just inexplicably and suddenly is boop. Covered in a yeah. transparent dome that that is impenetrable, and it's like nobody knows what to do. They're just stuck in there. Stephen King also, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Another yeah. good one, uh, Pet Cemetery. Like, if you watch the movie, you'll be like, "This is dumb. Who fucking cares?" But the book is actually really good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I uh, I've heard the same thing. I saw um, uh, actually Joe Joe Rogan and uh, Joey Diaz were talking about that um about nine months ago about how uh how the pet cemetery movie is kind of lame, but the book is very good. Yep. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. The shining is a good one too, but the Shining was great as a movie. Uh, Dr. Sleep. Uh, they're completely different. Very different. The book from the movie and, uh, Dr. Sleep, I believe is the sequel to the shining. And there's a movie for that coming out soon. My cell, I sell my, uh, next to me. He was reading Dr. Sleep. I got the, the, the gay black guy. I, I was, I would always like, when I take a break, I'd be like, dude, you got to get into the Stephen King shit because he read too, and uh, and by the time I was done, by the time I was by the time I left, he was two or three books in. Like he was just reading whatever whatever I just had read because I was telling him what it was like. He writes books as quickly as you can read them. That's amazing about Stephen King. Yeah, he he does. T- I don't remember how many pages a day every day, no matter what, but it's at least ten. That's a lot. He was such a. I remember the story about him somehow, but he was such like an alcoholic during the Cujo like, you know, his book Cujo about the dog that like, he doesn't remember writing it at all. Yeah. I'm not surprised. 
you know, um, a lot of people say that his riding wasn't as good after the car accident. You know, he was he was a pedestrian hit by a car and just mauled. His body was just fucking ruined. And uh, they say that he was he's not as good since. But the Mr. Mercedes book and the Finders Keepers book that I read, um, I found to be excellent. Just really good stuff. Uh, I don't know. And he's he's a student of writing. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Finders Keepers book is a scenario in which basically this guy is obsessed with a writer. The writer wrote three books and then stopped writing. And in the third book, the, the main character completely turns head over heels his like point of view in life and goes from being a rebel without a cause to like r- working at an ad agency and getting a house and getting a wife and kids. And he's just, and he hated this guy. And so he went and robbed the guy and stole all these manuscripts the guy had written for future books. And he's got, he's got the next two sequels that the old guy was never going to release to the public. They were just for him. Murders the old guy. Then he goes and he, he hides the books. He's afraid the cops are going to catch him. Then he go, goes to prison for 35 years on a completely separate crime. Damn. The whole time thinking, getting raped a lot. The whole time thinking, one of these days I'm going to get out and I'm going to be able to read those books. And I'm going to know what happens to the main character, Jimmy Gold. I'm going to find it. They're mine. They're only mine. A little boy finds them a year before he gets released, finds the cash in there, starts using the cash to support his family during the financial crisis, uh, and uh, and starts using. And he, he, he the the boy is a is into literature. He reads the books, loves them, realizes who they who they're from, and with a little research realizes their value. And he starts trying to sell them right about the time the guy gets out of prison. And so you've got this crazy situation where like. They're worth millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Like th- this guy was like a, a a world considered like the top five writers of all time. He's, he's like a Faulkner or a Hemingway or something. And so you've got this ex-con who went in at thir- at twenty three and is now fifty nine after coming out after thirty six years in prison. Who who cares about nothing in the world but these books and is willing to hatchet murder people and torture or whatever it takes. And he does all those things to get to those books. And you've got a seventeen year old boy who just wants to sell them to so his little sister can go to private school. And uh, and meanwhile, you've got the cop from the first series of books who ends up in the middle of it trying to solve the mystery and protect the boy from the madman. And uh, it's, it's really good. It's not as good as the first one, I didn't think, but it's only because I, I, what I felt that like. That sounds really interesting. The bad guy in the first book is literally a motherfucker who's insane. Like he, he, he fucks his own mother. He's obsessed with her. Is that what a motherfucker literally means? Motherfucker. Yeah. I always thought yeah. it was fucking anyone who was a mom, which involved like most husbands. I'm a mom. No, you can be You're cool by fucking somebody else's mom. We can fuck <laughs> each other's mothers, fucking each other's moms. Oh, that, and we'll leave prison talk after this, but this is one I had like bolded and underlined to ask. How was the masturbation <laughs> situation? Was there any, or was it like, I'm not risking this? I, I abstained the entire time. I, I got no reason to lie. Didn't. I'll be honest. For the first two weeks, you could barely see. You could barely find my penis. It looked like I just had come out of a cult. I guess, like I just had. I was George Costanza. I was in the pool. <laughs> it was and, just so uh, turtled up and scared. And after a while, I was like, "Let's save this up. Somebody's getting blasted. <laughs> Somebody might drown." Are you still abstaining, or did you last night just release a load that's to just end get, loads? That's just getting a little bit too personal for me, Taylor. I, you I, know, I, you're right. That's something we never do on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and, and also like. 
I guess you could have jerked off in the shower, but I feel like if somebody saw you or like realized what you're doing, like I, I didn't want it. It, it, it was it was the environment was not conducive to any sort of romance, even the solitary kind. I don't think um, I've ever jerked off in the shower. Yeah, you know what? It's not a good lubricant. That's your tagline. Not a good loop. Yeah, yeah. It's distracting. Yeah, it's no good. And you know, if you're in bed and you're just, I'm on the top bunk, especially everybody can see me, even at you're night nighttime. Up there. Yeah, and your eyes adjust at night. You can see. I can see all around. Yeah, it's. Oh, it's not you all probably that haven't seen the funniest political clip of the last eight weeks, which is during one of the Democratic debates. <laughs> Joe Biden's teeth started to fall out as he was responding to something. They were like, "And Joe, what do you think about this?" He's like. Well, I think that we need to make sure that prisoners are taken care of and, and you think it's something that doesn't happen again. <laughs> His teeth, I don't know what, it, yeah, he slurred a word or something, but he doesn't wear dentures. That's not oh, actually what happened. I don't I don't know what it was happening. They I'm going to pretend like his dentures fell out because that's funnier. They, that's I like exactly what I said. I mouth or I, something. Yeah. I like the idea that, 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 cra- that, that Sleepy Joe's got his teeth falling out of his head and crazy Bernie has has a, has had a heart attack. I, I'm a, and yeah. those are both incredible exaggerations, but they're what are funny. Yeah, like, All right? um, yeah I would like Bernie funnier. to have some hair related fire. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. In the meantime, they're, they're, like, they're, they're like, oh, you know, and there was the one clip where, uh, and this is like three weeks before Joe. Like, so you were still in jail. Joe yeah. Biden was like talking during, during a debate. I don't watch the debates because they're dumb and long, but I watch the funny clips afterward. And like as he's talking, he has like an eye blood vessel burst. Oh my God. And he has, it's like eyes just full of blood <laughs> as he's responding to shit. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy, this, guy, this old senile man with an eye full of blood is just, oh, too no, funny, I guess, man. I guess the robot that, on the inside that's controlling him just overpressurized that one yeah, yeah. I, everybody in there when they see the the impeachment proceedings or investigations and such they're like they won't leave trump alone they won't let that man do his damn job they need to put a moat out there a, a moat is the funniest idea <laughs> for what we could do i i i think that the next thing is they should just start chanting like uh, dig the, the new more swamps with, <laughs> with, with more swamps Ext- we're we're gonna extend the Everglades three thousand miles <laughs> all the way across. <laughs> the alligators and crocodiles. Good luck with the Okie Fanoki, you wetbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, oh, but his, that's right. His Donald Trump just that. tweeted, "Good luck with the Okie Fanoki, you wetbacks." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Trump yesterday had like one of the funniest tweets he's ever done. Where like, like all this stupid nonsense that nobody actually fucking cares about with Ukraine, where like they're like Biden uh, and Hunter. It's not true uh, at all. But carry on. He didn't talk. Uh, it's not going to end up meaning anything in the end. It's just another fucking herring for people to pay attention to and for them to drive up their ratings. But like the Hunter thing, where like they're like, oh, Hunter Biden's talking to talk to the Ukrainians and got a high paying job, and us as citizens are supposed to be like, oh my God, they use their position to get high paying jobs for their kids. Wow, this is probably the first and only time this has happened. And then Trump tweeted, and there's a photograph, like a little video of like Joe Biden being like, I never discussed business about Hunter being related to that at all, not at all, not one bit. And then there's also a clip of like. Hunter, Joe, and then like the CEO of the oil company, whatever the fuck it was, like all golfing together. And Trump tweeted out 
look at this photograph by Nickelback. And it was clearly an edit that he didn't do because he's a fucking old ass boomer. And he, <laughs> he tweeted it and it was just, you know, she just said, look at this photograph. And it was the beginning of, of just that song and then showed Joe Biden and Hunter and that guy and then some clever editing. Very funny to see Look at everybody this photograph. Who, yeah, I don't know if you know. Suddenly all these fucking Republican boomers. The, like, the Nickelback video has him holding yeah. a photograph as he says, <laughs> yeah. look at this photograph. So he yeah. took that part of the video and held a photograph of whatever, Biden and the Ukrainian dude. Or yeah, like top that. tier memery. Yeah. I don't even care about the But then the internet movie. exploded after funny. that. Uh, Nickelback. Oh, the internet exploded. Hold on. Nickelback yeah, copyright claim Trump's tweet. Trump, Trump's tweet, so it's down. And then everyone started memeing. They're like holding Trump and Epstein together, saying, look at this photograph, and they're they're counterattacking, and the internet's having a blast. But see, the, the funny part about it is, at the time, you know, all the lefties are coming in the comments being like, fuck, of course you would use Nickelback, the worst band of all time, and all the right-wing fucking neocon idiots are like, Nickelback's a great band, and they've always <laughs> been a great band, and then, and then awesome. Nickelback copyright claims him and suddenly all the lefties are like in the same comment stream are like hell yeah nickelback truth to power you're strong don't read my tweets from four hours ago and all the neocons are like fucking nickelback bunch of libs like <laughs> i don't know it's just it's funny watching that changed. shit in real time yeah but yeah, yeah I, the, I, the memory's top top tier yeah uh we'll, we'll see what happens I, st I still think trump's gonna win I, Dude, I, he I, is at this point. Biden's eyes are bleeding and his teeth are falling out. He's, he's, they, they should have carried on to the next verse for another tweet. How, how did his eye get so red? And what the <laughs> hell is on Bernie's head? <laughs> and then show like where Trump go Yale. This is where I went to school. This hey, is keep University going. of Pennsylvania. Okay, Dude, ironically, okay. like this might be like the best possible thing to happen for the Democrats. Where it's like fucking Biden clearly a senile guy who progressives aren't going to get behind because they see him as like a mealy mouthed, whatever old school guy. And then Bernie, you know, who a lot of progressives are behind has a like heart problem. And so this just spells, you know, two thumbs up for Warren. You it was know, so funny watching CNN pour over from, you know, <clears throat> it was so funny watching CNN and, and seeing them struggle with how they wanted to cover Bernie's heart problem, whether they wanted to blow it out of proportion or, tamp it down they they didn't know what to do because they don't want to hurt a, a liberal but at the same time they don't want to pump bernie up out of third place or wherever he is you know they don't want to be like ah it's no big deal you know they they don't it's not an open heart operation they just they just go in through the blood vessel and they put a little uh titanium shield on the outside and then and put a little thing on the inside he's going to be out in two days he's already talking to his family but what if he had a heart attack mike well first of all <laughs> There would be signs in a blood test that let them know his heart had been attacking him and that the muscle tissue had died. Now, the question is, if he had a heart attack, just how much of his heart is now dead? <laughs> it's like, make your fucking mind up, Mark. Is his heart dead? Or is he talking to his family and friends and ready to go play some shuffleball or whatever the fuck? Shuffleball. <laughs> I choose to believe he plays shuffleball. Yeah. Definitely a real sport. I love shuffleball. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Was it what, shuffleboard? Sh shuffleboard. shuffleboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really hard to play ball. So just keep ball. rolling. It's, it's super... Have you ever tried to play shuffleboard? Yes. No. I don't Way do a lot harder of than you think it is. I feel like the the only place I've ever seen it is on cruise ships. 
I played I, it. I was a, at a bar. I had it in high school it. gym. My high school gym, stupidly well funded because it was a yeah. resort town. And, uh, you know, by my senior year, I chose all sports that don't involve sweat. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get like first choice as seniors, and shuffleboard was one of them. All right, real quick before we jump into the next thing, we're going to hear from our good friends over at Casper. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Their breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of the body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Oh. Uh, Casper also offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets to ensure an overall better sleep experience all designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. of A. They've got affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So start sleeping better today and get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash PKA, promo code PKA at checkout <laughs> for $50 towards select mattresses. I've got to say... um, after spending those uh, that time on that prison bed, when I got home and got into my Casper mattress, it was, it was uh, like, like, it's really about the differences between what things were like yesterday and what things are, are like today. You know, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, like the shower. I don't really mind. I honestly, I think the shower might be better in prison. Really, just the pressure. <laughs> just it was so much volume. It's like a power washer. It was the like they were fine washer. with wasting water. They didn't care. And like, like I feel like I don't have that pressure or that volume in my shower. And I want it. I'm going to see what I can do. But the bit, like, like the silence here is deafening compared to the, the constant hum and roar and chatter of prison. But the bed, oh my fucking God, is it, is it wonderful? I got into my Casper mattress and just the way it supports me, like, like every inch of my body is just so night and day from what I've been on where it just slumps down in the middle and mm -hmm. like, and just like every heavy no lumbar support. No, my hips would be really sore from like sleeping on my side. My hip would be pressing really hard through the mattress, like on that point. And, uh, it, it I love my Casper mattress so much. I, <laughs> so much more than I thought possible. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, I slept so fucking good on my, on my Casper last night. Uh, highly recommend them. Definitely check it out. Yep, get your $50 off. We're going to hear from another company that Kyle probably appreciates a little more now, too. That's getquip.com. We're not the first to say it. Sometimes we need a vacation from our vacation. Delayed flights, hotel snafus, chatty travel companions. Get away for two minutes twice a day with Quip. Their wireless electric toothbrush is lightweight and compact, so it packs away easily in your tote or carry-on when you overstuff your luggage. It happens to all of us. Plus, the timed sonic vibrations give you a meditative break from that jam-packed itinerary, even if it's just between moving from the hammock to the pool chair. When it's finally time to go home, keep staycationing with a fresh and simple health routine. And, and what's great is that the multi-use cover not only works as a stand that mounts to your mirror, which helps in decluttering your sink, but also slides over your bristles to pack and protect your quip while on the go. 
But don't forget that Quip's brushes, brush heads are automatically delivered to you on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months for just $5, which is a great friendly reminder to know that when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health, that's very important because 75% of us are using old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective at properly keeping your mouth in good, clean shape. All of these are reasons that we love Quip, and that's why we take ours with us wherever, whenever we're traveling somewhere other than prison. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free. When you go to getquip.com slash PKA, getquip.com slash PKA. Yeah. I had, a, I had a decent toothbrush in prison, but I definitely missed my quip. No, I don't. It, it, it was a terrible toothbrush in prison. And he's so happy to be <laughs> It was comparatively terrible. Quip. It was actually a, a, a women's. It was a women's toothbrush. It was the small kind, and it was pink. What made you pick uh, that? I didn't pick it. It was left in my locker. Right. <laughs> That's what you got. Yeah. So brush your, your teeth, keep them clean, getquip.com slash BK. Yeah, so, absolutely. There you, there you fucking go. Have clean teeth while you're sleeping on your Casper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Blue Chew's involved in there somewhere, too. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're looking, uh, no, I'm not going to tell. No, they would not like that type of endorsement. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's I'm I'm like like sitting like throughout the day today prior to when we recorded, I was like just excited. I was like, man, I can't wait to talk to Kyle again and have the gang back together and just have everybody Here's shooting what I shit like. and having fun. The moment Taylor saw Kyle's lack of beard. I don't think his video even like came on yet. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I was so disappointed because I saw a photo to. of you that Kitty took where you had the beard. And I was like, man, awesome. Can't wait for him to show up. That's the only him. reason I shaved it. If she had not taken that picture and there hadn't been evidence or like, or, you know, documentation of it, then I would have been like, yep, yep, I'll, I'll just leave it on. But but I was like, ah, picture's out there. I can shave now. I can. Sh it was so uncomfortable. It was so itchy and gross, <laughs> and it was so scraggly and unattractive and just nasty. Why'd you grow it? Uh, I did, I don't shave with a razor. I refuse. Use an electric razor? Is that? Yeah, always, always. I've shaved with a razor, like an actual like bladed razor, about three or four times in my entire life. Uh, and oh, you just wow. didn't and, have access to an electric one? Like, it's not a thing you could No, do. it's not a thing. Um, not the kind that I would have used. Like, I use a beer trimmer, so you can turn it. I, it's like a, it has a digital readout, so I can go to, like, 0.4 millimeters. I actually bought the one you suggested. Yeah, it's a wall, I think, perhaps. I'm not positive. Or Norelco. I, I don't really know what I've got, but I, it's got a digital readout. You beep, 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 and it goes down to 0.4 millimeters for, like, this shit up here that you want almost completely gone. And then everything else I put on, like, 2.5 millimeters or three millimeters or something like that and just, and just get it gone when i was done i had um i wish i had yeah this this looks gross but it's alka-seltzer um i had a, a a cup like this and it was filled with the top with hair because i didn't want it to go down the sink like the oh. sink was full of hair and i just grabbed it all and put it in like i have a glass like this that my toothbrush sits in and i filled this entire glass like this with hair and then hey, it you went put your beard in a glass that's not weird at all it's no. It's actually in this trash can. Yeah. <laughs> My beard's in this trash can. I just realized. <laughs> Hang on. You want it? I'll get it. Your beard is is more red than I thought it would be. Mine used to be red. I mean, my, my beard is more red than you would think sure. it is too. Yeah. Mine's every yeah. bit as gray as you might suspect. Yeah. <laughs> wow, like your beard. Your beard. There's, there's a little bit of it right there, Taylor. <laughs> Look at this facial hair. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it looked better on your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because that, that's the most facial hair I've ever seen you have, and the most I, I was hoping. A part of me kind of knew I was like, he's gonna end up shaving before the show, if but I was so hoping good. that you would at least keep the stash because of all the areas of your beard, the stash was the strongest. Yeah, yeah Kyle, sure. if you uh, like if during the shaving process, here. you leave yeah. it as a Hitler mustache and post that to the internet. See, I don't not grow a mistake that. at all. No, See, mine, doesn't, <laughs> mine doesn't even grow in in there. Like, like I've got oh, like no. it's just it's just like on either side. Yeah, you've got, got like the filtrum gap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but like it's 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 I've got so much blonde in it that it looks awful. Like like it's it's like black and blonde, and then I've got like maybe I got like eight grays that come out of my chin, and it's just it's just no good. Yeah, even like the guy with the dreads, the guy who warned me of impending rape, he was like he came in my uh, cube one day while I, I just got out of the shower. My hair was all crazy, and uh, I hadn't like. Uh, I, I had hair gel in there and, uh, and and a brush and everything, and and I hadn't gotten through my routine yet. Of, you like, do that ready. in your cell, the routine. Uh, some of it, some of it in the. I'd go back in the bathroom, like I brush my teeth, obviously in the bathroom, and then I do my hair in the in the bathroom too. But uh, but but my beard was all crazy from getting out of the shower, and I just had like rubbed it, and so it was just sticking out crazy. He was like, "Damn!" I was I, I was like, "What?" He's he's like. You don't want to shape that up a little, or at least trim this up here. <laughs> I'm like, man, I know it looks bad if, if like Mean Gene over here is telling me I need to shape it up and bring it down. I was like, well, you know, I do that show, and I, you know, a lot of people watch it, and I told him before I left that I wasn't going to shave, so I want to see what it's going to look like when I get out of here. Uh, I was like, I bet it looks crazy. He's like, it looks like something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mean Gene. It's a meme. <laughs> that's what this is a meme. I've been oh, down 16 before the internet got popular. Right. Okay. memes are like two years old well at least like 16 years you know mean gene has been down for 16 and he's got a couple more to go he had a gun uh no good Poor but, but what gene. was he doing with the uh he had prior fel he had two prior felonies and then he got caught with a gun at his house that's it yep that yeah depends what those felonies priors are, are a big problem Priors are a big problem, and it depends what the prior was and what your current crime is to some extent. Like a gun's a big deal. It couldn't have been just a gun. He must have lied to me because I think a gun is like it's not twenty years. Like like he's he's probably yeah. leaving something out. Maybe he brandished one of the guys somewhere. on my YouTube channels. He has a friend, and he got caught with pot. It was in the um, I can't think of it. What do you put ashes into in a car? Ashtray. Ashtray. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. anyway, he had pot in what there. What kind of tray do you put the? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I couldn't think. He had one of those cans that you put trash in. <laughs> one of those so, mats that you put in the floor. What? <laughs> so, you know, the kind of mat you put down to welcome someone to your home. <laughs> It'll so, say, like, welcome mat sometimes. <laughs> uh, he got five years for pot yeah. in his car. And, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, but he had priors. And that, that complicates things more than I would have guessed. I would have thought... Not that he starts from scratch, but we all know pot in an ashtray is not a big deal, but it can be. One of the things that can compound that is if he were still in probation. Um, yes, I think that was the that, case. That's a big deal because oftentimes the probation is in lieu of more years. So like, all right, we're going to give you one year of prison and three years of probation. But if we catch you doing something within that three years, you're coming back and you're doing the full time that you could have gotten for that mm -hmm. first crime. Like clearly you sh we shouldn't let you go at all. Um, I got two years probation and the way I understand, um, the way I understand it is I can get out from under it in one year. Um, as long as I don't do anything silly, 
I talked to my probation officer today. Very cool guy. I like him a lot. Like I think we'd be friends uh, if we weren't didn't have our current professional relationship. <laughs> um, we talk about cooking. We watch the same cooking YouTubers today. We were talking about frying turkeys in peanut oil versus vegetable oil and how he's got this Alton Brown designed crank to slowly lower the bird in and all, all, all kinds of stuff like that. Real nice guy. Uh, I like him a lot. Is your mandated um, therapy over? I think I got to take some more of that shit, man. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what my probate, my, the guy I'm referring to, he's, it seems that maybe he is like a boss now. Like maybe he got promoted since I was in. Mm-hmm. And now I've got a different probation officer who I'll contact Monday and I'll be dealing with him uh, on a personal basis. So if I want to do something like travel outside of the Northern district of Georgia, I'll have, give him a call. He'll be the one who like comes to my house every couple months and make sure I'm not running some sort of a cartel out of my basement. And he'll be the one that like, uh, you know, notifies me about things or, and, or I ask him if I want to do a thing, like if I wanted to leave the country or if I wanted to go out of state for a job opportunity or for a funeral or something like that. Can you, you know, switch my, states like full on? Yeah. For, for work. If, if, if I could make a good case that this were for, um, I want to start purposes. a YouTube channel. <laughs> well, see the thing about the, that is I think that maybe if I had been on state probation, if I had been convicted in the state mm-hmm. and I was now on state probation that I think I could have, transferred to Colorado and then under state law I could have gotten a medical marijuana license e- e- even as someone on probation but because I was convicted as a federal um, under federal law I don't I don't think that's in the cards at all you know because if it's federally Ill- illegal for the time being for the time being we'll see we'll see come on Bernie you can, you can make it <laughs> there are a few areas of medicine in which I'm actually pretty well informed because I've injured myself there I feel like that's where you are with like prison and parole and stuff like a little life experience it made you a lawyer in a very specific I, way I feel like the the best chance there is for Trump to federally legalize weed is if he sees it as a big fuck you middle finger to Sessions for, for quitting. If he's just like, I have, I, I'm a straight edge guy. You understand? I don't drink, I don't smoke. And you imagine if I did, but fuck that little elf. It's legal. It's legal. Do whatever you want. Who cares? I wish. I wish. Uh, that would yeah. that that would uh, that would change a lot of things for, for someone hilarious. like me who had like a minor minor uh, marijuana conviction. So all anyway. they do on probation is like. Hey, check in with me if you want to leave the state and we'll randomly drug test you, I assume. Um, they haven't talked to me about random drug testing. I'm sure there will be. I was under random drug testing for like the last year or so. I call a number. They get, they. I have a number. I won't, let's just say my number is thir- three. And a voice on the other end of the line, a person reads out that day's numbers off a sheet of paper. She goes, one, eight, seven, three. Oh, three. Okay. I don't know why I put those numbers out of order. Like I can't fucking count. But if she <laughs> says my order. number, yeah. But if she says sure my number, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I have to go to like the facility that's about 15 minutes away. And you know they they know I'm scheduled that day. And I go in the back, I piss in a cup, and I just immediately leave. Um, like like no big deal. Do they watch you um, pee in the cup? Nope, nope. Nobody oh. watches. Uh, even today, I, I I peed today. Uh, for for the guy I was just talking about, the the probation guy, and uh, you know you. He had a. I've seen three different kinds of tests, uh, but his test looked very expensive. Uh, you peed in this cup and tilted the cup a little bit toward yourself with the cap on, and mm-hmm. then there's like I'm gonna say eight different little bars that are that go vertically oh. up the side, and each one slowly fills up red, and then above that there's a thing that says like positive or negative, and for each substance, and it's like eight different substances, you know, but opiates i think i think oxycontin was just on its own um 
uh, MDMA, um, you know, marijuana, all, just like everything you can think of. And, uh, you know, I did that. You ever worry day. about false positives? I'm no. sure. Oh, you don't? We I just, do. We, we just go again. In my, well, my concern came from, like, I had to take a drug test once, like 20 some years ago, but I had had bagels with poppy seeds on them. I found out that's actually a thing that can, I don't know if it's still true, but it could it be. Can. I felt taught us that. <laughs> and it's uh, true. I was like, what it, like, I don't know, what if this thing screws up? Yeah, it can. Um, it, it, it definitely can. I mean, I don't eat poppy seeds. So it's not a concern for me personally. But even if it did, um, I think there's a way to differentiate uh, between the poppy seeds and the uh, and, and actual opiates. I mean, but uh, now too. Yeah, they can tell if you eat a lot of Burger King or if you're taking. Well, that's sesame seeds. Pills. Oh, yeah. Well, no, then poppy they can seeds are on everything bagels. bagels, which is my exposure to them. Yeah, oh, everything bagels are the best bagels. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat bagels, so so we're all good there. Um, but but yeah, no, I never worry about that. Um, uh, I don't think I've ever been worried taking a drug test because, you know, I'm not stupid. Um, I, I don't, I'm not, not on any drugs. I, I feel like you'd have to be just like such a piece of shit, such a dumbass to, to fail that drug test when you're on probation. Like, oh yeah, People how bad do. did you, oh, all the time, girl, she, today. Oh, I thought she, you were the girl. <laughs> I heard that girl. is girl. And I'm like, well, I've been <laughs> called a lot, but okay, I'll roll. Oh, yeah, tell me more, sweetie. Girlfriend, you won't even believe. <laughs> this bitch oh. came in right after me today, and she popped for OxyContin. That would have she been did. the funniest timeline if Kyle gets out of prison, and we're like, Kyle, what's new? And you're like, mm, <laughs> man, let me let me break it down and tell you what's new. There's a lot of new things, and you're about to listen to all of them in order. And like, <laughs> for just like, but why'd you start talking like a woman, though? <laughs> well, that's thing number one. <laughs> that's thing number one. I got turned out four hours in, and I learned to embrace myself. I liked it, kind of. Yeah. I'm going back. I'm, I'm going back. I'm I mean, I've had back. to take a, a drug test before for like an internship I had like 10 years ago or something. Yeah. And like, I wasn't even doing drugs, but the, like the fact that my pee was in there, I was just like, oh, I, I hope they don't find anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just taking so many at this point that I'm pretty comfortable with it. Like I must have taken uh, yeah. a dozen, twenty of them, something like that. You know, uh, quite a, quite a few. So I, you know, at this point, I just don't care. So what's this? What is the, oh, Mad Lads? So this is a Stoke on Trent Live. I can't help having a big penis. Stoke on Trent shopper accused of stealing clothes, drops pants to prove suspiciously large bulge was actually his manhood. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. They thought he was shoplifting because his cock was so big. He had a, he had a suspiciously I'm just a lover like the rest of you. <laughs> just got a huge cock. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe your penis? Suspiciously large. <laughs> oh. Suspiciously large. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Describing anything about your body as suspiciously large. <laughs> Man, that's great. I saw a cops cl a, cl a clip from the TV show Cops once where the cops patting the guy down and go, and he goes, and what's this? He goes, uh, that's my penis, sir. He goes, oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> he, and the guy clearly had like a dong. Like, yeah. like, like, like he, he was like, "What is this? You gotta, you gotta kill boss in here." You have a like, baton. That that is my penis. He just goes, "All right." <laughs> he just keeps fucking going. All right. Well, I'm just gonna let you go if you don't tell me about this. I won't either. So. <laughs> that was internet famous. Everybody down at the station is gonna razz me, and he's like, "Oi, bruv, you already copped my junk." 
You know, <laughs> we would watch cops and uh, the first 48 hours that, that that crime show in there, and everybody would critique the criminals. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so you don't say that. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Can you, do you remember around. any specifics? I'm intensely interested. Just, just uh, you know, this it was this case of you know, woman found burnt and shot in the trunk of her own car, and uh, you know, they they. Just, just the details of the of the whole thing were ridiculous. Her, her friend had been on the phone with her and recorded the phone conversation, and we all hated that. Like oh, they're like, snitch. like, like, so she could go to the cops the next day and be like, "This is the last time we talked from last night." And she plays a recording of them having a phone conversation. We're all like, "What the fuck is that fat bitch got her recorded for?" I was like, and I meant it. I was like, I don't want anybody fucking recording me on the phone. I don't like that. And all of them were like, "Fuck no." You ain't recording me on no damn phone. I record you five ass. hours a week. <laughs> yeah, but I know about it. It's consensual. It's consensual. This is phone rate. Yeah. You know, this is this is sneaky. And uh, and and uh, the, the, but every step of the way, the guy who that's did what they it, did to poor Mel Gibson. That's true. That bitch tricked Alec Baldwin. Uh, Alec and Baldwin too. All of us know Mel was innocent <laughs> in all of that. Say it. Name say me, it. You want to say it? Name ten things he said that were a, were out of line. Just I ten. Taylor, you know you're holding yourself back. Up. You want to say it for? The... <laughs> oh no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but something it, about it, a hot tub. The guy that had <laughs> actually committed the murder, while he's in the interview room, he's like, "Can I take a picture in here?" And the cops like, "Yeah, sure." He takes a selfie of himself in the interview room. The next day, they lock him up and give him forty years. At least he got he got a funny joke out of it. I guess so. I, I, I hope what it was is, worth it. I guess he's guilty. I, oh, he was guilty. He had DNA. <laughs> I, well, he tried I, to burn her and her car up, and he left his basketball shorts with his DNA in her car, and they didn't burn up. And on his Facebook is a picture of him wearing the fucking shorts. <laughs> it's I, like, I, there's, there's cum all over your basketball shorts. Like, why? If you're completely exhausted and you're being interviewed by the police and you fall asleep, does that imply you're guilty or innocent? I've seen it on a bunch of TV shows. Like guilty really? people never fall asleep, or innocent Gu- people. Guilty people never. Like who's? It was one of those two. <laughs> no, which one? Should I try and sleep? It, or it's not? like you're trying to, dest- to decide if she's a witch or not. Yeah. Well, if she weighs more than a boyble, she's a witch. I, I think it's if she weighs less than the boyble, sir. Well, she's probably a witch regardless. <laughs> Very small rocks. <laughs> what else floats? <laughs> yes. They run things that. No, that's when the kings. Stand... I watched this recently, probably I think a little before you went to prison, where like they're all like musing over the right answer, and then the king so loudly and proudly and wisely is like a duck. Who is this then? Yes. My lord is learned. Yeah, <laughs> I love no, that shit. That's that. Game. That's that's my favorite thing from them. I love the show too. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it, it's it's been an interesting couple months here. What do you got here? This? Th- Did we change the definition of literally? Oh, I hope. I just, yeah. Well, I just put it out there. I know it, it irks me. Okay, so let me lay it out there. Is it ever okay to mean li- literally to mean figuratively, right? Now, everyone kind of knows at a high level that language changes and, and evolves. <sighs> this is a way that I, like, literally should literally mean literally, according to me. But according it turns out so many people have used literally to mean really. Figuratively. 
Right. But like in in a sense, they say, you know, like that thing was literally heavier. That's not a good one. <laughs> but, you know, he was and literally the, on fire is, is an example. That, turns I'm out, literally going to die if I don't get a cigarette. Literally yeah, just, means figuratively now, too. In effect. I hate virtually. it. There's a couple of little uh, grammatical, like conversational faux pas that I have. One of them is when someone says, man, he, he could care less about us. All right. Well, I think what you're trying to imply is that he cares very little for you. And so therefore you should have said he couldn't care less about me because he cares so little. He is, there's the bar is as low as it can go. If you say he could care less, then, then you're, you're not at the bottom of his caring level yet. You're still at least mid-level care. Yes. You're, I hate it. I hate it when people do that. Yeah, it and it, it should also, I guess, be I couldn't give a shit. Not I could absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could give a shit what he thinks. So you could give a shit. Yeah, you. Well, yeah, but just a shit. That's all. <laughs> that's not. I don't think you understand how this idiom works. <laughs> I don't think. Come on. It, yeah, it's upsetting to me. Um, th th those are some of the little little grammatical faux pas in conversation that, that bother me. And and literally being used to mean figuratively is another one of them. Um, there's a Key and Peele sketch about that. Have you ever seen it? Mm -mm. I have not. It's so funny. He's interviewing the basketball player who just won the game. And he, he's like, kids, you can do anything. If you set your mind to it, you can do anything. Open the window to your house. Spread your wings yeah. and you can fly to the moon. If you believe it enough, you can walk on the expressway and transform into a car. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and the, the poor is like, I think what you mean is figuratively. No, you can literally fly, kids. <laughs> Children. Eight to twelve years old, get up out your beds, go to the window, jump and fly into the night, soar. And then, and then it cuts, and they, now he's at one of those press conferences where he's like, you know, they wear those ridiculous zoot suits and shit. He's sitting there, yeah. and he's like, he's like got his sunglasses on and his suit. He's like, oh, I would like to apologize to all of the families who were affected, <laughs> uh, all the children who lost their lives. Uh, I have now, since my interview, learned the definitions of both literally and figuratively <laughs> <laughs> and grown to understand the difference between the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So literally means figuratively now it's, it's Fuck like that. every dictionary and, and part Fuck of me, that. like when these things change, I wonder like, am I the one that's not like keeping up with current trends? Am I the one that's wrong? The dictionary is always the right one, right? Woody, we collectively are never wrong. Oh, about okay. any well, that's handy even when we disagree we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're all good yeah i saw a lot of people joking being like oh awesome kyle gets out of prison right in time for hockey talk <laughs> <laughs> it's his own prison yeah. <laughs> a lot of religious people in there um oh i don't of, doubt it gotta fall back on something i guess when you got eight or ten more to go oh and a lot of the prisoners i don't know if i said this at the beginning it wasn't white collar criminals. I mean, there was there was a couple of computer coders near me, like who were in for like like wire fraud and uh, embezzlement. So many of them were from the maximum security prisons where they had just been nice for eight years. And by nice, I mean, oh, I only got in one knife fight. Like, like they weren't like model prisoners. They just spent eight years without killing anybody, and they had like got lowered to the the, the camp. They were T fucking criminals. Tying into the the summer camp thing. 
Did you mm. know that beforehand, or did you learn that when you went in? Uh, I knew it beforehand, but I just lied about it. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, you know, everybody's... Uh, tax evasion. Ta yeah, I mean, I knew there was going to be some tax ev evaders, but I was also aware that a lot of the people in there had, like, around a decade more on their sentence or more. Um, so, so I knew. But again, that was one of those things where it's like, don't give anybody a reason to uh, to, to start uh, bugging me about this. Let's just stay positive as I move along this this thing because, you know, the sun's going to keep rising and falling every day whether I like it or not, and 56 of them will come and go. And then I'll be out and I'll have my delicious food and my nice bed and my $6,000 gaming set up and, and pussy and, and ice cream and liquor and, and all the things that I love. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Speaking and, of, uh, of this, that kind of shit, Woody has streamed a few times in the last six weeks or yeah, so. I know. I started a Twitch, haven't got my rig set up yet. Have you ordered but it? No. So not nope. setting it up is a little bit... Uh... Woody, let me say it how I want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't unboxed it yet. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't unboxed it yet. Yeah, I, I think I'm just going to go with the bias setup that's already like plug and play instead mm. of building it, as long as there's not like an insane difference in price. Um, I, don't, I don't need that high quality shit. I'm used to... My eyes can't even see HD. <clears throat> All right, get out of here. All right, so <laughs> what you you got? You're gonna have to consult with Chiz and I uh, before you purchase a, a gaming I computer. Will. It's it's fine if you want to get a pre-built. Um, it's also fine if you want to build your own or have me build it for you or something like that. Uh, because of the cryptocurrency mining that was going on the last time I bought this rig, it was very difficult to get graphics cards at a reasonable price. But I buy power who built mine had built had had like a, a price on them, I'm sure, that that wouldn't fluctuate with demand. Yeah. And so it was just a cheaper, better it was cheaper to have them pre-build this computer uh with this 1080 Ti and uh and and everything. So but but it's not even about what your eyes can see. It's it's um you know you're you're gonna want high you're going to want 144 hertz. Yeah. You just it's are. about what the viewer can see. I would assume, right? Uh, that, that's partially part of it too. Yeah, but but Twitch is never going to be at the level that you're playing at anyway because oh, okay. of because of bandwidth restriction and frame rate restriction and, and a lot of things like that. But it's still going to look good, and you still you don't want to be playing in 720p or anything. Do you want like to start that. streaming? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that'd be fun for all three of us to be doing. Yeah, that especially it, it would it, especially if you get into uh, like like PUBG or something like that. I got on and played some PUBG last night. Um, we you know bad? first. Uh, no, we won. We won first game. Any uh, up like like sometimes. No, no, I'm good. It's like muscle I, memory I, at that point. I would imagine. Uh, once I once I quickly remember, I was like, I have a lot of keys changed. You know, they're they're not default, so I had to quickly remember. You know, what's my map key? What's my mute key? Um, but once I had that, um, it took a, it looked a little funky at first, um, you know, just getting that back in the, in the groove of it, but I immediately got two kills like right off the start. Um, and, uh, and we won the first game playing, uh, in a three man squad. Uh, and then we played another one and, uh, I actually got sick. Uh, I, I, uh, I didn't feel good at all and I had to get off and lie down. I think, so I didn't eat yet. I didn't eat the day, my last day in prison at all. And then um, the day before that, I only ate like a ramen noodle, which is like 380 calories. Yeah. And then the day of my release, I was running around doing a lot of stuff. And I didn't eat all day until I got home. And I ordered fajitas, but I didn't really like them. And I only like made one like fajita wrap. And I ate it. And that was it. And I threw the rest away. Huge waste of 
of fajitas. Oh, I know. Fuck, that's upsetting me. And <laughs> uh, and so and then I just forgot to eat the rest of the day because I was you know catching up with people and and uh, you know updating all my games on my computer and there, there was a lot to do. Um, gro- today was grocery day, like I said, five hundred twenty dollars of groceries. A lot for and one person. I'll explain why in just a moment. Um, and uh, <laughs> it, there was a disaster while I was gone. And uh, and yeah, I started feeling very nauseous and and uh, and lightheaded, and my hands started going numb while I was sitting here playing. And I was like, boys, I am not feeling good. I'm going to have to duck on out of here and lie down. So I went and ate an Uncrustable, uh, most delicious snack in the world. Those are so and goddamn good. They're so good. And, uh, and I, I lied down for about an hour, and then I was good to go. I, I think my blood sugar just got really low, um, which has happened maybe five times in my entire life. Like usually when I'm working out too much without eating, when I'm going on like a crazy crash diet. Um, I averaged... 0.6 pounds of weight loss a day uh, for 56 days, by the way, I think. I think oh, I, think I know. Like, I, I literally, like before the show, I brought it up to my girlfriend. We were talking and she knows a good bit about like the you know health and wellness and shit. And I was like, yeah, Kyle lost 35 pounds. And she's like, he was in there for like six, seven weeks, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, that's not, it's not possible. It's, that's, <laughs> how? How could, and I'm like, don't don't put anything past Kyle. He will he will starve it's himself basic, for a week if it means getting. It's fit. basic math. It's calories in, calories out. Just take your base metabolic rate. Take the take the fact that I think I think a pound of fat is like thirty three hundred or thirty five hundred calories, and uh, and then start start doing the math about how about about what is what you can eat each day, and then factor in three miles of running, and it's not and hard. There were a lot of historically is one of your stress responses too. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And after two days of not eating, I mean, you remember this from the Ursula Little Survival Trip. It doesn't bother you so much after two days. Your you stomach stops growling. Over the hump. Yeah, there's there's a hump to get over, and you're like, oh, this is how our ancestors survived. I you wish know? I wanted to stop eating when I got stressed out. All I want to <laughs> do is stress eat. Get some just, Adderall. Just, Adderall. No, I tried that in college, and it just it made me crawl out of my skin. Well, you got to snort it, Taylor. Did oh, you try see, snorting it? I didn't it? do that. I, I didn't try snorting. Think, Taylor. Cool. Think. You know, I should have thought of that before I brought it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so try to solve this mystery for me, boys. Yeah. All right? So when I left, the only thing I did as far as like my house, I, I unplugged everything that could draw power, you know? What was um, the motivation there? Save money? Save electricity. You know, okay. if, I'm gonna, if I'm not going to be here for two months, why should, why should an LED be burning? Why should mm-hmm. I have an LED strip on the back of my television? Like, why should that be plugged in? Why should anything be plugged in? And I, so I shut everything down, um, you know, unplugged items that, that continuously use electricity, turned my air conditioning to 80, 80 degrees, and, uh, and I left. When Kitty came here to my house about a week ago um, to, like, get it ready in case the probation officer wanted to do, like, an inspection before I was released, which they said he did, but it turned out that didn't happen for a another just write this one down too for next week's topics okay my case manager was dyslexic <laughs> so, that's gonna require spelling dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> oh i got it woody don't worry <laughs> deal sexic huh? <laughs> kitty opens the refrigerator and there's maggots in my freezer and my refrigerator and there are dead flies in on the floor Dead maggots, dead flies in my refrigerator and my freezer. Gross. Work out how that could possibly happen. How do maggots grow in the fridge? There you go. Okay. 
Uh, the refrigerator's okay. off. The refrigerator would have had to be off, right? However, was it off? Did you unplug it? My power bill was paid the whole time. Kitty, Kitty kept up with all my bills, of course. You know, I, I double checked when I got out. It was Everything plugged went in. along. Was it on plugged. when you returned to the refrigerator? It was on, and the ice buck ice track is full. Like when the you ice opened maker. It, were there maggots, or did Kitty she open had it cleaned and find out? She cleaned the refrigerator for me, and then I, I hired somebody to clean the freezer today. Um, and uh, it, I, I can't. T it doesn't appear to me that the frozen goods had like defrosted and then refrozen because there was things in there like, um, like a Reese's like cup was yeah. just sitting there unwrapped, and I feel like it would have melted a little bit if it had gotten up to eighty degrees in there. Um, there was like 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 uh, frozen Brussels sprouts and frozen broccoli. And that like didn't feel all bunched up together. It felt loose and like it was still fresh and everything. My crab legs weren't like incredibly gross or anything. Oh, those would have been rancid. Yeah, it was only a couple clusters, but it's like whatever I didn't eat the last time I made crab legs and I just tossed them in there. Um, I don't know how it could have possibly happened. Like, where were the maggots and flies? Just at the, the bottom fridge? of the fridge and the freezer. Like, Did they the make bottom. their way out into like the rest of the room? Like, was there a maggot problem in the rest of the room? No, 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 no. It was just no. in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what the f it had what the to fuck? have turned off? I don't know why. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like, even if it turns off, how does how would that proliferate inside? See, it couldn't have been a power outage, and here's why: I have Nest cameras that uh, that record all over, like outside and in a few locations on the inside, like like where a break in might happen, doorways and certain windows, and where valuables are stored, and uh, it goes to Kitty's phone. So if somebody walks past that camera, she gets a boopity boop. So while I'm gone, obviously, if she gets any notification, she's like, oh, shit, she's calling 911. So they come over here and catch whoever's burglaring me. Um, so she would have been notified of any power outage right to her phone immediately if those cameras go down because they're plugged into AC. They don't have they have battery backups, but I don't use them because hmm. I'm not worried yeah. about the security during the incredibly rare scenario in which there's a power outage, I suppose. But so there was no power outage. The only thing I think is like maybe when she came over the first time to check, she like left them both open and then walked away. I, I, I I'm just so, but she says that didn't happen because my it's my weird fridge to is leave them both open. It's insane to leave right. both Accidents open, especially happen, since but both. And my fridge has that warning chime that's a bit annoying actually. After maybe forty seconds, it's like mm. dee, 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 like I turned that shit off. Fucking sucks. So if I knew how I would, um, so I, I'm it was so gross and all of my I just wrote off everything that was in there, even the pickles. And so I went to the store today and I filled that cart up, like bulging over the top with all kinds of wonderful things. My dad's coming over Saturday, so I'm going to cook uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. How so the I'm cooking. fuck would maggots get in your refrigerator? No, I don't know. No, no, maggots, know. flies. And then how I don't would those know. flies proliferate their maggots and those would but live? But the flies are in the like... food all the time, right? Like if you leave. Not if they're in the fridge, though. If it's a bag of Popeyes or something in the fridge. There's, there is no scenario it, in which. close it. There's no let me just debunk this part in cases where you're heading. There's no scenario in which I had food on the counter, flies got on it and laid eggs, and then I put it back in. That is absolutely impossible like, because I'm sorry. That, that yeah, that's what I was okay. guessing. There was a an experiment I learned about in high school where they took the steak, put glass over it, and then let the maggots arrive. And if I remember right, it just proved that the maggots were always there. There's well, fly that, that eggs shit that in they the did in, uh, Maybe I have it backwards. I'm not. I have low confidence uh, now. I hope it was not. like a, a 13th century study where they thought that if you slice a, a bull open or something in an open field, bees 
will be created. Like they literally thought they're like, well, yeah, you just cut a bull open and then you go back there a few days later and now it's full of bees. Therefore, kill a bull, a bull and the guts become bees. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what they thought. Well, I hope that's not true because it's a poor bull. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but but the refrigerator has been bleached and scrubbed, and it is now full of all kinds of delicious foods. I got a big roast. I got four filet mignon, four filet mignons. Excuse me. <laughs> I got a, a pound for your of sous vide. Yeah, <laughs> for the sous vide. I got a pound of really big fucking uh, shrimp. Um, they're like twenty bucks a pound, but I don't give a shit because I'm having a shrimp cocktail tomorrow. Uh, and I'm, I, I got this. Uh, I won't go into it. it's it's. And I, I got a bunch of really nice deli meats because that's one of the things I craved a lot when I was in prison was like just a ham and cheese sandwich. I wanted that so bad with like good bread, good ham, good cheese because those things don't exist in prison. Any of those things. What's like the best shit you can buy from the commissary? Because what you were describing the commissary as, it had a lot more variety like, than I thought. It's like a gas station. It's like if you walked in the gas station, pretty much everything that's in there, you can get in the commissary. That's how we often describe it. Um so like lunchables and shit. No, nothing that re- would require refrigeration. Oh, okay. Only dry goods. Um, so you know, tuna in the in those pouches, um, mackerel in the pouches, oysters in pouches. Um, so yeah, the chili wasn't in a can because that could be it's a, in a, pouch. a pouch. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's in uh, it's in a pouch and it's just fucking delicious. Brushy Creek chili. Wish they would suck in prison because chili. I don't eat most beans i don't eat chili like it does not agree with me well they had all sorts of medical items they had they had gas relief and uh stool softener and uh they had all sorts of things that that might help you out also had antacids all that stuff you know when you were taking like hot chili shits was there ever like a pressure of someone on the outside like man you gonna finish up soon man oh let me tell you how you take a shit in prison um if you you courtesy flush continuously while you're shitting. Mm. Like, like it's one of those high, it was one of those high volume government toilets that like immediately recovers from the first flush mm. and has that crazy powerful, like the airport toilets. So yeah. like as soon it's as almost, you, it's almost opening your ass. Yes. It, it's just <laughs> drawing the shit out of you. Like, like, you know, that guy who like will pull the, the hanky, <laughs> the hanky just out of his sleep. Never endingly. <laughs> you're like whoa <laughs> that's my gallbladder yeah <laughs> it's uh see as soon as you start pooping you're just flush 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 and that way you don't stink up the bathroom uh and everybody used the same method um and i think to me it was gross i what i would do is i would shit and as soon as like i had made my first deposit i would Quickly flush and then wipe and flush again. But I wasn't going to continuously flush because I don't want to be sitting on the toilet when I flush it because it sprays your ass with yeah, water. Yeah, that's the but risk. that's what they all do. That's what they that's all. That's what they do. want you to think they they're all doing. Take they could all, all be pulling. Oh, okay. You can see. You can see they're like you. Can, you don't, I don't see them shitting, but you can see their knees and the way their legs are bent that they're sitting on it continuously flushing it. And I figured the reason they're doing it is because the toilet paper is so harsh and rough and thin that they want their ass soaked in water like a bidet to like soften the, the wiping process up a bit. So it, the, t- the toilet paper's wet. 
on the this videos, is the worst part of prison so far. on the videos they say that uh, <laughs> the faux pas is for the poop to break the surface of the water that's when the the stink really happens so you okay. have to flush often enough that it never breaks this <laughs> yeah how, how big are these people's shits that they're regularly they eat crazy the meals dude they eat crazy meals in there like like they'll be fat as fuck but they'll work out 4 hours a day so do the I math i always wondered that like like I, when I would watch TV shows and there'd be some guy who's just fucking shredded. I'm like, is he really able to hit the macros of protein that he needs to stay yeah. in that shape? Really? Snow asked me, um, he's like, how much protein should I be eating a day? Oh, how much protein should I be eating? I don't know. what that, that, That's getting into macho man, Randy Savage territory. Hey, Ooh, how, much, how protein? much protein does the macho man need? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna slip into a slim gym. More so, than that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> all the little hulksters know you need 120 grams of protein a day minimum. So Did he you said, tell him like one gram of protein per kilogram of weight. Yo, what's a kilogram? Oh, he knows what kilograms are. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what kilograms are. Yeah. Let me get my skills. Man, no, thanks uh, for not using that imperial bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I called Kitty and I was like, "Hey, my 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 buddy wants to. Know, he weighs two o five. He wants to know how much. Uh, he's two o five, forty eight years old. How much protein should he have a day if he's trying to gain muscle and work out?" And she told him, and I I told him. She told me, and I told him. How tall was he? Uh, probably shorter than me. Probably five eleven, five ten, something like that. That's a that's a muscly guy. I, I think maybe the the prison scale is wrong because like. On my prison ID, it looks like I'm 6'3", and I don't think that's correct at all. Go with it. You heard it here first. If you want to boost your height, go to prison. Go to prison. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's, it says I'm says I'm it definitely says I'm 6'3". Um, I went not to the like doctor, letters, but... and they measured me at 6'2", which I'm not. And it was like... I'll take it. Yeah, but like... I, it made me question the competence of the staff there. Like, what other All right, you're six foot two. Your blood pressure is 120 over 80. You're ready to go, Matt. Don't even worry about the rest of these tests. Wait a goddamn minute. All right. Now, I am six foot two. But let's check on... The, let's, could you double check that blood pressure? Just, let's, it's let's average do it out three. Let's, yeah, yeah. You yeah. also got another test back. It says you're gay. <laughs> no i just like rectal thermometers this is the last time i'm coming to this laundromat for my blood test <laughs> some <sighs> korean guy <laughs> oh you you so giant you must be at least six three also you gay <laughs> that's why i every this is every Asian person now because <laughs> doing all the different ones is too hard. I like that you squint your eyes for it, for it too. Just, just go extra. <laughs> just, well, that's just part of it. <laughs> I didn't even realize. People don't. I think everybody does that. <laughs> like just inherently, they, they squint. My eyes already squint when I laugh, so that's. <laughs> but yeah, the prison sounds fucking terrible. Other than like, it is hilarious that there are guys in there who are worried about their protein macros. Yeah. Like, how do I, how do I hit fucking two hundred grams of protein, man? How many max I got? Actually, you wouldn't have to eat that many max. That's because the thing. if it's a small he would hit like, it. tin or pouch, he would tell me in great length how, what he ate every day. We'd be walking, and he'd be like, "This is what I ate yesterday," and he would break it down meal per meal, and I'm just sitting there like, "Yeah, man, that's great. Sounds good." It's a lot of protein. 
<laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, that's good. Uh huh. Just like I don't give a fuck. In my head, I'm like, the a day will come when this won't matter. A day <laughs> will come when I don't fucking have to listen to a cholo tell me about his macros. That day's See, a like, coming. You have the benefit of you're probably a much better runner than I am. You're just a leaner kind of guy. Everyone. Whereas I feel like if I were in prison alongside him, I'd get a mile in. She'd be like, God, you got to fucking stop talking. man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dying here. I'm, I'm trying to do the pull-ups with you. I'm, I'm just so fat. And like, <laughs> you, know, do you do pull-ups. I imagine you're good at them. You look built for them. I'm you know. pretty good at pull-ups. Uh, the only reason I can't do more of them is because uh, Titan Fitness, the company I bought my my power rack for in my basement, mm-hmm. they like I bought from them because buying a power rack from them was like five hundred and twenty dollars, and getting the equivalent power rack from Rogue, Rogue Fitness and like Rogue is the tippity top high quality shit. Super getting a quick. similar one, Rogue yeah. is the gold standard. Titan seems to copy everything they do weld for weld. Oh. All that Titan does is look at what Rogue did and go, let's make it cheaper and way harder to build. Go ahead. And that's what they do. (laughs) And so, like, to buy what I wanted from Rogue would have been, like, $1,400. And I was like, fuck that shit. And so I ordered from Titan, and everyone, every review that I looked at was like, it works great, it's fine, but they sent me the totally wrong thing. (laughs) And so I ordered the short uh, rack, so that I could do pull-ups and not hit the uh, the top of my basement, like where all those beams are and everything. Mm-hmm. They sent me the tall rack. And so now, if I want to do pull-ups, I have to put my head in, like, spider heaven. And so it, <laughs> it, it, like, it freaks me out. And so, like, I'll literally be like, and what? And like, <laughs> just keep as little time as possible above the board. And so I bought these two uh, rotating handles to attach to the bottom of it. And so now I can do almost more like leaning back while I'm doing pull-ups, mm-hmm. like and, and start here and rotate to the like front, like come kind of more. You can't chest bend your knees and do them. But uh, like so that it sounds like you're hanging a little lower than ideal, but you could just bend your knees and not touch the ground. Or I'm confused. that's what I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got the idea. Your feet were planted, and you're, uh, you know, doing like a row. Oh no no no! Like I, I lift my feet off the ground because it's too low for like it to be tall enough for me to not have my feet on the ground. But you know what I like for pull-ups? Yeah. And and I'm not an expert at all, but um, I like those resistant band resistance bands that you can put your feet into mm-hmm. that make them easier. I feel like it helps with form yeah. a lot. Um, and with assistance I, bands. Yeah. Yeah, the assistance bands, and I, I feel like 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 let's say you can do eight chin-ups, and you're doing and your normal workout is like three sets of eight or something like that. Like it might if you plateau out plateau out i feel like maybe it's it'd be better if you went on the resistance band for a while and try to do like 20 like like two sets of like do 20 of them you know you take 40 pounds off and do 20 instead or something oh, like oh you're that. right like or, or if like you really thing. struggle with that wide grip that's all like mm-hmm. back and deltoids or some shit like doing the same thing there like like some like chin-ups are fairly easy like like a lot of people easier. crank out tension yeah, yeah for sure for, a lot easier and and but the various grips like some of them you're like oh god i guess i've never used these muscles before because i could favorite. do favorite yeah yeah that, um that was snow's favorite too really yeah. what the the yeah. hands like, like called a neutral grip you're, oh, you're like this neutral grip of the best yeah yeah he, i like but, neutral grip but I, he yeah the he hardest shifted every day it was always different it was always I, uh, well, he was probably fucking shredded i so. like pull-ups i'm sure i'm no 
no, it's going to go call him Cholo for a second. But uh, <laughs> my pro- I didn't realize this ceiling was low. I never noticed it. The ceiling in this room is a little lower than average. It's probably seven and a half feet. So I bought this thing. And when, at the top of my pull-up, I can just about kiss the ceiling. It works, but it's just a little higher than I want. That's how you count a rep. Little. It's kind of how I do it. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know if people can see. But that snow was very just about touching the ceiling. Snow was very Wait, particular. What do you have, Rogue, right? No, that's some Amazon thing. I, oh. I wasn't even sure the idea would catch on. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm even talking about snow. But uh, I, I do these live streams, and I thought it would be kind of like funny if I did push-ups every time I sucked. And uh, like some of these games I'm not really good at. I did 280 push-ups over two nights. That's a lot for me. And it, I saw that clip, Woody. You're not using your push-up board. No, it's downstairs. Use your push-up board. Save your wrist some strain. I well, I I just do it on my knuckles to to get a similar effect. But you're right. I don't know what I should bring the board up here. I'm doing most of my push-ups. Definitely, push-up. dude. So then just like because it was all push-ups, I got this stupid pull-up rack. And uh now I can work it, you know, some pull muscles too. And the uh, the stream always votes for pull-ups, always every time. Um, because it's more punishing and I guess it's funnier to watch me fuck up. That bar, I don't love it. It, it doesn't have any knurling on it. So my grip oh. is the first thing to fail. I bought these silly gloves. Hold on. Yeah, no knurling is hard. All the pull-up things on my power rack have no knurling. Um, anyway, gloves go on like this, and then you kind of grab it. And that helps me because... Really, oh, yeah, those are deadlift straps. Are they? Yeah. I think that they're... I think the advertisement mentioned pull-ups too. Cobra grips is what they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, they help me because I can do more pull-ups than my fingers can, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. Woody and I got called the fuck out by a very, very fit guy Did in our, our oh, Patreon yeah. chat <laughs> yeah. where he was like, so you guys don't deadlift at all anymore. And I was like, well, I saw that clip on Rogan with the strong man who was like, you don't need to deadlift. And he cut me off and he's like, so you stopped deadlifting because you saw a clip of Rogan. And I was like, when you say it yeah, like that, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, well, when you say it like that, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, what you respond to, you respond with no, I, well, I, I, I just thought taking the advice of a world championship professional athlete might be wise. This what guy's body was his resume. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was very fucking fit. I, and he was like, well, can what he lift a Volkswagen? Romanian deadlifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then he did Romanian, and we watched. But, you know, my story is similar to Taylor's, but different. And Taylor stopped when the strongman said to. I didn't mm-hmm. stop. I st- I got injured. I hurt my elbow. This is something. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, I should have stopped when Taylor did. That's my story. See, like, yeah. I, 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 I... You don't even know, Kyle. I was doing landscape work in my front yard i rented a chainsaw a couple weeks ago and it wasn't until woody asked me and was like so did they give you like a training course or tell you how to be safe that i was like no not at all <laughs> at home depot just gave it to me and basically <laughs> said have fun and so i went i rented that and i for like all day just cut down a like, couple trees in my front yard cut down all the fucking shitty ass bushes and shit in my side yard and my like near my front of my home. Yeah. And like it, first of all, chainsawing is a hell of a workout. It's, it's it's fun at first. 
it, it's very fun at first, but like I learned early that like I'm not good at gauging when it's through the actual log because there's like a line on my driveway now where I went through a huge log way too much and when it like ran, it was like and I was like, oh fuck! And then, so now there's like a divot in my driveway where I fucked that up. But, those but blades are nice yeah. and sharp. Uh, yeah, they Kyle after knows. that they get dulls. after that cutting was an ordeal. Yes. I just had to like sit down and be like, just come on, man, just please. <laughs> oh, go, go God. Thank God, I had they're kind of a bit too sharp, and if you don't know how to do it, you need a yeah, rat tail I, and file. I have no idea how to. And I we we cut down like a couple big pieces, my dad and I, and we left two enormous chunks. And then I was like, I got to return this fucking chainsaw so I don't get charged over the twenty four hour period. So I ran in and returned it and then got back and there were these two huge pieces after everything we got done like i, I got how much is a chainsaw rental it was for the 24 hours only like 85 dollars or something oh that's chainsaw. more than i guessed yeah, yeah chainsaw's 300 yeah well i, I don't need a, good, a pretty good one and i have the, a good chainsaw i need to get removed it's 18 in my years old now like they're they last for a while you just change the blade they just yeah. keep going it's it's what is it a single stroke little fucking gasoline motor it just goes for yeah. fucking ever steel is it the did. one yeah steel yeah 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 my dad's got steels they're, they're i had excellent. to refill the gas in the middle of all this stuff because it wasn't like totally topped off i like i like running them a lot like like i've i've um I, i've always enjoyed the chainsaw you feel like you've got a lot of power and then oh, i'd always do that thing like in texas chainsaw massacre where like <laughs> you've never seen thing to do. you've never seen there's a scene at the end of Texas Chainsaw no, Massacre cool. where like the girl gets away. She like jumps in the truck and she's like, go, go, go. And the guy hauls ass away. And uh, Leatherface stands in the highway with the chainsaw. And he does this like crazy dance of rage with the chainsaw. And, and at the end, he's got he's going, no, 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 no. While he's like dancing like this. Like, like, well, of course, obviously, I like to juggle mine with an axe. Yeah, I did that too. I almost got kicked out of my HOA. They don't like that. They don't like that. Uh, but yeah, that like, and then my my dad and I picked up one of the, like the second heaviest piece, and we tried to carry it over to the dumpster I bought. Which turns out, buying a dumpster to throw shit away in like five hundred dollars. Didn't know it was that expensive. Buying a dumpster, renting like r renting a dumpster, and that that they deliver and take away because oh, there are other companies that are like, hey, you can get a dumpster for one hundred and sixty bucks. If you want to deliver it and bring it back. And it's like, well, I don't own a semi asshole. Like, I, I don't know what I could do for this. I, and like we were carrying man. shit and it smashed the top digit of my left index finger so bad when we were trying to throw this in and it slipped on my dad's side, cut my head up real bad because it fell towards me and then smashed it into the side of the, the dumpster that like I was I, it was actively very painful for like six days afterwards where i'd like wake up and be like my finger's probably fine i'd like try and like hold a can of soda and be like oh, nope guess not i guess i'm i'm pointer finger up again as i drink but it's mostly better so i'm, I'm two weeks out from any sort of exercise and it wasn't until yesterday that i was like thinking to myself i'm like you know taylor you could have been squatting this whole time and i was like nah <laughs> nah, unless i can do the fun overhead press and the fun bench i'm not doing squats fuck that you can't do meanwhile there's those meanwhile there's a guy playing ncaa football right now with like his whole hand broken and he's just put a club cast <laughs> yeah. on it is there no, or you, are you I, just hypothetical yeah no I was, I, i'm pretty sure he plays for alabama i just remember like the other day we were watching football and the guy had the his club <clears> over his whole fucking hand and he played a position that's like 
he was like an alignment or something like that too. And he was doing well. It made me feel bad because it was like after every NHL postseason, it'll be like like in this most recent one, they're like, Yeah, and Tarasenko had uh <laughs> three broken ribs for the last twenty games of the playoffs. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, my fingy hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about my elbow. I don't know. Like I, I know a guy who's like he doesn't respect knee injuries, and I'm like, really? Knee injuries in my the mind fuck? are like one of the worst. Uh, ankle injuries are one that I know always sort of comes back. Like they're the ones. They, I mean, they're a problem, but you'll be okay. Elbow injuries, I didn't respect. I was always like, elbow, like, oh, do you have a wooey? You know, is, is your elbow hurty? No, dude. Like it was a real problem for me for a while. I ended up getting a cortisone shot. Yeah, helped. Uh, do you want to read the, I, this topic? Is I think it's a cheese topic actually, but uh, it's awesome. The bagel dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, bagel man. Bagel man, friend of the show. Somehow he looks even worse in this photo. <laughs> Promoter reportedly considering legal action against angry bagel guy for ditching fight. So this guy had signed up to be a fighter. And the promoters, <laughs> angry bagel guy or whatever the fuck, allegedly cost promoters as much as a hundred grand by backing out of a fight over the weekend. I guess he backed out at the last second and he's laughing about it. You're all mm -hmm. sitting there with your thumbs way, way directly up your asses. Can we watch this video yeah. of him on Twitter? Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Um, on <laughs> okay, so I guess right this is him right after he backed out of the fight at the last second. Are you ready, Taylor? Yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. <laughs> I fooled you all. <laughs> I come into the fight. <laughs> I mean, after all, what's the best way to really not get hit? Don't be there. <laughs> and now look at you. You're all sitting there with your thumbs way, way directly up your asses. <laughs> Cool. I don't know what to make of this guy. Like, I just hope that once I, I he has a yacht, we get invited onto it. <laughs> when he gets his yacht, apparently he's going to yeah. get a hundred grand in debt. Uh, dude, they paid him three grand, and then he didn't show up to work. <clears throat> I wonder what he's liable for. The three grand. The and judge will decide in civil grand? court. Um, the laughing. I don't think his attorney would have advised that video. It, it, um, I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, 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 even in the court of public opinion, which is where I sit, yeah, it's hard to like, right? Like, yeah. I oh, I didn't. I, I've, I've hated him from the beginning. <laughs> he's, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> I still go with the like. Oh, I, I lost my train of thought. He. Oh, so I. Like, even though he's like, hey, I fooled you, etc. I, I got you guys. Was he just afraid of fighting? Because that's what yeah, I read that, into oh, it. Oh, that, definitely. That, that's definitely possible. That's definitely possible. It's, it, it, it's possible. It's, it's probably likely that like, like he just got scared at some point. Was like, oh, so I'm really, really going to have to fight him. If this is and, for real, someone's going to punch. He looks like he's enthusiastic about fighting in almost all his videos. He's constantly standing up for himself right up to not fighting, typically. Yeah. Yeah, or begging for forgiveness, or like, or screaming, how dare you touch me? Why are you touching me? Yeah, you gonna push me around just because I'm short? Hey, you can't hit short people. Yeah. Hey, push me. Come on. Come at me. Come at me. Hey, stop coming at me. <laughs> We're not supposed to really do it. No, he's, he's just, a, that guy's, uh, that guy's a real piece of shit. I mean, that's been clear from the beginning.
I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have reasons or excuses for being a piece of shit, but that doesn't change the fact of the matter. I mean, you're, you're not wrong, but he has yeah. an energy to him that's sometimes funny. Yeah, absolutely. That's undeniable. You know, I thought it was very funny when like it, it was mean and fucked up at the same time. But I, I kind of have that sense of humor. But when he was dry, he left that woman in the parking lot and he's like, I'm going to drive back around, get her again. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls back around. All right, come on. Hop in the car. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> I got her again. Something about um, 750,000 and none of it was true from the beginning. I, I, he says she was crazy and wanted, I forget. But, yeah, I don't remember all that. Um, I don't. I don't know that I can believe his rantings. I, I bet no. if she came on the show, it's quite possible she's the sane one. Yeah, yeah. It's. I, I doubt any. I mean, there are a lot of crazy people out there, uh, and and he's definitely one of them. And he's just he's he's kind of, he's not a nice guy. Uh, that that's definitely true. But again, I mean, he's he's, he's a tiny little fellow. I mean, he's probably had a rough time of life. I'm sure he has. Oh yeah, dude. Being four foot eleven as a man has got to be like. I can't even think of a female equivalent. Being retarded, a burn victim. I don't know. <laughs> How bad is four eleven? No, he's it's not bad. He's not a hot four eleven, right? Like, let's say he was four eleven and looked like T.J. Dillashaw. T.J. Dillashaw, right? Um, Ballad Dalla Dillashaw. If he look, um, if people don't know, he's a UFC fighter and he's a perfect specimen, but he's not a big guy. Right. And uh, if he looked like that, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. You know, like like if he looked like he looks now, and he were five ten, you know he he'd be okay. He wouldn't be mocked openly. No. Right. See, <laughs> like 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 he's he's, he's a freak of nature essentially. Uh, <laughs> at four eleven, I mean, he really is. You know, you see him, and it's striking how short he is. He's one of those people who like. Sometimes you see a person who is so different than the rest of us that it catches your eye. You know, oh, that guy's missing an arm. Oh, that's a burn victim. Oh, that person's four foot eleven. You know, and 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 he fits right in there with all of those people. You know, it's four foot eleven is tr- ridiculous. I can't picture it, but like my mother is like five foot four, and when I hug her, her head's down here. You know, yeah. like 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 it's like un- I can put my chin on the top of her head. And this guy is five inches shorter than her. His you can head put your is, nuts on top of his head. <laughs> his like like if yeah, his head is like down here, almost at nipple level on me. Like yeah. that's absurd. Uh, well, yeah. I, I hope he's doing good. I know he's not, but uh, I don't give yeah. a fuck how he's doing. <laughs> he's, I, I hope somebody oh. backs over him accidentally. <laughs> I didn't see him. Oh, and that would go through in court. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> well, you are certainly not spending any time at Talladega prison <laughs> for this. Pay your parking ticket, you know, <laughs> and pay for the cost to scoop them off the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he just continues to be a piece of shit. You know, that's that's a shitty thing to do. Um, and something about backing out of fight out of a fight is sort of like another level of Bitch. has like a n- more negative connotation to it it's like it's like oh that's that's another thing that you lose respect for someone for right like if you back yeah if you ba- if you say you're going to fight and then you sign an agreement to fight but then you back out of that fight it's it's just it's, it's there's like this thing that goes back to like the playground mentality of like well billy didn't show 
you know. I like to paint this conversation through the lens of Kyle's adopted a new set of ethics out of prison. You know, like, yeah, you can't bitch out of a fight. Uh, Wego. Ah. <laughs> Weto. Weto, yeah. Yeah. Weto. yeah. Uh, all, I, all I've learned from this is that I would not do nearly as well in prison as Kyle did. Oh, you'd do, you do fine. Yeah, you'd do fine. I think I'd be the worst of us. Because I feel like what, where Kyle's success came from, a lot of it was the social thing, you know? Like, it, if I approach someone to give them my radio, I, don't, I feel like I'd do it wrong, possibly. I mean, I'm not socially retarded, but, like, Kyle's a one percenter in that regard. And yeah. uh, that's what it takes to get by in prison. I don't I think. Mean, I don't we're, think. We're both, I, I think I'm I was in kind of a unique situation for a lot of reasons. Just looking like I do, and being my age, and um, and you know, being there for the two months and everything, um, and you know, having the guards come by and be be all super friendly with me. There were a lot of compounding factors that I think made things a little bit more um, stressful for me that maybe they wouldn't for um, particularly Taylor. Um, you know, you, you, you'd have probably been playing flag football out there or something like that. They had or, flag football. Yeah. They had oh, teams. hell yeah, dude. They had teams know. and everything. Yeah. Another thing that might help me based on the prison videos I see, like if you're over 40, you can kind of opt to just not be in the game. Like the whole toughness thing. Like people just like, yeah, he, he's not a player, but I could be that guy. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't work out for fucking Gary or whatever. As he's, was that his name, Gary? Who? Who was the guy who was like, "I'm here washing my clothes. Here's my celly about to wake up." Oh, <laughs> <Just talking laughs> Greg. Greg, 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 the guy who just talks to himself all the time. Don't like, mess with him. He's he he has like a, an ongoing. Uh, what do you call it? Um, he's like narrating his own life. Twenty five year old Greg might have got beat up for yeah. that. I don't and know. And then I walked over to the counter and <laughs> got the same old meal I had every other day. <laughs> My celly hit me with a right and a left. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, celly whooping my ass good now. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh-oh, go Greg rope up, rode, woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. He ain't going to be able to sleep tonight, though, because celly whooping his ass. Stomping a mud hole in it. Yes, sir. I'll be eating soup for a week. I, I wish celly would stop. Soup. <laughs> my man be about to figure out that I've got hep C. Jokes on you, Weto. Yeah, Greg was okay. Like, like he and I had. Uh, we we both like to eat tuna occasionally, uh, and uh, I like to make like. Common. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Uh, we, well, we've got that whole tuna salad connection, right, Greg? <laughs> tuna connection. <laughs> so you'll hide this shank up your ass when the Greg and I both breathe oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. Dude, so. like the, the tuna and the mac thing surprises me. I would have imagined like beef jerky. Being Doesn't a exist. player, you can't get beef jerky. No, Slim Jim. Why? Oh, that's like beef logs, turkey tier. logs. Oh, turkey logs aren't bad. It's Slim Jim's not that beef big. Of, it's that big around and about that long. And people oh, chop it up and throw it into their like soups and like bowls of like junk and microwave it up. So they got some meat in there. I saw Greg two nights ago making this bowl, and he was taking a Slim Jim and. Biting off nibbles of it and spitting it in the bowl. Nobody would That's give him a knife. Horrific. Nobody told him where the knives were. Uh, and he, had, he he saw me chopping up my uh, chopping up a pickle, making relish. Like, like I, I get that those whole pickles that come yeah. in like little plastic pouch, 
and I'm, I'm chopping the whole pillow up. The hot I'm, mamas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chopping the pickle up and I'm looking around for guards the whole time. Cause I'm not, I've got a fucking knife in my hand. And I'm just like, all right, get this shit fucking chopped up real quick. And I'm, you know, I'm chopping it like a professional, like first lengthwise and then down the other way. So I get these little cubes. He's like, silly, got him a knife. What's Sally doing with that knife? <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up, Greg. I'm making real shit. Shut the fuck up, Greg. Is he like projecting? He's like, ooh, Sally got that knife. Oh, <laughs> Sally wants me to quiet down about contraband. Sally <laughs> don't want nobody to know he got a knife. Got a shank in the Sally. She got a shank in his cube. Oh, Mr. Myers here. A number one. Oh, Sally don't know. I've got a, two. <laughs> Sally don't know. I've got a neurological disorder, which means I have to dictate everything I do. <laughs> got a brain tumor pressing on my cerebellum yes i do yes i do size of a golf ball chop it up silly got the blade silly got the blade shut the fuck up i'm gonna stick you i lose more and more of my memories by the day it's depressing but you gotta forge ahead you know? yeah I, I, um i'm just like shut the fuck up greg so like, where'd you get the knife I, I can't say greg and somebody told me where it was where do they keep it i can't say greg it's not it's not my knife you got it can I borrow it? It ain't mine to give. <laughs> it was so funny that like when you were saying, and I knew two of the three knife locations, yeah. I was thinking like, fuck, like shanks, like damn it, like a sharpened toothbrush. And you're like, and we mostly used it for cutting up pickles into relish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, you know, it wasn't for hurting people. It could it be. Was for, right. If you wanted to hurt somebody, you put a lock in a sock. Oh. Where do you get locks? We had padlocks. Oh, commissary. Yeah. You can get a padlock out of the commissary. That's Everybody. Cool. That was one of the first things that I bought too. I got so paranoid at the first week or two after the rape thing. I was so paranoid that somebody was going to be jealous of me being in there for two months and they were going to plant drugs or contraband on, in my in my locker and like mm -hmm. frame me so I would be in there for longer. And I was Shit. thinking like, I'm holding it together real well. I'm focused on getting out October 3rd. But if they were to sit, give me another like two months, like I'll do it or whatever. But man, it's going to be disheartening if they tack on more time or to, to this thing. Like I'm focused on this this end of this end that I can see that's at the end of the tunnel. And if they tack on more, you know, if I'd started with four months, I'm focused on four months from now. But I did they and I'd to be move okay. The with goal that. line hurts. If they move the goal yeah. line halfway through the race, it's it's so disheartening. It's so discouraging. And so I was terrified that like they were going to hear that there was about to be like a search or and, and they were going to hide their shit in my locker or intentionally like get me dirty, you mm -hmm. know, plant, th throw yeah. some throw some weed or some synthetic marijuana, which was in there or, or put a pill or Spice. whatever. Spice was in there. Yeah, this this. I'll, I'll talk about the guy who got busted for that and what they did to him next week. But uh, so I, I told Snow, Snow wanted to go running and I was like, I'm not going. And he's like, why not? And uh, David told him in Spanish, like, why? And, uh, and and he was like, oh, shit. Be right back. And he comes back with a padlock and a little notepad with a combination on it. Here you go. Here, don't lose this. I'm like, lock that bitch up. And I had a padlock for the rest of the time I was there. Snow I like to think rules. that Snow went to commissary and he's like, I'll be needing a lock. Five dollars. You gonna tax the family? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, locking a sock works that antifa professor smacked some guy on the top of the head with that immediate like pouring of blood i had yeah. no idea how much that was a bike that lock do. that's a different <clears throat> scenario though and um, you know, bike locks have like a cable attached to them and you plug the cable into the block mm -hmm. this this is like you know padlock with the like like high school locker type thing and you put that in a tube sock and then it's it's that'd my, be even uh, more devastating because yeah. the smaller point of impact 
it's heavier. Yeah. Yeah. They um I used to do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in the with some prison guards and they told me about locking a sock and the, those guys allowed it to happen. Like they'd let mm-hmm. them punish each other. And it was also th- something that they were always concerned about. Like th- they just felt like if they were to get assaulted, locking a sock would be, would be the opening volley. To kill you. They could totally kill you like that. Um another thing about that book Mr. Mercedes, the retired cop, he carries two things on his person. A revolver and something he calls the happy slapper. The happy slapper is a tube sock oh. with ball bearings in the end and a knot tied in it. He's got mm-hmm. like a, a double handful of ball bearings in the end and it's and if he and, and he uses it to fuck people up, you know, if, if somebody's getting out of line, he doesn't even hesitate. He's got he's got his hand on it in his uh, suit jacket and he's out with it and he's fucking whacking him in the throat. In the movies, <laughs> like whenever there's gangsters, that's usually the core of their toughness. Like it's not so much that they're better fighters because you can see they're not. They look like lousy, like it's regular people, but they go straight to the stabbing and the lock and socks and the happy slappers and. It, it's it's about not hesitating to perform the act of violence and not yeah. doing that thing that everybody else does, where we escalate from arguing to getting in each other's face to shoving, shoving. like like even I knew in high school like like and like 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 the fight or two I got in in like middle school through high school I was like. We got to skip that middle phase. That's where that's where there's uncertainty. Like as soon as it's for sure on, and we're like face to face, got to hit him in the face as hard as I can. Like this is my chance to like strike first and strike hard. And like like you know, the way high school yeah. fights work is like, well, who bled the most? You know, well, mm-hmm. that guy had ground control. As you can see, he he had <laughs> complete control of the octagon, Joe. Um, um, actually, uh, actually, Goldie, I noticed that Billy had a bloody nose. And so Kyle won. Yeah, it's about yep. damage. I, I did that in seventh grade. I'm, I, I was in eighth grade, and my opponent was in seventh grade. So nice. I assume, right, you'd think I would win. Turns out, after I agreed to the fight, I learned that he was held back a year, and that really wasn't <laughs> to my advantage. And he was bigger than me because puberty was a distant you know, uh, uh, location for me to arrive at. And, you know, so we're, we're squaring off and... I hit him. I hit him right in the eye, right? And it, pow, it was a good shot. That was my opening volley. I didn't do the wrestle, the shove, or anything. It wasn't a sucker punch either. We were both squared up. I popped him in the eye, and then it starts tearing. And I'm like, what's the matter, Trevor? You crying? That was the highlight for me in that fight. <laughs> the, and then everything precipitously down. Yeah, <laughs> he was just better than me at fighting, and he hit me like again and again and again. And like, I want to say like 15 minutes of getting hit. I was <laughs> What's like, wrong, Trevor? Are you crying? Because everything in my field of vision is crying. <laughs> <laughs> like after, like exactly, I don't know if it was 15 No, really? Ten. Are you? Because my eyes are swollen so, so much I can't see. <laughs> it wasn't. I did have a black eye, though. And that, you know, was a mark of shame that lasted a week or two. And uh, he had some bruises. It wasn't. I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating. It wasn't the only time I hit him. But uh, I did lose. And it was clear because 10 minutes into it, I was like, you know. I'm not really mad anymore. <laughs> I just want to We're stop. not so different, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except our punch you count are, is two to you one. Are, you're bigger and stronger. Yeah. I'm afraid of what's to come. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost a fight in eighth grade. It happened. Yeah. I Thank God. I, I avoided all of that by being enormous at that age. <laughs> 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 just being big and wide. Like that, that, that saved me because I... I 
it, it, you probably won't believe this, but most of the time I would get myself into trouble was because of my big mouth. Get out. Yeah, me too. No, you know, some, <laughs> some people think, thought the things I said were rude. Really, they were just hilarious. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen, uh, so I met married an ax murderer. Yes. Was uh, Michael Myers. Why Michael Michael Myers. Is that yeah, have you seen? The, yeah. Michael Myers. Uh, Mike Myers. Um, have you ever seen, remember the scene where, um, Mike goes home to his parents' house and of course he plays his own father in the movie, you know, he, he, Mm-hmm. He just gets in makeup and he does it. It's um, what's the accent? Scottish. He's doing this uh, very strong Scottish accent for the father. And the father has like had another son who's like a teen, like 13. Mike, Mike Myers is like 30 and, but, but he's a 13 year old brother. And the dad calls him head head because his head's enormous. He's like, look <laughs> at his head. It's enormous. Head, move. You're blocking the television. And like, 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 Look at that! It's got a gunshot. He's just like, there's a whole scene. I'll link it. We probably can't watch it, but, uh, yeah. but like, check that out later. And uh, it, it's it's a really funny scene, and it's a good movie. What brought it's, it up? Uh, Taylor's enormous head. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Nobody stands up for the enormous headed among us. <laughs> you know, first first they came for the Jews, but I did not stand up because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for the big headed. <laughs> there was no one left to defend me. <laughs> the Those are the only two before. groups that came for Jews. <laughs> now it is okay that you're gay. It's more the gross big heads we are disgusted by. Yeah. Anyway, get on the train. Only five of you, though, because there's not a lot of room. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need half of you upside down. Stack yeah. them. Oh. <laughs> have to be inverted, is, which is fine, because you will behave as though a weeble wobble does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if you look at the thumbnail, you can see Mike Myers in makeup in the background, and then the kid's enormous head in the foreground. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's a funny movie. I haven't seen it forever. That's Mike Myers in the back. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's like very, very young Mike Myers. Um, yeah, maybe thirty. Yeah, youngish. Yeah, thirty. Uh, young, young. young for his career, you know. Um, he's pretty old now. He's not. He doesn't look like himself anymore. It's sad. Really. Yeah. Same with Jim Carrey. Like, if you see Jim Ugh. Carrey right now, yeah, he looks, he looks like bizarre, weirdly emaciated, and yeah. just not His at all the Jim Carrey sallow. I cracked up at. He should have gotten uh, fat with the rest of the people of his age group. Then he wouldn't be so dehydrated looking. Dan Aykroyd didn't. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd looks much better than Jim Carrey because Dan Aykroyd's got some extra pounds, probably he's, fifty. He's puffed up, right? Yeah, he's it. If, the, the, if the, the skin starts sagging, and he started like inflating it out. Yeah, to make up for it. And so it stayed taut. Genius. Genius. Smart. <laughs> gain gain two pounds a year after the age of 50. And by 80, you're long dead. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us start earlier. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'll wait till next week to get on here. I got to catch up. I heard there's a whole documentary. Oh, oh, there's it's, a dude, whole docudrama. 2.2 million views. The Wings of Redemption. This, this is the lens that I viewed it through and probably no one else. It's two hours long. Over the course of that two hours, I'm in it a bunch. I age 11 years. Wings of Redemption doesn't age one fucking year in that whole thing. When you watch it, Kyle, look at that. Wings doesn't look any older at the very end than he does at the start of it. He stayed puffy the whole time. That's that's how we just we just went over this. Yeah, 
He's, He's been playing 3D chess buildings. this whole time. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going gray on my sides already. Like the side yeah. of my hair. Are you no gray up here, but I've got like... 28, yeah. Yeah, my dad started to go gray early, and my dad's like 55, 56 or something like that. And he, he is a silver fox now. Like just yeah. straight, so he, full head of hair, but it's all silver. Yeah, my dad's sixty five, and he's still got some uh, some some black in his hair. Um, I've got gray in my. Uh, I could count how many gray hairs I've got, like on my beard. Like there was like two in my mustache, and I think like eight. I noticed the other day in my in my like chin, and I thought about plucking them, but I was like, nah, these make me look distinguished and oh. mildly deranged. I literally noticed that when you posted it, or when Kitty posted it, or whatever, and I saw the photo. I was like, damn. I hope he doesn't shave because the gray in the beard look <laughs> is solid. That's why Woody's beard is so great. You other than it being so wrong. full and good, it's like, <laughs> like that that gray bit. Like you can see it on Woody's face right now. Like right it's here, mostly yeah. gray. You no, can't, that's it's a, like that's it's a good subtle. Look. But if you look carefully, you can see the gray ones. <laughs> that's true of the brown. Yeah, it's distinguished. Believe you don't realize that's a cool. Good look. <laughs> like it shows. Like it looks good. <laughs> again, again, in, in that hypothetical hypothetical future that has that horrific disaster in it, right, um, right. So many like twenty five, thirty year old girls would be like, "I like." No, zero twenty five year old girls would look at this gray beard and think it's cool. You're Not so true. wrong. Not so true wrong. at all, man. <laughs> they they would like that. It shows status. It sh it's distinguished. Yeah, it looks but, like, good. Almost every woman has daddy issues. It's not like there's like, oh yeah, twenty percent of them maybe. It's like 90% My of hypothetical have. Tinder profile would be geared around that. Oh, yeah. Geared around that <laughs> and like like being a sugar daddy, but being the kind of sugar daddy who actually doesn't come through because <laughs> I, know, I know you're nice and frugal. So you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take you shopping next week. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'll take you shopping. You pick her up and take her to Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> the dollar store. Go wild, baby. You can order anything you want off this menu. I'll carry your tray. <laughs> Um, what, did, what did Chizzy link us? It's been all over the nightly news. Pretty lame and extreme. Well, it can't 21 be. Twenty-one-year-old overdose oversleeps for jury duty and goes to jail for ten days. You know what I was thinking about recently is I've heard a rumor that if you don't vote, you're not entered into the jury duty pool. It's not true. Um, uh, voting is one of the things that enter you into the jury pool, but um, also. Um, I think maybe um, cert, I, th I think maybe your tax. What's the other one? There's other things. Look, you're in it. You're in it. God damn. Well, I'm not voting either way. Because I because I've been called for jury duty before. I think taxes um, are one of the things, like like paying county taxes or something like that, gets you in there. Because I got called for jury duty when I was like 24 or something like that. Like and and I didn't vote when I was 24. You know, I, it was, it was, uh, I maybe see, maybe, maybe even when you're in, when you file for like that, no, that's federal selective service. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been called in before and I immediately said, they, they, they ask you, do you think that you could, I don't remember the phrasing exactly, but it's something like, could you stand in judgment against an individual? Basically, could you? And I just said, nope, no, I don't think I could. Um, I don't, even if he was guilty, I, I don't think I could, uh, stand in judgment against him. I, I, I wouldn't want to do that to him. Uh, you know, I, I can't. And they're like, all right, well, you're fucking excused then. We need people who can. And it's that easy. Like, people are always like, oh, make up this whole thing about, you know, you think he's guilty or you think he's not guilty and, and like make up. Just, no, just 
say you can't stand in judgment against another person. I, I had, always thought like the like the thing to do was like the the bigot angle, where they're like, all right, we're trying an Irish guy for this, mm-hmm. and then like the move would be to be like. You know, I, I think I'm unbiased. The only thing is I fucking hate Irish people. Mix. I fucking hate <laughs> those those gosh darn mix. And then like, then they would let you go. Or is that something I've only imagined and seen in movies? You could, but then something could happen that would really, you know, you just admit it in court that you're a racist. So like what if Against you the kind back? of white person. Nobody cares. I, well, I've never, I've only had the worst part of jury duty, which is, I sat in a room two entire days waiting to see if they needed jurors, and they didn't. Yeah. So there was no, like, anything to get out of. We were just there as a threat in case they couldn't settle or something. Did you find out what the case was about? The Scranton Street. I don't think it was just one. I think we were there, like, Uh, on... Big jury pool. Yeah, we were the... Yeah, we were the pool that they would bring in and interview if they needed people. Yeah, mine was a rape case. Um... Um, black guy accused of raping a black girl and, uh, I was ready to be like, he did it. I can tell he did. Look at him. You know, <laughs> oh, but, just but, fucking look at him. My neighbor was in there. Up. It was, what uh, else do I need to say to let me go home? <laughs> my neighbor was in there too. Um, he, and you know, at the time I was like 22 or 24, somewhere in there. I don't recall exactly. And, and he's like, you know, he's an adult. It's 40. So. And he was, he was like, this is a bunch of bullshit. I need to be back home working right now. I got stuff to do. And I was like, just tell him you can't do it. I can't do it. I need to be at work. No, no, no. Tell him you can't do it. Like, like it, tell him, tell him this isn't something that you feel comfortable with. And they'll just let you out. And, uh, and we both did. And we were outside and he, he was like, fuck that. He done it. <laughs> like, as soon as we got outside, he's, he's like, you could tell, right? He looked scared. As Maybe shit. it's good like, that he wasn't on the jury. And, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, man, I'd be scared of shit if I was accused of rape too, even if I didn't do it. Once you're, Could once you they, get out of jury duty by like telling them like no matter what's said, I'm going to vote not guilty. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So you can just like straight up lie. Yeah, there's all kinds of lies you can tell. You can on religious basis. Um, you can just say that you you know you, you can't do it because of that. You can say that you can admit to that you're that you're bigoted in one way or another, like for or against the defendant in one way or another. You can say that you know you're, you're you can imply these things of course yeah. you know and 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 just get out they're they want good jurors they want jurors who want to be jurors who are interested in making five dollars a day and spending the next two months in in a courtroom potentially they don't want you i wouldn't want me as a juror for me <laughs> uh i would want me as a juror for me because after spending some time with those people in there i came to the conclusion that like man so many of these people need to be let the fuck go. Really? They have they have learned their lesson. They are ready to go. I you almost never heard anybody be like, "Can't wait to get out. I'm gonna sell some dope and and pillage and steal." No, they were like, "Can't wait to get out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that forklift job. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of my family. I'm gonna work hard this time." I'm going to stay away from them people and those people. And I shouldn't have never been there anyway. And I'm not going to let anybody put any damn guns in my house again. It wasn't even my gun. He was just keeping it in my house and you know, like shit like that. Like they, these are yeah. people focused on a future that involved, that did not involve crime. And they had learned their lesson already because they'd been in for like eight, 10 years and they still had like five, six more years to go and shit like that. Like ever see those, old photos of like the guardian angels in the New York city subways and the subways yeah. were all like, uh, 
graffitied, and it was genuinely dangerous, especially at nighttime. That was the environment before all that like super criminal law, three strikes you're out stuff came in. And now I, like most of the population, is like, dude, they've gone way too hard. Some of these three strikers, like two of those strikes were kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And oh, for sure. It, like, yeah. Whatever, like he got into a bar fight that he didn't start, and you know this thing was hardly even a violent offense at all, and and you know but that what third one like or maybe the first of the third was real, and it like it just punishments don't fit the crime sometimes, and I, I I wonder like I kind of think that we're doing it wrong. I'm on that page, but it's like if you swing too far, you might get the 1980s again, and I don't know what the answer is you know what sucks about that is like in the late 80s isn't that when reagan was like we don't need these camps for mentally deranged people we're shutting them all down like yeah, like he yeah. shut down all the mental hospitals and it's like all that's gonna do is flood prisons with people who and really homeless. shouldn't be there and yeah that that's pretty fucked yeah did you have did you see mentally ill people that's what I, when, when Taylor mentioned that, I started thinking if I did. Uh, no, I don't think so. There were a lot of sick people. Um, there were a lot of like people who were ill uh, in one way or another with um, you know chronic issues. Yeah, the cough um, guy. There were there were old people in there, you know, who like could barely get around and had walkers and stuff, and were 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 handicapped. Were they abused or taken care of? Game. They're taken care of. There wasn't really a game to speak of. Um, there were people who sort of ran side businesses, but there wasn't like a gang to support them necessarily. There was just... But you mentioned not, Snow not, had stood up. I think it was Snow. Stood up for himself several times. Yeah. Right, but these old guys never had to. Like, they must have viewed Snow um, as you just, a You just gotta... It's, it's just like, if you take... How much issue are you gonna take with the, the smallest bit... For the smallest bit of disrespect, you know? A guy who's just like joking around with you and, and, and like touching you a little bit too much. That's the sort of thing that would set Snow off ready to fight. Um... And, you know, it, those are the kind of confrontations that he would have. Like somebody got a little bit too familiar with him and then he felt disrespected at all. Or if somebody sat in his seat or, uh, you know, something like that. But like n- nobody was like looking for any kind of physical trouble, like openly, mm-hmm. like nobody's walking around with a chip like, on their shoulder. TV guys seem to have a chip. He definitely had a chip. And he also didn't like white people and he didn't like me. And I think he was upset that I had such a little amount of time. And, uh, it, you know, it, it was a lot of things compounding that guy. That guy just had a bad attitude, too. He was always just in a bad mood, it seemed like. He was in for, he'd been in for 14 and he had two more. And he looked young. I was like, when did you start? I didn't ask him. I didn't give a fuck. He was my most, I hated him. I hated that guy. He was Fuck that guy. Making you watch the boring ass news about Montgomery. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I yeah, I wanted everybody loves Raymond. I want to see what Ray was up to. So yeah, why was that you would guy think your that nemesis? Everybody would love Raymond. <laughs> he just wanted all the TVs on the fucking local news. But the, we watched news. You, you kind of mentioned that he he was grumpy all the time. Like I imagine yeah. there was a unspoken <laughs> friction that you didn't let on about. Am I off target? Um, just all you know, like like I slept through the time to pick up my laundry one day, and I went over. He ran the laundry, and I went over like an hour late, and I was like, hey. I slept through when the, you know, everybody picked the laundry up. Can I get it now? And it's like right back there behind him on a shelf. And he's like, nope, got to come in tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, what time? Same time as every time. Cool. All right. Maybe you don't you know. Been like, I'm not good I'll at times. fight you right now. For my <laughs> <laundry>. <laughs> it's like right back there, motherfucker. You know, just, just 
there were a few other things. Just, uh, just always, you know, just he and I did not get along. Always something. Oh, just, just always some little minor thing. Uh, just having some issue with him. And you, there's this guy that's fucking with me all the time. You know, over there, and he's like, Raymond, you don't need <laughs> to worry about that. I'll take care of any problem you have. Fucking big <laughs> retard, brother. <laughs> yeah, I like that show. I like that show. His, his, the overbearing mother, the whole thing. That was good. The overbearing mother part was fun. But then I'll, uh, I don't recall what the dad's name was. Like the Frank. Frank. Yeah, Frank was funny as fuck. Yeah. He and dead. the younger brother. He's dead. Yeah, he's he's dead as can be. <laughs> but he and the he was also in a he was in Secondhand Lions. He was I also I really liked that movie. He was also in Taxi Driver with Robert De Niro. I watched that uh probably six days ago. Yeah. Great movie. Did you recognize uh, the old man? Yeah, and it was hilarious because it's like I looked it up on my phone and it's like this movie was filmed in 1974. He's still bald. Still bald and old as fuck. 74. Like 50 years ago. The bald version of Bernie Sanders. Like you just look like that from the start. Yeah, it just always looks like that. That movie is so We will redistribute hair follicles on all men. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fair that these Italians and these Greeks have such thick hair. I know the rest of us are struggling. Kyle wants to say something. I, I was going to say I love Taxi Driver. I like when that in the very beginning when that guy gets a ride in his taxi and he's like, "Just park right here. Just let the meter run." Yeah. He's like, "All right, all right." He's like, "You see that apartment building right there? You see that window? There's a, I won't say what he said. There's a black in there, and he's fucking my wife. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, huh? He's fucking her with his big black dick, huh? What do you think about that?" It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. De Niro's just like not wanting to get involved. He's like, "You know what I think?" I think about what a 44 Magnum would do to her face. You ever see that? It'd blow a face apart. Destroy it. What do you think it'd do to a pussy? <laughs> Daenerys is like, I don't know. Uh, you sure you want the meter to run? Yeah, yeah, run it. Run it. <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny because Daenerys' character is just like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I understand you're upset. what's the plot of that movie i remember de niro Uh, wants a job that works a lot of hours de niro want de niro drive is a taxi driver he wants as many hours as he can get because he is he's gone basically insane um he lives all alone he's crazy um he falls in love with this woman that he sees on the street she works for a political campaign he becomes fascinated with her he asks her out on a date he takes her on the date to a porn theater she gets totally offended and like disgusted it's some something that he did he like we go watch it like as like a, a a viewer, he's just like like watching it like it's a, a movie or something. Wasn't even beaten off. She's disgusted, runs out of the place. He can't understand why she doesn't like him. Travis Bickle was his, the character's name, I think. And so he sort of like start. And at the same time, he's also become acquainted with a fourteen year old prostitute played by Jodie Foster. So far, De Niro and, sounds great. And so De Niro, cool. no one's De Niro starts knows. snapping and losing his mind. He goes and purchases weapons. He and 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 he ends up in this vigilante situation where he kills a guy who's robbing a gas station, and or a, a, a convenience store. And then at the end, he snaps. He's like, "I'm gonna kill that fucking politician that that bitch that left me works for. That'll take care of all this." So he shaves his head into a mohawk, army jacket on, fucking loaded up with guns. A Secret Service guy is like, "Hey man, how's it going?" And he feels awkward. He feels like he's been found out. So he just walks away and he decides instead, I'm going to go free that 14-year-old prostitute that 
Harvey Keitel's character is is uh, like is, is is her pimp, and he's like keeping her locked up in here and selling the fourteen year old to men. And he fucking De Niro goes on a on a rampage of vigilante justice that lasts about the last ten minutes of the movie or so. And he's got a, he's Best got forty forty four Magnum. He's got a little twenty five automatic. He's got a thirty eight special. He's got uh a, he's got four guns on him. One of them he's taken. You know that arm on uh, like a kitchen drawer where yeah. you've got like the you know the mechanism that allows it to slide in and right. out. Mm-hmm. There's like a uh, an arm or there's like a little metal plate and then there's a metal plate on the uh, the drawer and then there's a little wheel. A slide. a slide, yeah. Yeah. He makes this this arm brace that like attaches it to his forearm and he puts the gun on the on the on the slide. So when he goes the gun slides out of his sleeve and into his hand and he just just kills like three or four people. A ton of people. Uses his Bowie knife too. When he shoots the the guy goes, No, no. And he shoots him with a 44 Magnum and it blows like this much of his hand off. Like these three fingers and a bunch of the palm just goes. It's, it's, it's pretty hardcore. Excellent movie. One of my favorites. And De Niro's super young. He's like 24, something like that in that movie. Super lean, like, like, like too lean, honestly, like, like emaciated. His head looks, uh, his head looks like if I weighed 160 pounds, it absolutely does fucking weird. And he has these monologues because it's just him. A lot of times he's like, I spent too much time getting soft, laying around, eating fat on the hog. Gotta get hard. Gotta get mean. And, and he shows like a mod- blue chew comes in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like holding his hand over the gas burner of his stove. Just I don't know what kind of workout that is. You know, just, <laughs> I know. Wait, does that burn just, calories? Because it sounds easy. <laughs> that's called the yeah. I want my fist to be sensitive tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That dumbass shit that like they'll do in movies where it's like, yeah, I'm trying to train to be cool. That's why I'm like touching hot irons and shit. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe just like, like do a pull up <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, maybe don't go full retard. Well, I'm glad I'm back, gentlemen. Glad I had to a have wonderful you back. time with you guys. I've been looking forward to doing the show with you guys for the last couple months, and to the fans, I, I, I uh, I'm glad to be back. I, uh, I, I really enjoy doing these things with, with and for you guys. So, uh, yeah. you'll make yeah. the next hangout. Absolutely, I will. Uh, you know, so uh, sign up for the hangout. Yeah. You get get a little a little more fun with me, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. I think that's the show, right? Are there any post rolls? Yeah. There are not. EKA 459.